Might want to click that. Hey, what's happening, guys? Ah, oh, Dave the Film Junkie here. What is happening? It is Friday. Welcome to the Vodka Stream Lounge. The lounge is open. Pour yourself a drink. Pull up a chair. Let's talk about some stuff. What is happening, guys? What are you doing? What's going on? What is... Ah, all right, let's see who's out there. What are you guys doing? Yo, what is up? Sco. What up, Rodrigo? How you doing, bud? We got Tashi right here. Mr. Will Morris, what's up? I know, what a day, right? Yeah, are we recovering still? <laughs> uh, if only. I mean, you never know. You never know. You just never know sometimes. Um, what's going on, Mr. Viper? How you doing? Yeah, feeling activated. I've seen a lot of people use that uh, use that play on words, and it's pretty. Uh, it's uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. What's going on, Mr. Eric? How you doing? Uh, what's going on, Brad? How you doing? What is up? Yo, Mr. Jose. It's activation. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, that's gonna be a word for now on. It's better than Zaddy. I, I'm I was never a fan of Zaddy. I'm just saying, never a fan of Zaddy, so you know. What's going on? Uh Vazent Kumar. Mr. Kumar, I'm just going to say that because I could pronounce that. Sorry, I'm bad with names. Glorious Zach Day. Yes, it was Z Day for sure. Yeah, well, what can I say? You know, trying to like keep fit. What's kind of great about my uh, new job is I'm not sitting in a cubicle eight hours a day now. I'm actually like out and about. I mean, yeah, there's some driving, but sometimes I have to like hike up some hills or just, you know, walk around and stuff like that. So I have to be pretty active. Alak Zoo, how you doing, bud? Big fat dirty hello. Well, hello from New Zealand. You're already you're you're well into the future right now. It's already daytime over there, aren't you? Uh, <laughs> uh, what's going on? Yep, already said hi to you, Alakzul. Yeah, no, 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 no. Stop it, Jose. They've helped us release the movie, and I, I'm I'm hey, whatever uh, whatever we could do, we're gonna try to release. They're gonna try to release it as uh, many places as they can. Seven a.m. in the Middle East. Good morning. Well, good morning, John. Yes. Amparo, how you doing? Yo, what's up, Legend? How's it going? Got Daniel. Let's see. We got Elizabeth. How you doing? Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> God, you just put a Z on everything and it just works, doesn't it? Thankfully that he uh that his name is Zach. Zalon yeah, Zalentine. Zalentine's Day. That's what we're gonna call it. <laughs> Jeez. Uh what? It's 803 in Vegas. What? That's the same time I am. It's crazy. It's almost like you're three and a half hours away. Crazy, Mr. Will. Crazy, Mr. Will. Mr. Uh, we got some Chicago right here, Louise. How you doing? And of course, Lane, what's up? Getting activated. What is up? Yep. You liking the shirt? Yep. That's my new creation. Just saying, you know, if you want to uh, get yourself uh want to get yourself one, of course, you can go into the film junkie closet which uh, is right down below. If you just click the link. For some reason, the YouTube links aren't really working too well, but I think I, I provided a link right there if you want to get yourself, of course, uh, some uh, merch, some Film Junkie merch, you know, and get the metal head, the Vodka Stream shirt, of course, right there, the Stream shirt. And, yep, there it is right there, the uh, Take Me Back to 2015 shirt right there. That's what I'm wearing. Why do the pop-ups always have to happen? So right there, Take Me Back. 
I wouldn't mind going back to 2015 before BBS came out. <laughs> no, that's what the whole play of the whole thing is. And then, of course, uh, guys, if you want to, uh, you know, become a Film Chunky member on the YouTube channel, you can hit that join button, but make sure you hit that like thumbs up button first. Oh, man, we already got two dislikes. Man, oh, man, we already got two haters out there. But if you really want to help out the pirate ship, you can, of course, uh, join the Patreon so you get early access to things, videos I'm working on. Um, you know, when you come to the six, the six, uh, the the top two tiers, of course, get uh, the early access, the exclusive stuff. You know, the dollar tier is just appreciation thing. Like I say, I always say, I'm a stripper on stage. Just throw a dollar at me if you want to just donate a dollar. That's pretty good. But uh, the other ones, of course, get exclusive stuff like you know, early access on who's going to be the guests on the vodka stream, what I'm working on, stuff like that. So do all that stuff. Good stuff, guys. So cheers. It is Friday. Yes, it is indeed. And uh, Steve-O, I see you out there using a good uh, Lego uh, Lego Batman um, emoji right there. Cheers, guys. Mm. Vodka's nice and cold right out of the uh, right out of the freezer right there. So, ah, so yeah, quite a day, guys. Quite a day, and I'm sure we have uh, lots to talk about um, when it comes to uh, the panel. We'll definitely do be doing a lot of stuff like that. Hey, there's Miss Colbert right there. Ah, thank you. Cheers. Cheers. We'll see you, uh, hopefully, uh, have you on, um, you know, whenever you want to come on, you know, mama film junkie loves you. Um, got Mr. Black suit edition right here. Everyone feeling is activated. Yes. Hey, Mr. Philip Barker. How you doing, bud? Uh, yeah. So yeah, today was pretty crazy. I mean, <laughs> it was just kind of funny because it seemed like, you know, a few of us caught wind of something happening today, last night, you know, obviously. And <laughs> What what I, what's funny about it is we're never really that subtle when it comes to like when it comes to teasing with gifts, you know, because as soon as I found out, I'm like, oh, he's going to be dropping some shit tomorrow. All right. Well, I'm going to tease. And just because it was like, you know, it was interesting. It's been an interesting couple of days and everything. You know, there's been some conflict, you know, within the fandom. So I was kind of like, well, you know, I mean, let's just, uh, I'm, I'm going to put the uh, whole, you know, the sun will come out tomorrow. You know, that's what I put as a gif. I put that as a gif. I was like, the sun will come out tomorrow. And because I was like, yeah, for sure. It's going to be a good day. And then it was funny too, because then when I caught wind of what time <laughs> he was going to start dropping stuff, I was like, damn it. Because I, I plan on at least... I plan on waking up a little later than usual because I got done with all my field work of the week. So I didn't have to like get up and get out there and do my job, like my big time, do my job. I got done with what I needed to get done to like out and about. So I was doing straight up just paperwork stuff that I needed to do. So I was going to be like, oh, I'm going to wake up at like eight, maybe seven thirty, eight o'clock as opposed to like five or five thirty that I usually wake up. And and then all of a sudden I find out I'm like, yeah, he's gonna start dropping stuff probably around five thirty. Who knows? I don't know. He's gonna start dropping some stuff. And uh and then I was like, damn, I guess I'm gonna have to wake up early. So I woke up at five today. So man, I mean I I did I did get a power nap, so I'm 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 doing pretty good right now. But juice, I got a fever, and the only prescription is more of that Zactivation. That's right. See what you said there. Oh, Zaccinations. <laughs> I thought you said Zach Devation there, uh, Jose. My bad. It's okay. Give me three shots of Zaccine. See, you just put, you could really just put a Z in front of everything. 
in front of any word and it just works. It just works right there. It just totally works right there. So, yep, Zack Snyder's Justice League is going to be uh, the cure for uh, COVID, I think, right? <laughs> no. But, um, yeah, let's see. There you go. Uh, can you, uh, let us know where the Batman cow is in the poster? I think it's on the, uh, the lower, um, uh, let's see here. If we bring that up real quick on the poster, uh, no, it's not that poster. Uh, I wish I could zoom in. Um, I think it's, yeah, it's like right around there. Uh, I, th- I wish I had it like a zoomed up, but, uh, I mean, you're talking about, of course, this poster right here. I think I, I, I'm pretty sure it's like over in this area right here. You know, the lower, um, the lower, uh, the lower right right here. Yeah. It's about right there. If you zoom in on that, you'll see the back cow. Pretty crazy. I mean, the, the shield, Wonder Woman shield's pretty like clear as day. So crazy. And then you got the, uh, trident and stuff. So man, I, I mean, I think this is like, that's probably the best poster of the three, I would say, but they're all so good. But I mean, the, 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 um, the film reels one is just so just like, hey, I mean, it's just so it's so meta. It's so great. It's so awesome. I love the fact that he got that in his last name is like written in big uh, is written in red letters just to let let, let everybody know that. Yep, yeah, that's um, yeah, that's what he's got right there. Just saying. All right. Boop. All right. Let me go ahead and um, let's see if I can get my guest in here. Get my guess in here after talking with you uh, chuckleheads for a little bit. Okay. But uh, hopefully you guys had a good week. I had a pretty good week, like I said. I mean, it was raining a lot. It was cold here in SoCal. I mean, like I said, like Monday, there was like a flurry of snow. It's crazy. Today, it just rained on and off like all day. So that's that's one of the reasons why I wanted to get all my outside work done because I knew it was going to be raining all day today. You got to plan ahead. Got to plan ahead. You got to, you know, when you when you work when you work a little bit outside, you got to make sure you get, you're checking those weather reports. So, boop. All right, there we go. Invitation sent. So, but yeah, but uh, other than that, it was a great week. And like I said, today it was just feels like a long day, like because <laughs> I've been up since five probably. But it was just it was almost like Christmas. That's for damn sure. You think Zach's black and white version would be uh would be a bit like the poster red? Snyder, eh, like what? There would be like some reds in there, maybe some greens or something like that. That'd be interesting. I don't know. I don't know if you would do that. If you'd go like full like Sin City type or whatever. I don't know. That'd be interesting. You never know. He might. He might. He definitely might. But uh, I mean, I I definitely, I mean, he's said it before that he wants to release like a, he wants to release like a uh, black and white version of, uh, of his cut to uh in IMAX of course let's see has joined the stream all right let me go ahead and send out some links here to do all that all right here we go all right let's bring in my guest um first time on the vodka stream uh, I'm excited to talk to him because uh well I mean I've only talked to him through messaging now I'm going to talk to him of course kind of face to face video face-to-face. So, uh, Mr. Rob Keys, what is up, sir? Hey, man. Thanks for having me. No problem. Thanks for uh, joining. How are totally. you doing tonight? Good. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you perfectly. All Sounds right, good. Nice a setup, a... by the way. I oh, like thanks. It. Yeah, this is a 
a COVID temporary studio <laughs> solution. Not <laughs> ideally. It looks cozy. Yeah. Well, if I turn the camera, you just see a pile of boxes. It's oh, supposed to you be. You don't even know. You don't even know. Like, <laughs> my setup right now, I mean, like I, I have everything like looking okay right here, but you should see how everything's like propped up and it's all, oh, it's totally. all very interesting. You know, got to make my, it look good for the frame. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's all you see. But all my cameras point in a direction, so you can't see the mess. But this is supposed to be a master bedroom, but it's not. It's my temporary <laughs> meeting, podcast, live streaming setup for now. So There you go. Well, cheers, man. I hear you got some vodka, right? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you put me in the spot with that because I had my okay. man Ryan Good. Reynolds, Aviation oh. Gym here. Oh, you got Canadian. the gin going on too, huh? But, yes, mm. because of you and the vodka stream, I just picked up this, which I've never had before. Wow. Banff Ice. I never had that either. It's mm. a Canadian vodka. Yeah, there were two Canadian choices, but I went with the Banff because Banff is a beautiful place. Of course. So we'll try that. Nice. I need your advice, though. Do I mix it with Red Bull or uh, Sprite? What do you think? Ah, I mean, if unless you want to be jumping around, like, you know, be fidgety. I don't know if you want to go full on Red Bull. I used to do the vodka Red Bulls like a lot when I was like, you know, going to bars on weekend or weekdays and stuff like that when I had to work like the next day. And, you know, that was that was a little freaky. Maybe maybe start off with the Sprite unless you need a little pick me up. I don't know. The upper and downer thing. I don't know if I I, I just don't do that. Oh, there you go. All right. Rock and roll right there, man. There's nothing wrong with that, sir. Start it. Yes. Get energized. <laughs> All right. See, I drink right. mine straight because, you know, there you go. I, uh, I would do it with ice. I just don't have any right now. Nah, it's, it's good, man. Mm. All right. All right. So, um, Mr. Rob, I mean, it's funny <laughs> because, I mean, obviously you work at Screen Rant. And, and when I look at your bio, <laughs> when I look at your bio on Screen Rant, Rob Keys manages content, business development, HR models, social media, strategic partnerships, and PR for Screen Rant and helps oversee its sister site, comic book resources. Whoo! You have a lot of responsibilities over there. Yeah. I don't really have a single job title either. It's kind of messy. Yeah. Um, yeah it, it's my hands are in a bit of everything right now. So if uh-huh. you, I can, I can tell you the story of it all, but basically, yeah, yeah. Increasingly given the size of the operation these days and the amount of awesome people we have involved, like what I do day to day is a lot of behind the scenes, less fun, more business budget and everything you listed. So, yeah. uh, that is what it is now. Yeah. It is cool. And when did you uh, when did you uh, get involved with Screen Rant at first? Good question. I am of the three hundred people. I'm hearing some feedback. By the way, is that mine? Am I in? No, oh, okay. I don't hear anything. I mean, oh, good. I okay. Good. Uh, I'm the longest serving person on Screen Rant. I've been here twelve, almost thirteen years, which wow. really dates me. But yeah, I started actually just as a fan. I was like a reader of Screen Rant back when it was usually the way it is. Yeah. Which I think is the best way to find people because if you're like passion first, like like you and everybody here is. Uh, that's the way to go for sure. But yeah, I was a reader of the site back in 2007, 2008. Um, and then while I was finishing up my undergrad and master's here at University of Guelph, uh, I would just like procrastinate in my office and I would just read all the movie news. And keep in mind, this is like 2007, 2008. So it's like the beginning of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. X-Men is going from the original trilogy to like all these origin films. Like Transformers was launching a sequel. Harry Potter was still a thing. So like fandom was just starting to explode and fan blogs were becoming the type of people who get access to talent and start doing set business and stuff like that. So anyway, I read a little site called screenwrite.com, which was like one dude and a couple of friends. And what I liked about it back then, uh, back when all the sites we know and love were were tiny was that 
it had a small dedicated community in the comments and there was no trolls, which was like unheard of. Um, yeah. it was just pure, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, so it was just pure fans. And so I would just come back and read like they only had like eight, nine articles a day. And what would happen is all the sites at that time, like, uh, the slash films first showing collider, like anytime they would have a story that screen rant didn't have that I thought was interesting. I would literally send it into the contact form just so I can come back and comment on it and start that conversation. That's, that's <laughs> what I did instead of my master's degree. Uh, <laughs> when I should have been working. Um, and then one day as I was finishing up my thesis, the owner at the time uh, just reached out and said, Hey, your comments, you're here all the time and your comments use grammar. <laughs> Would you consider writing for the site? And I'm like, hells yeah. I mean, I don't, you know, I'm here every day anyways. That'd be fun. I always thought about doing oh, that right. for fun on my own blog. Yeah. I didn't realize a month in I got paid and it was like nothing like back then. But to me, oh, yeah. if it was five or $7 an article, I write 20 articles, man, that covers like beer and phone bill. Easy. That's all you need right there. Totally. I mean, and I was like, yeah. it's fun cash doing something I love, you know, yes. not thinking anything of it. But what happened is my first month I came in and I just hit the ground running. I just finished up school. I was doing some project management work for a company. Uh, so like, you know, I mean like 21 or whatever. So I just start punching out articles. I do one a day basically every weekday. So I wrote like 23 articles or something like that in my first month. And all the views, again, Transformers, Iron Man, X-Men, Deadpool, all this all crazy stuff. Starting. So all massive yeah. viewership on these articles. So our website, that's just, I'm gonna throw a number out there, but let's say it was like 300,000 meters a month or whatever. My articles alone got 500,000. So I doubled the site traffic more than everyone else combined, all of their historical articles combined. So I'm like, this shit is easy. So uh, it's not, um, <laughs> it's but not. I just yeah. dedicated to it. And then, uh, you know, I kept uh, doubling it month, month, and you go from 300,000 to a million and so on and so forth. And then that $100 kept increasing with it. And I, after three months, the owner just said, hey, free reign, write whatever you want. You don't need an editor, just publish away. And I was editing other people's content. And that's how it kind of started. And then, uh, you know, getting closer to a year in, we wanted to venture out and try more things because SR was growing big and we were trying to, yeah. everyone's starting to earn good side cash. Uh, we had nobody really doing it full time except the owner and one other guy maybe, but uh, I helped launch the sister site, gamerant.com. So I was a co-owner and co-founder of that because uh, I was the only one who knew gaming. Yeah. Um, and that became a thing. So I was splitting my time as like the editor in chief of Game Rant and the guy kind of doing all the PR and helping do the most content on SR for a while and just kept growing and growing. And then eventually, come 2010, 2011, I want to say, uh, you know, I was able to kind of quit my day job, which I was managing analysts at TJX. Do you, know, do you guys have like Marshalls or TK Maxx? Yeah, all yeah. That kind of yeah Marshalls. Yeah. So the Canadian head office of that is where I worked, basically. I managed okay. a team of analysts to just basically choose what stores get what product. It was awfully boring. Um, so the fun. moment I could get any cash near that, I was like, I'm gone. Yeah. Um, because for three years straight, I would wake up at six or seven in the morning, write two articles, do the day job thing, come home, write two, three articles and edit. Like That was my whole life. So yeah. as a tangent, anyone who says, like, what do you got to do to be a blogger? It's easy. You just have to give up your whole life. <laughs> dedicate to it that's your only thing with minimal money and that, that's it grind for three or four years then maybe you know you could turn it to a full-time thing i but. mean i mean that's just <laughs> the way it is i mean and and i mean luckily like you joined in like right when that like you said that sweet spot like 2008 yeah. like that was a, a sweet spot right there when it came to phantom and when it came to like all these posts and everything like that i mean totally. sometimes it could just it could just take it just takes time and you <laughs> you have to do this stuff for free i mean and when people ask me like what does it take to like start a youtube channel i'm like just just turn on the camera turn on the microphone and see what happens 
Just passion. trial and error, trial and error, put in the hours, put in the work and you'll get to a point where you develop a fan base. And I mean, I, I haven't got to the point where I'm like doing this full time and hopefully it eventually will get there. But at the same time, it's like, you know, it's grown pretty well in the past year. I mean, obviously when it, when the pandemic hit, it was just like, everybody's just sitting at home. So I was like, huh, maybe I should just do a lot of live streams. And I'm like, sure. Why not? That's a good idea. Let me just do everything live now. And, you know, it ended up being a lot of fun. I mean, and it's really grown uh, big time this year. And, yeah. you know, it's 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 pretty crazy. And you also do a little uh, live streaming, too. You have a Twitch called Fail Cube, correct? Oh, yeah. You're, you're calling me out. Yeah, that's yeah. like my um, my secret cool down. Oh, I research. Come on. I research. <laughs> Good man. I have all your dirty little secrets. I have I, Colbert, I do. Like, Colbert sent me some dirty little secrets. No, I'm just kidding. I love uh, that guy. <laughs> uh, also, yeah, Amanda, here. I also Amanda and chat earlier. I love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amanda's um, great. Amanda's great. But uh, yeah, wonderful people. Uh, yeah. So I'm happy one of them or both of them are coming on later. Um, yeah. So so what I do is like, look, man, my work is like very intensive in terms of hours. Like I can never really disconnect. I just feel responsible because it's there's so many moving parts and so many people I want to be there to support. And I'm always checking on analytics and this and that. Plus, I'm still to this day, the main point of contact for PR stuff. So when you're doing movies, TV, games, comics, plus tech, reality, you know I mean? I, you know, I get thousands and thousands of emails a day that I'm constantly battling and trying to audit. I pay Google a lot of money for space. Let's just say that. Um, it's stupid. But um, yeah, so it's hard to disconnect. So like at 10, 11 p.m. after the little one goes down to sleep, I do my last check of emails and I just I have to cut off. And to reset my mind for the next day, I do my little secret live stream in the corner where I just play games with a couple of friends, a couple of old podcast listeners and just hang out. And it's like, it's super small time. I don't advertise it for a reason yeah. uh, so far anyway. So it's like, you know, 10, 15 concurrence. You're like a hundred plus easy all the time. So it's pretty impressive. Um, but yeah, I think once we bring back podcasts, business has taken the forefront for a long time. But if I bring back podcasts, I will start doing like interviews and spotlights on guests, kind of like you do like this, like on that. And then I'll, you know, advertise that in SR articles, but up to now, it's kind of nice having something that's separate and chill, you know? So, yeah. yeah I mean, it's just something that you're just having fun with. I mean, I, yeah. I, peeked, I peeked in on some of the, uh, your Twitch videos and yeah, it just seems like it's just a, a chill thing. Like you're not trying to, you know, put it out there like, Oh, come on, follow me, please go to my Twitch channel. No, you're just, you're just no, having no, fun no. playing games. It's like, it's like, that's your relaxation time. Totally. Because obviously yeah. you're dealing with the website and everything like that. That's and uh, I meant to ask at the beginning, where, where, where you're from, are you from Canada? Yep. 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 I'm in the, uh, out, like an hour outside of Toronto, basically. Okay. Okay. How yeah. cold is it up there right now? Uh, it's pretty cold. It's pretty cold today. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, okay. yeah, there was a, definitely a nice blizzard two days ago, but it was like a nice soft, like if you're into skiing or snowboarding or tobogganing, it was perfect for that. So taking the kid outside for that was amazing. But, um, I mean, it doesn't matter. It's pandemic. We're all stuck at home. It's going for a walk in the big thick snow. I don't care how much you have to wear. It's oh, yeah. beautiful. No, that's, I love that's it. Great. Yeah. How long have you, and you've lived there? I, 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 I'm assuming you're born this, and raised all that. Yeah. Stuff. This general area, there's like a five or six cities in this area. I've I, my whole life pretty much here. Yeah. And our, our head office is in Montreal. Um, so okay. I, you know, non pandemic, I would go there once a month for meetings and we used to have a little studio satellite in LA. I would travel there every couple times a year as well, but that's a, who knows what's going to happen now. Like we're planning on launching a studio there long-term, uh, but it depends yeah. on, I mean, everything can change now. Right. We don't know. So everything's, yeah, everything's all crazy right now. And I mean, I don't sure. know how it is up there and, Canada, but I mean, I'm sure it's a similar how it is down here. I mean, I mean, I live in California and it's like, you know, you guys like, are opening up now, huh? Right? Aren't you guys all like opening up everything right well, now? Well, yeah, they're lifting stuff, but it's, <laughs> it's kind of funny because, 
you know, when, when it came to bars and restaurants and everything, that was all locked down or you had to eat outside. And then they were trying to lock that down, too. And it was crazy. And then I read an article. I, I saw an article today that said that, yeah, they're going to open all restaurants and bars and everything uh, now. But they, they're not they're going to they're, they're going to tell every all the restaurants and bars to not turn on the TVs, no TVs, because they don't want people to stay there and watch like sporting wow. events and keep staying there because they're afraid like, oh, yeah, if people stay there. You're going to transmit whatever the hell you it was like what so you're going to open everything back up but you're not going to have these places have TVs on okay what's the point <laughs> like oh it's it's california man i mean i tell you i mean it, some of some of the stuff that has just come out with with all of this when uh, with the pandemic and i mean i get it we're a big state and yes it was like a hot spot and everything cool you know i i got covid last like in the uh, beginning of december i got it my, my mom yeah my mom got it my dad got it everybody it went through like yeah i mean it didn't really affect me too much i had like an on and off fever you know things you got lucky. Yeah, yeah things tasted like rust for a you know a couple of days that's about it and then it was just like a cough chest congestion for a bit my mom was like you know she really like it got it hit her pretty good, but she got through it. My dad didn't feel anything. He was wondering if he got a, like a false positive. And I had friends that got it too, and um, they either they it was big or it was just like eh, I just lost my taste and smell. That's about it. You know? Do you know how you may have contracted it? Like, are you? Um, I think it was. I think it's just because uh, with my day job, I was working uh, at that time. I was working in an office. They still kept us coming in. And from what I gathered, there was people that had spouses that ended up getting it and they were still coming into work. <laughs> it's like, <sighs> that's insane. all right. Yeah. And it so, was just, it, yeah. Yeah. Here it's, it is pretty locked down. Like they've kind of gone back and forth in the daycares and stuff like that, but everything else is pretty much like you can go into a place to pick up something, but that's about it. Um, but also look, my wife is like a, <laughs> a biochemist and scientist who I can't like, it's interesting. Her job is so secretive. Like I work a job that's all NDAs and bargos every day, but it's entertainment. Her <laughs> job is like mega secret, like dealing with quality control for pharmaceuticals, for drugs, oh, for rare wow. diseases. So if she tells me like, you need to wear your damn mask and double up, I'm like, you would know like, yeah. cause they have all the Intel. So she's at home, the kids at home, which makes it tough given her, we both work pretty intensive schedules. So she's up to like five in the morning working at night. I work at 12 hours in the day. It's that part of it's bad. But I'm used to working at home otherwise. It's just having the family home and trying to manage that as well is where the real challenge comes in. But because of her job, we are very strict. Like I go out once a week for grocery shopping and then we like wash everything. We bag everything properly. There's just a zero risk. Like, you know what I mean? We don't go anywhere. No family, no inner circle, nothing. Just the three of us. So because of that, you know, knock on wood. Part of it too is that both of our parents have different medical things we're dealing with. So we don't want to risk getting something and spreading it. That'd be awful. So, um, yeah, yeah. So. I mean, it was. It, it, it's lucky that you know none of my parents have really like bad like medical issues or anything like that. Like I said, my mom was like, she was like for a month. It was like, it was like, wow, are you gonna get over this thing? But I know there's like a long, there's like a thing called like a long haul version, and like yep. sometimes you just don't get it. And to, you know, it, it, it's all weird, but yeah, she, but she got through it, and you know, I got through it, and it was everybody got through it. So I don't know. So everyone's groovy now. Everybody's good now. Oh, I'm happy to hear it, that. Like it's good. Still, I mean, it, it, like I said, it powered through like just this whole area. Like I said, my friends, there's friends that got it, but they're all on the up and up, you know, coworkers that got it all on the up and up. And so hopefully we get some of that, you know, at least that herd immunity that they talk about too. But who knows? They always yeah. talk about different strains. It's like, oh, great. Right. That's the other thing it, too. Yeah. New strains that spread easier. Wear your mask outside now. And it's like, wait, what? <laughs> like I thought I haven't got the vaccine for the first one yet. Oh, oh man. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
But thankfully, uh, OJ Simpson got the vaccination. I, I saw your tweet on that. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Like, I saw that. I'm like, really? He's going to get it before, you know, nurses, doctors, old elderly. Oh, come on. People with immune disorders. Yeah. I saw that some yes. of the replies to that are heartbreaking. Oh, my like, God. Oh, my God, man. I'm like, <laughs> somebody said that to me. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And he's wearing like a mask that says the juice. And I'm like, okay. I, I, oh, my God, Brandon. Oh. I just, I mean, uh, it's just totally just like just a facepalm galore right there. But uh, anyways, let's get into the nerdy stuff. Um, sure. Are you watching? Uh, are you watching some WandaVision? I am. Yeah. What an episode! Uh, how you today, liking huh? it? Uh, it's, it's a little weird for me because everyone's watching it week to week. You know. Yeah. Uh, you, you got early access a little bit, right? So I watched the first three early, and yes. after that, like we're doing weekly interviews, and we still are. We have to yeah. wait and watch it. Like, like tomorrow we have four interviews. Like everyone who appeared in this episode, we're interviewing tomorrow, which is awesome. Oh, wow. like, it's weird not being able to prep and watch it beforehand. Uh-huh. But now you kind of get why, right? Um, yep. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like having watched three at once, even that was like that's not enough. I need more. I, maybe I'm just too. I have this need and hunger for content at my own pace. Like I am a big fan as a consumer and a pro consumer advocate. I like the Netflix model where you make your own choice. Mm-hmm. That being said, I understand the business part of it where they can market it. Like the Mandalorian being weekly, you get the Mando Mondays and new toys and licensed merch every week. And of course the website part of it, it's great. Every week, a ton of content to put up. Oh, yeah. oh Business yeah. everywhere is booming, but yeah. me, I just want to watch it now, you know? Of course. Um, but yeah, this episode was uh, it was good. I think people there are a lot of people in some outlets, major print publications too, that were like, "No one wants to say it's boring. It's too slow." I'm like, "Yeah, but just just wait. You can't. This is not their first rodeo, and there's a reason why Wandavision is first for Phase Four and the first show, and why they chose this character, knowing they acquired Fox for a reason. You know what I mean? <laughs> there's a lot of stuff coming. You know what I mean? Um, it's only been two weeks. Four episodes in two weeks is not the worst." But uh, today's episode was very satisfying. I'll say that. It very much was. I mean, like when I watched it, I'm like, oh, it's going to be that kind of episode. All right. Now we're going to actually start peeling back and seeing like, I mean, obviously the first three episodes were, was all about them in the, the whole sitcom setting and the different eras. And then, it, you know, we saw the little teases and we know. We yeah, eerie up. hints for sure. Yes, eerie hints. And then all of a sudden in this episode, it was like, all right, now we're going to see, you're going to see behind the scenes kind of thing. I'm not tr- I'm not trying to spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it, but it does, you know, peel back, you know, the, yeah. it, it, it looks back behind the curtain essentially. And it's great. It's absolutely, it was a, it was a great episode. It was like, it was different. The beginning of it. Okay. I mean, without spoiling anything with the beginning, I would want to see a movie or a series just on the events that happened in the beginning of the movie. If you know what I'm talking about, you know, people, you know, I would like to see just just something that has to do with that. Like how it it started sort of thing. Yes. Yeah. You know how like people were playing with time a little bit. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So like I'm like, damn, I would love to see like, you know something like to do with that but i thought the beginning was strong and then all of a sudden it was just when it was going through everything and then of course we had some recurring characters that came back from the mcu one that you know i didn't really that i kind of found annoying in those movies but i felt like they did a good job in this episode i was like okay good that's fine i mean obviously you know which character i'm probably talking about i do yeah, yeah, yeah. yes and you know because you know when she was um before it was kind of like eh, i'm not really too fond of that character but she was fine in this. And I thought, and I'm really intrigued to see, I, I mean, I know there's like spoilers that are like going running rampant right now. Luckily <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen them. I haven't seen them, but I keep seeing people talk about them and I'm like, okay, it's a shame. 
Yeah, it, it is a shame that 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 I don't know. I, it's Marvel. You think they would have it locked down, but apparently, yeah. Like, yeah. Some of these things, like for the people that are searching for spoilers, some of these things, like we knew about. Ugh, that's a topic that's interesting to talk about: is how we handle inside information and spoilers. Because, like, seriously, things like upcoming Marvel projects or the specifics of this show, where it's going, and what's coming after. Like, you know, sometimes on set or know people that work or we know the talent, so we know, but we don't. We're not about spoiling it. We want to like enjoy it and then analyze it with everyone else when it happens right so yeah. it's tricky because like even today there's one leak you're referring to where like you know we got some text messages saying do not go near this leak do not go near it you know what i mean so, so i had to tell the new news team like don't don't touch that we don't, we're not going to spoil the show so yeah <laughs> um it's an, it's it's a shame because all people do enjoy it like we do there's no need you know just yeah just chill out. we're just getting back into the marvel cinematic universe just relax you know well, i know i mean we had like a year like almost like over a year like break from it and now it's like jumping back into it and i'm like I'm liking the fact that it's starting off with something unique because yeah. that's what something that something was sorely needed when it came to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It, you know, it wrapped up everything with Iron Man and well, I mean, as as far as we know, Captain America, but he might be coming back. Mm-hmm. Who knows what's happening with that? But uh, it wrapped everything up nicely. Now it's like, okay, what's the next phase? What are uh, well, technically, I think we're still in Phase Four, right, it, or something like that. I think this is the beginning of Phase Four. Really, it beginning is of Phase Four. Okay. It's the- beginning of the multiverse so to speak yeah yeah i mean that's 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 what's kind of that's what i'm kind of like you know that's what intrigues me and especially starting it off with this show being something that is totally just the not the more the marvel cinematic formula it's something completely different and that's what i'm like digging about this show and the fact that it's still referencing stuff that happened beforehand and kind of just like Okay, remember that? I mean, look at look at this perspective of it. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I like that. Like I said, the beginning of the of this episode, it was like, oh, that, oh, yeah, that's cool. And then now I'm like, okay, so why is the what what is happening over here now? <laughs> you know, it's like Yeah, I saw you, I think it was uh maybe last week's when you had BD on the live stream. Uh yeah. who's an awesome dude. So yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. And hard, hard gotta respect that dude because he's a. Uh, not only talented on screen and in writing, but he's like one of the hardest working dudes, which I connect with. I always loved him for that. But one of the things you said in one of your streams was like, before we saw this episode, you're saying it's different because it's a slow burn. Yeah. And like, and it's a sitcom format. It's like, yeah, those are all different, but there's so much more. Cause it's like exactly. after today's episode, there's like three kind of big things that are changing everything. You know what I mean? So it, I don't want to spoil it. Now, yeah, I mean, when people are saying like, oh man, it's starting off way too slow. It's like, yeah, that's okay. Let it start off slow, easy into it. They're easing you in and hopefully it's going to probably be a nice little payoff and it's hopefully going to start something that's going to be pretty cool. That's different from what we saw before. That's what I'm all about, you know? Totally. And I'm like, yeah. And, and just the, the basic fact that they're finally giving Wanda time. Yes. She's a, she's a great character. Elizabeth Olsen is and awesome. I mean, and Paul Bettany, you know what? And, and I'll say it, I'll say, I said it once and I'll say it again. I love the fact that Paul Bettany has literally been there since the very beginning. You know, he was the voice of Jarvis mm-hmm. and that, you know, he just walked into a booth, said his lines, handed a bag of cash. And then all of a sudden, yeah, it was like, hey, quote, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that. I love how he said that. And, and I always use that reference because, yeah, that's probably what it was. It was two just like, work. Go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, two, two yeah, days of work, whatever the hell. And then all of a sudden it's like, hey, now you're going to have to like sit in a makeup chair for about five hours and wear a tight, uncomfortable costume. And and you're going to have to actually have a presence. And it's like, all right. And then but then his he's like a scene stealer in Age of Ultron. 
And, and then it's like, and then even further on and then with everything that happens and now he's like the lead in his own TV show. And I'm like, props to you, man. I mean, that's, that's, that's badass. He's an absolute legend in the industry, but I'll tell you a fun story about him too. So I've been very fortunate enough to be like, do a lot of services for the Marvel movies, especially like phase two and three. Mm -hmm. But when we first saw vision, like (laughs) both Bettany and like the, the, the second, like the stunt double, like Mm -hmm. waiting in line for food, they have to, they they still have the mask and they kind of take off some of the other stuff, but they're wearing like a bodysuit. It's really tight still that keeps all the Android form. Poor guys have an air pipe built in on the sides. And there's people walking with them with an air ventilator, like blowing air to keep them from like melting. Hydrating. Yeah. Yeah, because they no, and the makeup touch-ups, like oh, what, Jesus. the it is. Yeah, be a superhero to even put that on is what I'm trying to say. Like it yeah. is wild. Like, so yeah, when, when you see stuff like I mean, even when like when 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 actors like getting like full on prosthetics, when you look at, you know, you look at um, Gary Oldman when he played uh, what's his name uh, that he Churchill uh, Churchill. Yeah, there you go. And then even like when you go back to like Jim Carrey sitting in the chair to morph into the Grinch, it's like. How, oh, yeah. you have that patience to just sit there and just let people just brush stuff on your face every day, you know? And then, and then it's funny too, because when I see, when I'm like, even like when I watch WandaVision right now, it's like, and I see like Wanda like touch his face. I'm like, don't mess up his makeup. Yeah. Like there for like, but then I'm like, <laughs> well, this is like top notch stuff. It's not going to rub off when she just like grabs his like cheek or something like that. It's all, you know, 100% like top notch, like makeup, but it's just, I just see that and I go, ah, how does that not like, ah, something's like, she's going to end up having like stuff on her, on her fingers or something like that, you know? And I'm like, it's very impressive. Vision looks great. I I am happy though. Paul that he gets to be himself a little bit, which is awesome. So, well, that's gotta be nice. Like those days when he's like not having to do anything and it's just him, like, you know, maybe he's wearing a wig. I don't know. Obviously he's wearing a wig sometimes because he's got to get that 60s or 70s, oh, the 70s. yeah yeah, yeah. And he's got to get the, with the chops and everything like that you get the quarantine hair like me is that a control? yes is that quarantine hair going on oh right yeah, yeah i did I, you know i trimmed this down so i'm not a monster but this is this is quarantine it. hair for me because none of the salons or barbershops were open so i literally just got some buzzers and i and i That's just buzzed. yeah i was like i try to do you know and it's funny too because I mean, i've told the story before but it was on New Year's Eve. It was literally New Year's Eve. I was like, my hair was just getting too crazy where I couldn't do anything with it. And I'm like, all right, you know what? If I, I drove around, could not find, I went to five different places and only one place was open, but there was one lady working and there was two people in front of them. I'm like, oh. I'm not going to do this. I'm not, not going to wait. Like, you know, it was ridiculous. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go buy some buzzers. Let's see if I can find some good ones, you know, for a reasonable price. I'm going to try to do it myself. And obviously it didn't work out because, you know, I try to do the sides and I'm like, all right, I'm going to try to like get it to a point and then I'm going to try to like, you know, okay, I'll put the other clip in and, I'll, and it just didn't work. So I was like, all right. And I shaved the whole thing off. This is about three weeks now growing back, obviously, because that was New Year's Eve, but it's actually been kind of nice. I'm not going to lie where I just get out and I'm like, all right, hair's combed. We're good. Yeah. I did that for yeah. the first time two years ago myself as well. And like I, I, my bl- buzzer razor whatever you call it was not good so i was like cutting myself and that little scar oh it was worst it was like for a cancer thing like but um oh, yeah. you know but now now if my wife had the choice i would just like shave the sides and do like a full like, viking mohawk <laughs> you know what I mean? you oh, oh, but i'm like that's yeah. not that ain't me <laughs> <laughs> why not no <laughs> uh, all right so let's uh, uh I, I wanted to get your opinion on um so, uh, stuff that's happening with Zack snyder's oh, justice yeah. league i mean that was like 
Uh, it was it was a surprise for everybody that I mean, you know, some people caught wind of it last night that something was going to happen today, but then it was just like, there it is. There's some posters. There's a release date. So, what are your thoughts about that? Uh, it's about time. I'm very excited. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's six six weeks away, man. Like it's it's, it's know, crazy. crazy to think uh, about. I don't know if you interact with chat much during this, but I saw people asking if it's available in Canada. And yes, it is on Crave, but I don't know if you have to pay $30 for it. With Wonder Woman, we had to pay $30 to watch it. Is that what happened? Wow, oh, man. Yeah, because we don't have HBO Max. It's all I kinda, I, I, Yeah, and I wonder, like, what is, like, taking so long with that? I mean, I, I get that it takes time. There's negotiations. There's logistics all with that. But I'm just like, come on. <laughs> you have so it's, many people. Honestly, it, that's my biggest thing. When I analyze like the subscriber base of like HBO Max versus like if HBO Max is hitting 18 million subs right now, like paying subs, not including like the freebies from AT and T, that yeah, Apple yeah. has the same problem. Disney is 100 million, and then Netflix is exponentially higher in all of that, right? But it's like even Disney with their rushed launch at least had some international markets. With HBO Max, they like they pre-sold all of their licensing overseas, like they don't even deal with it. Like we have Crave, which is through Bell, one of the big awful yeah. conglomerates here and it's like you have to use their service which is a combination of stars and this and that and hbo but it's like stuff like this which is what it really should be for again a 30 dollar premium we dealt with that with milan and i don't want to do that oh, ever again geez. so <laughs> that you know work too well no um but yeah that's that's kind of a thing but yeah in terms of the announcement today um I love the posters. It's it's very in line with the black and white marketing. I love the Dan Jurgens reference with the the flag. Um, yeah, the cover art reference. It's cool. It's all good. It's it's to from the beginning to end. It's by the fans for the fans. You know what I mean. So oh, that cool. continues. Um, it is interesting that it seems to be still a very HBO Max Zack Snyder direct to the fans thing versus a big Warner Media massive marketing thing so far. So. I am curious if like Warner's going to double down on this and really blow out the marketing the same way they marketed Wonder Woman as like a full theatrical release. Um, That's my kind of big question, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty interesting. I mean, like, I mean, I, you know, I've had Snyder on here and he's been on other lives. I saw that. That was amazing, by the way. I know it's, uh, it's pretty surreal when you're like, Oh yeah. And he just like, especially that one time when he was just like, Hey, let me just pop in and say this or like, okay, cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. Whatever you say, sir. <laughs> you know, it's like one of those, like, if you want it, that's totally fine. Um, no, but, um, you know, he talked about like how he wants to release it in like IMAX, you know, because obviously it's in that format. It's in that totally. he's, he's totally remastering it. We got BBS that's supposed to be remastered into that IMAX back into that IMAX format. And it's just kind of like, okay, so What's going to happen with all that? I mean, obviously, it's going to be exclusively on HBO Max. It's not going to be a dual release like all the other movies that are coming out this year. But at the same time, it's like, does he have something up his sleeve? Because he was even, when the last time I had him on and we were all talking about the IMAX stuff, he was like, you know, we could just, you know, release it here, release it in Hawaii or release it uh, back east or something like that. Maybe there's an IMAX right there. And I'm just kind of wondering, like, maybe he has something up up his sleeve that he's working with, maybe Warner Media. I don't know. Where yeah. he can just do like a limited, like just exclusive IMAX release in certain like areas. That's what I'm kind of hoping for. You know, once markets open up, everything will change. There's going to be some search yeah. for content. So I, I'm hoping, I guess it's a numbers game because by the time theaters are really open, like whatever the next wide opening really is, there's going to be 10,000 movies all trying to come out for, for theater screens. So I, 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 at some point it has to happen. I just don't know when, you know. Well, I mean, everything's getting now. It's funny because, you know, I even made the joke when I did my uh, top 10 anticipated films for 2021. I'm like, I think like half the list was on the list 
the previous year because everything, <laughs> yeah. everything got pushed to this year. And I'm like, okay, cool. Finally get to see it. But now everything's getting pushed to fall. And I'm like, oh my God, am I going to have, like, is my anticipated 2022 list going to be like the same movies that I've had, like on the previous, like three, like videos or two it's videos? Same with video games, man. It's oh yeah, man. Place, place. And yeah, in Morbius, right? It's back to 2022 yes. now. It's like, just keeps yeah. pushing and pushing and pushing. It's like, man, that's a, but you know what? When stuff, you know, I'm not going to win here, but like we're all healthy. Everything opens up again. We're going to have amazing content week after week oh after God. week after whatever that happens. You know what I mean? You're from now yeah. to now. Who knows? But, I mean, yeah. like we're in January right now. I mean, it's even pretty been pretty crazy with January. I mean, we had one or a couple of new releases. I mean, I just watched the little things. I don't know if you saw it. Decent film. Um, but, you know, when it comes to like later on, I mean, it's just going to be just like, like you said, like week after week. And sometimes, I mean, in October alone right now, there is so much that has been pushed right there. You got like Dune, you got, I mean, Morbius did get pushed. It was there at one point. I mean, there's so much, I just kind of wonder like when they, when they determine where they should delay these movies, I'm like, what what goes into that decision? That's what I kind of wonder. It's a good question. So with Dune, there's other, okay. It's tricky because it's such a multifaceted question. Like some of these things, what people don't realize and don't think about is like some of these movies, some more than others, they're, business model or proposals based on licensing so yeah. like you see one weird example of that is with uh the james bond film right they have to reshoot scenes because all the sponsorships the tech sponsorships are out of date they have to okay 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 i heard something about that but they didn't say it like that the tech sponsorships were out of date they, they just said like that they just said the technology is out of date and i'm like no, no that does not sound right specifically things like cars and watches and phones you know what i mean because like for example like gotcha. back in the day this is like when transformers 3 was coming out like i got to go to the premiere like the private michael bay miami premiere of that simply oh, wow. guy nokia and nokia was like a big sponsor like because that, that phone shows up like two or three times in the film and yeah. they were trying to buy that phone for i think you see it in the dark night as well in 2000 back when nokia was a thing um <laughs> that's everything those are like hundreds, tens of millions of dollars and then you have like you know all the merch sponsorships and licensing so there are timeline agreements with those contracts that need to be renegotiated sometimes. Uh, and also you have back end agreements, of course, that's the more publicized thing with like Denis with Dune. Like yeah. he doesn't like going to HBO Max. Like Patty and Gal got big paydays for that thing going to HBO Max, right? Oh, yeah. And, 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 she, got, and she got Wonder Woman 3. I kind of wonder if that was part Guaranteed. of it. Yeah. 100% it was. Yeah. So when they renegotiate, it's like, hey, we get this, 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 and this. Oh, also you can do Star Wars in between. And you know what I mean? So it's like, that. <laughs> Yeah. They have to do that with all talent who have back-end deals. So any talent who's a producer is going to have that. Producers and directors often, especially the big Warner Brothers films. Um, so you have to make them happy. And like if they're taking an L as an investment to build the HBO Max subscriber base, they got to double down on the L and pay extra tens of millions to keep everybody happy. Um, it's a very weird situation. And some of these movies have more merch than others. Like, you know, the Kong being a big one, like legendary did not want this thing going HBO max. Right. Um, they had to negotiate and negotiate hard on that. Um, Hey, not to change topic. All right. You guys, I'm sure you delved into it, but are you a Kong or Godzilla? Oh, I'm a Kong guy. That's great. <laughs> Anyone who's not? You are? Okay. Yeah. Good. Thank <laughs> God. I was going to kick you out. Yeah, man. I'm like, <laughs> you know what? Go Kong. Go Kong, man. I mean, like, when, you know, I, I was like that before the trailer, too. And then when you saw the trailer, I mean, I, I broke it down on last Sunday's stream and I was just laughing because I'm like, this, this, this trailer is just showing Kong kicking Godzilla's ass. It's, very, I mean, like, it's so great. Yeah. Showing you the girl connecting with Godzilla. So you have to feel for him. And then yeah. they tell you, Godzilla's out of control. He's killing all these people. So, like, 
<laughs> you have to cheer for Kong. But of course, you know, inevitable. I'm sure they're going to team up against some greater threat, maybe mechanized. Who knows? Um, <laughs> Pretty yes. sure it's that. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, that trailer was insane. I mean, like, and just, just, just watching it and going like, how can you not be team Kong after that? But I mean, I get it. It's fine. You know, you guys out there that are silly. Yeah. I see some people saying team Godzilla, whatever, you know, he's had his time, but I'm just saying like my, my thing was always this. I'm like, okay, the last movie was Godzilla king of the monsters. Obviously he got the crown of King and we've been calling him Kong for a while, but what does he eventually become? King Kong. I'm just saying actual King. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Although I will say, I think Godzilla will get his get his turn. You know, oh, maybe maybe with some augments, who knows? But um, but yeah, Godzilla will get his time. Don't worry. But uh, Kong is the king for sure. He definitely is the king. He definitely is the king. And uh, you know, we, we got somebody that just uh, showed up backstage. You might be familiar with uh, this guy right here. He's got a he's got a lovelier beard than you, Mister Stephen Colbert. What is Come in, Colbert? Hey. <laughs> What's up? I was just like, hit the join button. And then I'm like, my mic is like muted and it's over on the other end of the desk. That's why I was like, oh, he looks like he's scrambling. I better get him on camera quick. Um, My beard used to be more like Steven's, but uh, my kid didn't recognize me anymore. So is that what happened? He was like, yeah, "Yeah, daddy's daddy's scary. Christmas is over. No more Santa look. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, Steven, how's it going? Steven, for everyone who doesn't know, of course, uh, is a, you know, an essential part of Screamer as well. Um, a lot of friends of yours are Andrew Dice as well. So, uh, oh, oh, are you talking about Andrew Dice? Well, there's Andrew <laughs> Dice right there. <laughs> Yay! 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 Green Red Dodds. Here it's we go. Green Red Takeover. <laughs> hey, you spoke it into existence there. there you oh, go. I love Lacey Feldman, two of my favorite people. Andrew, oh. of course, worked with me. You know, I was talking about Game Rant back in the day. He was one of the very first people to join and build Game Rant and then came to Team Screen Rant and has helped build that and now runs our entire comics division. So, uh, good people down here. Good people. I want, you know, I figured I was having you on. I'm like, better Thank hit up you. these chuckleheads right here. I think, I think it'd be kind of a, a little fun little screen rant party right here. What's up, Mr. <laughs> Dice? It. How you doing, sir? How's that baby of yours? Uh, okay, right now I'm doing very well. For a little time warp, <laughs> it was three years ago, uh, three years and two days ago that Rob and I were at my wedding. Oh, wow. I got the Facebook notification of me at the airport leaving, and I'm sad drinking this. <laughs> yeah. So now we, this is like, and I think this might be, gosh, is is this couldn't be the first time that, because have we seen each other in person since? Because you had a baby. Uh, I, I had a baby in a, uh, yeah. I don't know and... if you did a Comic-Con in between there. Hmm. Oh, no, no, I did. Last year, last year I ran the, ran the whole show. Uh, remember we did the media room last year? Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, now I remember. Yeah, yeah. I know. It feels like five years ago. Details? Two days ago. I don't know. Yeah, no, I mean, your timing is hilarious here because I thought like, oh, wow. And I remember talking about Batman v Superman and Justice League at my wedding. <laughs> and now no. this is like the weirdest. We're living in just that a completely different That would never happen. What are you doing? We're talking about Batman v I... Superman? Oh, yeah. Not during my <laughs> vows or anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean... actually, actually, your brother did. He mentioned yeah. going to Batman. You know what I mean? Um, yep, yep. But Dave, you didn't know this. I, you know, this is what year is it? It's 2021 now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. 16, I was on the set of Justice League. Uh, yeah. That's a whole weird story, by the way. Um, so, it, it, what a journey, you know, talk, from that. Talk about it, man. Okay. <laughs> uh, where do I start? <laughs> it started as, um, look, it actually really starts with BBS, right? Because yeah. as, you know, everyone knows Justice League was interfered with, to put it lightly. 
But no. that actually happened with PBS too, obviously. There's a lot of reshoots that happen, like a lot of reshoots, a delay, a lot of money, and behind the scenes, a bit of a mess. Um, so with Justice League, Team Zach was trying to like prove something, right? Uh, in a way. So the set visit began as a private little affair. It was Zach's publicist and, mm-hmm. and Deborah who reached out and said, Hey, we're doing this little tiny thing, just five or six people. We want to get people who were like lukewarm on BBS to show them what we're doing unique and different what we're planning for the future and the first thing i said is i'm busy in la can i send this guy into dice and they're like no it's you and it's just friday or it's not happening so i'm like i flew to la did some meetings flew to from london and then back oh, to la wow. finished my meetings it was insane and Jeez. then the embargo was 24 hours later and i was like i don't have time what um so <laughs> episode 25 <laughs> oh it's a great Anyone episode by go the way. back yes oh, I, I actually remember everything back then I, um um, listen to that on in the car. I, I left work early to listen to that episode in the car on the way home from my job at the time. I think I had, yeah, I had just started. Um, and uh, but I was like, I'm just, and so like I wasn't like talking to you guys, but um, um, yeah, I remember that episode dropped. I was like, I need to go home. <laughs> I had a long commute, <laughs> and I was like, I need to go home, and I'm gonna listen to this on the way. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, so it began as this private thing. And so I'm like, okay, fine, I'll make it work. It's, it's too big not to do this, right? And then what happened, uh, it kept changing and changing and changing. So, so Warner Brothers International found out that this thing was happening through Zach and that five or six people were coming down. So they're like, wait a second, you're doing a set visit of some sorts? We have to get our international press. We need all the people from all these European countries and our Mexican person. All, all these people came there. So then once that happened, Warner Brothers Domestic was like, whoa, 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 you're doing a set visit for Warner Brothers International? We need to be there. So it's like, so that this private little thing, which was five or six people and, and, and BB, who is Zach's publicist, became this thing where there's Warner Brothers crew, which is like two or three publicists and like 12 people. And the rest of the US press, which was like another eight, nine people and all those publicists. So what was supposed to be like a five person affair became a thing where there's 23 of us, five or six publicists plus a unit publicist. And it's like, ugh. Well, you know what I mean? mean? Like, a, I don't know if it's quite conspiracy theory, but there's a the, the prevailing narrative about that. The nature of that set visit is that it was orchestrated by Warner Brothers to undermine Zach from the get go. And so that was that's always something I pointed out. It's like, no, no, no. Zach initiated it. it. Yeah. And then they, and they, then they took it over. Yeah. 100%, yeah. Yeah. It was so weird. Um Zach was so they just set up this room that was big enough to show all the concept art and this, this is like they didn't even have a Steppenwolf design back then or voice like they just had the cutout or whatever or they um, did and they and they were in the middle of switching <laughs> yeah. a new one that wasn't yeah. done yet. <laughs> it, it was weird yeah. you know we, we did we saw the costumes that were not in the movie obviously and like oh, you yeah. know the, the, the Flash was supposed to have a, you guys know all the story now but like Flash had a Bruce Wayne costume after that so all, all this crazy stuff that was cool and like. Patrick Totopoulos, who was the production designer, who I just met, not just met, but a couple years before, he recognized me from the, uh, he did uh, Total Recall in Toronto. And he mm. was like the production designer on that. So we, we had a lot of stories and this and that. He walked us through the whole like, prologue thing, which kept changing, the mother box store, all these things, which, you know, Stephen and Andrew have documented for years on SR uh, screen rant. Um, so yeah, it was a wild trip. And and then uh, <laughs> the saving grace is they had, gave us 24 hours to like prepare all this content. Out right. Of it was crazy. Said, Wait, huge episode of Game of Thrones tonight. You have to give us an extra day. No <laughs> one's going to be talking about this. It's all Game of Thrones. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's a good point. So they gave us one extra day, which gave <laughs> me enough time to record, record the episode of Total Geek All that Andrew was on and stuff like that. So that's how it began. A year later, I did the um, Junket, which was also like Warner Brothers Damage Control, obviously. They're like, the first thing I asked, knowing what was going on, it was like, hey, can I talk to Joss or Zach? And they're like, no, 
no, no, no, no, no, no, no, no directors, <laughs> no directors involved with any of this. Uh, and then they flew us to LA to screen the film and bring a guest. Then from LA, they flew us to London to do a press conference, which was super controlled and limited. And then flew us back. It was just like, uh, they were trying so hard to get positive, like, you know, spin yeah. on the whole situation. But they did uh, anyways, some. I mean, hundred percent. Yeah. We, we, yeah. yeah. Um, God. but some people in like, also they set up this whole thing about all the Batmobiles were on the Warner Brothers lot. We got a lot to her and they pulled out all the tricks. And then, but afterwards during like the cocktail hour, every, half people were like, yo, Warner Brothers, you gotta, <laughs> no, it's not going to work. Um, it was pretty funny, but looking back on it, that was 2016 and then 2017 for the press conference thing. And what a trip. So needless to say, it's about time. We finally get yeah. it as it was originally intended as bb and zach reached out privately to show me what they wanted to show now i get to see it so i'm very excited for that and to loop back into what we we're talking about before two weeks later kong versus godzilla so what a two weeks for hbo max right Jesus christ it's gonna be so amazing i mean and, and the fact that like uh you know everybody was suspecting that Zack Snyder's justice league was going to show up on that 20 uh, march 26th date or 25th 26th everybody was suspecting that and then all of a sudden kong gets that and it was kind of like what is going on with this? Because like you said, Legendary did not want, they were like not all about the HBO Max thing. So obviously there were some negotiations that happened. And then all of a sudden it was just like, all right, hey, Warner Brothers, we're just going to put, oh yeah, there you go. Look at them. They're, Our like, man claimed that Auto beat the Batmobile inside the uh, Justice League hangar, which was Lucky. amazing. Yeah. That uh, Clay, you know, that guy's pretty talented, I hear. Yeah, <laughs> nah, nah, he's, he's all right. I don't know. Some of his pictures look okay, I guess. You also, know? he wears like he wears cameras like they're gun holsters, like in the old west. There's yeah. five cameras all over, plus his gigantic lens. <laughs> he's, he's a legend. He's a legend. I could just see that. Just ching, ching. You know, just take a quick picture here. Take a long uh, picture there. No, but uh, yeah, it, it is going to be pretty insane when it comes to um, March and the fact that we're going to. And I even said it, too. I was like, you know what? If they bump it a week early for the 18th, fine. Give it like that two weeks of like, hey, everybody can talk about Zack Snyder's Justice League. And then all of a sudden it's like we go into, hey, now we're going to see some big monsters kick each other's asses for a little bit. Nothing wrong with that. And uh, I'm excited for it. It was cool. What you say? Well, okay, Dice, wait. You just kind of like went, what, what's wrong? What's wrong? Well, now I'm thinking of Rob's question about Godzilla versus Kong. I have a really <laughs> hard time because people are talking about this and they're like, oh, but Godzilla has atomic breath. And like, it's hard It's hard to say the reasons why Godzilla would win a fight without sounding like you are seven years old. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> you, get it. you smash toys it's, together. I figured it well, out. And I think. It's hard to talk about, and I feel like you and I are probably on the same page on this. Where I can't answer the question because it's like, well, what story are you telling? Like, does this is the story better? Like, does this story necessitate Godzilla winning, or is it is it an underdog story? Because then it's got to be Kong. It's a better underdog story if Kong wins. But yeah. like, if it's a King of the Monsters, the King resides in his throne story. Like Godzilla's got to win, and like those are both great stories. It's just which which one are they going to tell is going to influence like who I would prefer to win. It's it's Adam Wingard directing this one, right? Yeah. Didn't he go on record saying there will be a clear winner of the two? And then That's whatever. Right. Yeah, he did say something like that. Yeah. yeah. So I think, look, it's a twist on the classic God, uh, King Kong story where he's in chains on the boat coming to mainland, right? And then yeah. Godzilla just doing whatever he's doing. No one knows. Not even Millie Bobby Brown knows. Um, <laughs> so you know, uh, I think uh, he has to be a heroic figure, at least for that act i think they're showing us a bunch of stuff in the first half of the movie not anything obviously that happens after so i think i think it's gonna be like 
warrior where they'll be fighting and Godzilla will refuse yeah. to go down and King Kong will be like, Tommy, Tommy, <laughs> Tommy, <laughs> just go. And then he'll like, turn this ship around. Oh, man, I and wish I had knock him out. And Godzilla will be like, you got to do it. Like you can tell. And then he has to <laughs> knock him out. So it'll be like, there was a winner, but it will end with them like walking with them, like holding the ocean. Ocean. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, walking off, like, so that everyone's like, this- wow, there was a winner. King Kong's got to write him. In the in the water, yeah. right? and he's like, <laughs> well, I'm picturing. Well, it would have to be no, because Godzilla couldn't get like King Kong couldn't get Godzilla's arm over, so that losing. Or no, wait, it's Joel Edgerton holding. Okay, yeah, so Kong wins. Kong wins. Kong wins. See, okay, science. Okay, so you yeah. so you okay? So Edgerton is Kong, right? Is that what yes, but are? they are friends and and brothers of. Uh, just kind of like separate, but you only find that out in like the second act, I think. Um, <laughs> and then, and then someone is on the news and they see Godzilla and they're like, that's the guy. And then they go, <laughs> and then Godzilla gets on CNN because they bring back Charles dance from the last movie. And he's like, he saved my son. And then that's, and then it's so who's the Nick Nolte. Now, oh, he'd well, be the Nick Nolte. Hmm. Is guy, guy, oh, Mecca? Mecca? Yeah, that would be <laughs> like Nick Nick Nolte. Nolte. <laughs> So that would work. <laughs> Mecca Godzilla is Nick Nolte. Okay. Um, what a, if you, if, if, in the chat, if you guys have not seen Warrior, watch Warrior. That yes, is my God, fantastic yeah. amazing. A fantastic film. It's like the best dad movie ever. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a be prepared to like man cry Dave did you get into like you know potential spoilers and toy leaks for Kong versus Godzilla oh yeah I saw some I saw some I mean obviously like when you see like all these little uh sheets and everything these leaked like uh for like pops and stuff like that they are they already showed Mecha Godzilla it's like yeah we already know it's gonna happen I mean it was in the trailer you saw There's, like the yeah, screen behind and even like in the opening, I, I didn't catch it the first time, but in the opening scene when you're seeing everybody and you're seeing destruction on a city, it looks like, yeah, that could possibly be Mechagodzilla's yeah. head right up there. And it's looking like that's the case. So, I mean, so it, it's not really a spoiler at this moment. It's like, yeah, it's going to it's gonna be the case. It's fine. I think there's more in those toys, though, if you really want to get into Ooh. it. Okay, well, let's get into it. It's fine. So, so those toy leaks, which began like a year and a half, ago, maybe a year ago, like definitely early last year, Mecha Godzilla was a big part of it. But there's also like Mega Godzilla Ooh. or some variant of like Godzilla who. Uh, for a minute there, I thought you said Mega Godzilla is going to be Godzilla. <laughs> Imagine they destroyed the capital in the last movie. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's he's huge. He's huge. Yeah. Oh man, too soon. Yeah, I'm sorry, right? Um, I didn't trump support that. Uh, no, no, basically, like, I think you know, God, Kit Kong's gonna wreck him, right? Come on, now we can all agree on that. But after that, I think there's like toys of like Godzilla with like a red exoskeleton, mm. which I think fixes all of his dorsal shells, like spines, and then it gives him the ability to do the atomic breath again and charge it up. So, in my head, I'm like, I don't know who's the bad guy. Is Mecha, Mecha Godzilla the bad guy? Or is this company that makes Godzilla teaming up with Kong to take out well, an advanced version of Godzilla? You know what I mean? Also, is there was there a, a toy leak for this, or am I am I making it up? Because also also King of the Monsters ended with the 
the tease of something with Ghidorah because like they've got his body or at least his head. So, like, is there Mecha Ghidorah or a clone or? That would be a nice twist, but uh, I, I don't know. But I think it's possible we get like a Mecha Godzilla, which everyone assumes mm-hmm. is the thing. But like, yeah. what if like the team up? If, if Kong destroys Godzilla, he's not out. So how does he come back? Well, the Mecha Godzilla. So maybe it's Mega Godzilla and Kong versus Mecha Godzilla. You know what I mean? Uh, or wow, the if they if they do like a cyborg guy, you you watch these movies and it's it's it, they do cool stuff in them a lot of times. But there's always I know like we're like all Zack Snyder fanboys on on the vodka stream always. But like I feel like <laughs> the only person who ever pulls out those stops where he's like, no, it's Godzilla. But he's got an exoskeleton with lasers and missiles, and like, right? Like nobody else, toy, like, like, like who? It's it's so it's it's funny because like I mean, King of the Monsters is like awesome, but it's like how can you like take that up to eleven and and Mega Godzilla sounds hey, like it's, it's it's like who knows? It's all this stuff is just secondary toys. There's a lot of toys that came out for Godzilla versus Kong that are not in the movie. Obviously, it's just a, it's a yeah. line of toys, so who knows? It's just from there was a, it was a Japanese toy show. And that's show. always been the case too. It's like they're always going to have like these little side toys. I remember for like. Sure. When I was like, you know, younger, collecting Batman toys, I'm like, hey, here's Batman in a weird kind of uh, lava suit that is orange. I'm gonna buy that, even though that's not in the movie. Uh, cool. I, I just want it because he's wearing an orange suit or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, but who knows if that's even a thing? In the trailer, we just see a hint of Mecha and then Kong yeah. Godzilla, of course. Yeah. So maybe that- if if we're looking at like ways to to raise the stakes, literally, like I want Ghidorah has wings, right? It's all the heads and the wings. Yeah. So if if it tries to fly away and Kong climbs it, like <laughs> he can kill it in the air, like as they're falling, it. and then no, and then he'll be falling, and then Godzilla with like mech wings will like grab him and be like, "The fight's not oh. over yet," and then that can <laughs> like hear Kong go, "My man!" <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I I um. I, I was for a second there. I was going to say that that sounds like it has the potential to uh, to beat the Pacific Rim um, sword um, in the in the upper atmosphere shot. Which, mm-hmm. speaking of, like, I log out of what I just said. 11. I think that could work. Like, I yeah. think Godzilla, like his his exoskeleton turning into wings. To, I guess that's kind of like a Hulk thing in Avengers too. <laughs> they, they do that a lot. Yeah. I mean, that's how you sell toys. We need uh, what's yeah, the, yeah. the protocol he says for for uh, for Hulk. What does he say in Age of Ultron when he calls in the um, oh he calls in Hulkbuster? Uh, how you guys, no, no, it's her I don't name, remember. isn't it? Betty. Betty. Yeah, yeah. Betty. Betty is the is, is the code name for because Betty is the uh, is Betty Ross. Oh, right, but right? Isn't, yeah. isn't there like a isn't it like we need to call in like big boy pants or something like that that he says? <laughs> or he's, oh, like, okay. he's like Veronica, we need we need big boy pants here now. I don't know what it is. Veronica, like, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Or maybe I'm thinking the big guns from. Uh, oh Justin yeah, do you think shoot? they'll bring back? Do you think they'll bring back Aaron Taylor Johnson's character from the first Godzilla? Except it's Evan Peters now. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a twist. What a twist! This is but, okay. But here's the problem: is like. That kind of is what I want this movie to be. Like <laughs> the parts of the parts of King of the Monsters that were the best didn't have any people in them for me because no, of course people were terrible because that couldn't yeah. be fun. People, people yeah, were was, in well, no, but I feel like they kind of embraced that though. With um, not that I necessarily loved all the characters, but like 
putting in Thomas Middleditch and uh, Bradley Whitford, and they're like, these human characters suck, so we're just going to have Bradley Whitford oh, yeah. snarkily. Yeah, killed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Wait, even the main character sucked. Like, the story yeah. would, would kill that well, movie. It's just all these beautiful wallpapers and a boring story, so I don't care about the CGI. If mm-hmm. I need something to pull me in, so I'm hoping this movie doubles down on that, which is they're pulling out the heartstrings with the Kong and the girl, and then Millie Bobby Brown trying to save Godzilla. You know I mean? That's what they're going to try to pull on us this time, so that's the make yeah. or break yeah yeah i think that yeah i think they need to realize we only love two characters in this movie <laughs> and they are <laughs> in monster. monsters they are. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> always the problem even with the transformers like franchise it was always like hey we gotta have like a father daughter or fi-. i mean like when it when it when yeah. it when it transitioned from shia labeouf to to marky mark and you know and mark Wahlberg and in like his whole situation it was like Oh, I remember just walking out of like the the what was it the last night or whatever age of uh what was the fourth one called? Evolu- uh, age of extinction. That was age of extinction. Yeah. Oh yes. man, I remember. I remember. I was the only one in the theater that laughed at the stupidest line I've ever heard in my fucking life when it came to that movie. When when he when like the daughter like fell or something happened and he goes, "You gotta go save my daughter." He's like, "I'm not gonna." And the boyfriend goes, "I'm not gonna save your daughter. I'm gonna save my girlfriend." I'm like, <laughs> cracking up in the theater nobody else did everybody was looking at me i'm like that was the most ridiculous line i've ever fucking heard in a movie come on and i i I feel like michael bay intended to get that from you also probably and like that's what's funny about people watching these like that's so dumb and it's like i'm pretty sure you were supposed to laugh at that but yeah i cracked up i like i literally laughed out loud for that line it was a ridiculous line and then and then what the last night i remember when i when i went and watched that movie i I came home before i did like a review of that i took a nap because it exhausted me because i was like (laughs) i was like man that was an exhausting movie some cool visuals but man that movie was just i think is that one ben kendrick's most disappointing movie of all time rob because they had the dino like the the nanobots you gave it the nanobots were insanely dumb out of place well, because like of all and in a transformers oh, movie what a what a way to like destroy your basic premise is to be like it's like introducing like the it's like bringing in the t-1000 or whatever <laughs> into a transformers movie we're like okay so now why yeah now you got that this. was the fourth i don't know give it four to five dude like I yeah know. i mean all, all you know what i mean and then when it comes to the whole bumblebee hey miss colbert what's up yeah. <sighs> Hey. Oh, you don't yeah. mix it up. Hey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Fuck our sound. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, going to the Transformers. I mean, the opening of Bumblebee. I'm like, I want that in a whole movie, please. Cybertron. Mm. Can we do all that? Like, can we just have that in a movie? You know, not not do the Bumblebee like yeah, yeah, yeah. story. I just want like that. G one designs and everything. I mean, that Optimus yeah. hologram was beautiful. Like, yes. love that. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah, but I I didn't I didn't like Bumblebee like everybody else did because once that opening scene like it just it just turned into E T and it was like okay cool. We're doing this whole thing where an alien robot is showing up on Earth, and this this cute girl, you know, yes, I'm not, I, I Haley Seinfeld, great. I think it was. I think it was. It, honestly, it's a movie built for the next generation of Transformers fans. I'm hope. I'm hoping like they just take something with that opening. Scene Shep like, loves it. 
Our four yeah. hey, you know yeah. that's fine. I mean, I mean love it. truly I, loves it. I know like, that movie is over because I'll put it on for him and he'll be quiet for two, it's the only thing he'll be quiet for like two hours for. Truly. And then I know it's over because he goes, It's Optimus Prime. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> he just yells it out. Just yells it out. Have you guys but, watched uh, the, the War for Cybertron or the or an Earthfall on Netflix? Yeah, there's a Netflix thing. I know uh Scott's talking about that. We should get Scott in here actually. Um yeah, I know. I should probably, you know, check that out. Obviously, dive into that. Better than Beast Wars? Oh, no. oh well, there Beast Wars in the next season. <sighs> oh. Is Tigatron in it? Huh? Is Tigatron in it? He's my favorite. I, I I didn't look, but they but the the I don't I don't want to spoil it for everyone. But I guess up oh, and I haven't even finished it yet. But what I read was that the the ending of it sets up the, uh, Beast Wars for the. I don't, they're treating them like because they're not independent seasons are listed separately on netflix so i don't know exactly but whatever the next installment of the war for cybertron trilogy i think is what they're calling it even though it's like a trilogy of miniseries um is going to be like beast wars oriented i'm sure there's a transformers fan in the comments that that can probably correct oh, for me, sure but, somebody will mention beast that. Wars um, legendary especially how they tied it into the og series. dude beast wars was my introduction to transformers when i was a kid yep a like story. You realize that Optimus Prime was a horrific crime against nature when he was transforming from animal to robot form. Yeah, that doesn't help up. That really doesn't. The best part of the show is how they called out the transformation, like terrorize. In the <laughs> yes, do it. Well, and that was like the early, early stages of CGI, where like they. In retrospect, you're like, what were they think? Like, they're like, yeah, this is sufficient technology to portray. And like, instead of I think you nailed it, yeah, <laughs> like this works. What, what were we watching the other day? Where it was a literal cutout, just spiraling. Well, you, well, you were watching Rear Window. Yeah, I watched. You're going to criticize window. Hitchcock's VFX. I'm not going. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going. You. To. I, I literally that Hitchcock guy. Of course, his movies up. are like so. Shut up. Yeah, he's terrible. Just so I outdated. Said. All right, we got Mr. Scott McClellan joining. You what finally is- decide to let me in. I, I see how I know is. he's been backstage, just like Are you wearing a drink. beach towel. <laughs> Excuse me, Amanda. This is my Suicide Squad fleece blanket. I think. Oh, you're oh okay. No, so let's let's show right this off. Okay, so it's two sided, as a matter of fact. Because <laughs> you oh, get. Thank you for asking about the blanket. I did not expect you to ask about the blanket draped around my shoulders. Let me show. Yeah, that. exactly. That's what Amanda's for. So you know. There's the squad right there. Yep. And then on the other side is like the skull stuff from like the album nice. cover. You know, yes. you know what, what I know that the that, that marketing was kind of yes. a product of the of the reshoots and the tone changes and everything. So it's hard to be like, I don't know, it's I'm torn on them. But I, I loved I loved the serial poster. I did they, not care for the serial like, poster. Like, that like, was not for me. Charmed. I don't know. Like it, it looks like, like yeah, like why. marshmallows and stuff. I don't know why this is like, like for Suicide Squad, but it looks. I don't know. I liked it, but yeah, I, I didn't know it didn't make any sense. But it was. I thought it was cool. I like the one that's got like the mushroom cloud explosion one that's like all kind of cut out. Yeah, I enjoyed that one because that's also on the uh, Steelbook cover. Mm. Yeah, I most. I most. You happen to have as you point. Actually, yeah, right, yeah. Of course, God has it. He's got it. I mean, right, right there. Yes. <laughs> how, how is everything wow. that you want to show in it? It's like, like a five foot reach. <laughs> it's either that or he has go go gadget 
arms. Yeah. Well, and, and then, off camera and and then for like, Rob, you know, Rob was showing off the photo of him, you know, standing in front of the Batmobile. And then, you know, well, but, you know, I've got a Batmobile. Everything is right next to your chair. Oh. <laughs> Everything next to your chair. It's got it He's all down there. Props, man. i got to get mine out. It's like Leno. Like a clown car. Well, and then you're talking about Godzilla. And, and so course, I got the Criterion collection right here. So, you know, it's just. I Here's have the Denny's the menu I got. Here's the Denny's Hey, I solo. <laughs> Freaking, yeah, Steven over here. Fake laugh. Hiding real pain. <laughs> <laughs> I got oh, some new drops tonight. I'm just saying. I've I've saying? been I've been doing this for so you guys know that it's pretty much I can just pull anything out of my ass. It's <laughs> what I do. No, but I think you literally are because every week you're like, oh yeah, I've got that. And you lean out next to your chair and you pull up like you got a Mary Poppins you bag to, there. Full you, of- need to start, you need to start having a conversation about prolapse and pelvic health. And then, oh. <laughs> no, no, no. He's pulling it out of his ass. I'm sure Rob is looking at me going, who the hell is this? Hey, look, Scott. Look, it's nice. To I am a birth worker. Yeah, B, I love you. So keep keep the prop game. I'm, I'm a big yeah, fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any requests? I'll see what I can do. I'm just saying, dude. You don't want me to get started. I got some boxes of Hasbro toys over here. No. Oh yeah. man, I was Gen One. Like I was four years old when the '86 animated movie came out. That's my. That was my first theatrical experience I can remember. Was going to go see. You know. Rodimus Prime and Galvatron and Orson Welles as Unicron. Like this is this Leonard is me going to the, Oh, I know Little Nimoy as Galvatron. It was fantastic. All right, we got Mr. Uh, Chris Long Swenson joining the group. Chris, I love your setup. You on Godzilla. No, I'll give it. Yeah, I know. I was like, yeah, we, we're, we're having a lot of Godzilla talk. Where's, uh, where's Mr. Swenson? He's got to like come in here and give us his uh, knowledge. Hey, Chris, how are you the only person that knows how to have a neon light lit in your background without overexposing? Yeah, help me out, man. This, yeah. well, this, this thing. Look at this. It's adjustable. Adjustable. That's what adjustable light. Yeah, it's like yeah. I have an open to my wife who bought it from Etsy. <laughs> I do like it in the poster, though, Dave. Like, it's my favorite little thing. Yeah, I kind of that's why I was like, all right, I'll keep it on because you could see the open sign within. The I do like it. Yeah. yeah, so why not? <laughs> but well done. What on is that the in the background? Chris. What is that in the background, Rob? Is that a uh, computer? Automatic light? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, is like a sh- shape of it. <laughs> <laughs> or that? No, that's his. Oh, okay. Nice. Cute. But it's like out of control. I don't look. I'm using a bunch of like I have three like Logitech webcams. I don't have an actual DSLR setup yet. I will when I'm not working in a bedroom. Um, <laughs> everything's kind of pushed back, and my key lights are like half on, half off, and not in the right spot. So it's all temporary. But you know, it is what it is for now. You look gorgeous. Oh, I love you. It's stunning. <laughs> you look like you sleep. Oh, speaking of Garza, look at that. Look at that. You just wish him in John Garza. You good. How dare you? Yeah. How, how fucking dare you, Chris? Okay. Because here's here's the thing. I was literally about to come on and defend Godzilla and defend the MonsterVerse. You know what? Fuck the MonsterVerse now. I don't even want to watch it anymore. Your language is offensive. <laughs> 
That 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 drop was specifically for you, Garza. That was specifically for you right there. Because <laughs> I was like, when Garza comes in, he's gonna start throwing the f bombs, and I'm like, yep, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna get that drop from Angle. Right? Thing and and I just views on and all of them hating on it. It's like they hated the BC world, and that's the reason why we got the It's literally like listening to the teacher and Charlie Brown. It was. <laughs> it was. It was mainly. It was mainly Stephen Colbert's fault. And oh, And they're going to decide to do a minute by minute podcast, just taking advantage of us fans. I'm not gonna. I'm, you know what? I sit there and I wait and I wait and I wait. I've been waiting like a couple of weeks for an episode just to hear how shitty it is. And I haven't gotten it. No, uh, oh, no. Seriously though, the uh, the monsterverse, the human, the human characters, the elements. That's actually. I'm not a huge. I'm not a huge monsterverse fan, so I don't know all the lore. But dude, I loved. I loved Godzilla. I loved the way it like. It, it puts you in there without really seeing him. And I felt like it was building yeah. up high. You know what I mean? So like, Sorry, yeah, Godzilla 2014. Yeah. Godzilla 2014. So when we get into like Godzilla vs. Kong, it's going to be like... Oh, I, mean, I mean, look at the way look at the way it was shot. Look at the way it was shot. I mean, it was shot so like, you see just like the angles are always looking up. It was always like a perspective of like, yeah. Of if you were there, it's like you're always looking up. It wasn't like these like high angles looking down. It wasn't like this, yeah, that's what I appreciated about it. I mean, like, the monsters, it's fine, you know, it has great action and stuff like that. But there's just something unique about that, you know, the first Godzilla or the, not the first, Godzilla, Kong. Godzilla. dude. Yeah. You know that shot uh, in the helicopters, dude. It yeah, was cold. yeah, it's yeah. Very like, fun. I'm telling you, Jordan Vaught Roberts, he. I would love. I can't wait to see his Metal Gear Solid. I cannot. I would love to see his, his Metal take Gear Solid. on yeah on something in the DC world, dude. Like God, yo, I'd imagine it. Gar- Garza, yeah. uh, nice to meet you, by the way, Jordan. Nice to meet you, sir. He's like he's like you know he's he's like one of us. You know what I mean? He's a mm-hmm. true geek, true fan. He's our age. I got a little story about him. So la- I think it was last year, Dice at Comic Con. Yep. So so everything closes down, <laughs> right? So panels kind of stop. Everyone goes home. They don't do junkus interviews, and people aren't coming to the media rooms. But we still paying a fuck ton of cash for this media room and all the stuff we have in it. And I just like, we have no guests. So I, Austin St. John, the red power ranger, he just came by and hung out for like an hour and did a bunch of fun stuff for us. Nice. And then uh, I, on Twitter, I just saw Jordan just take a photo of like the pillar outside the hotel. He's like, yo, I was checking out Comic-Con. And I was like, what? So I, D- I messaged him. I'm like, DM me now. And he, and he said, yo, what's up? Here's my cell number. So I called him. I'm like, Hey, are you just chelling right now? You should just come by our suite. And just, if you wow. want to do an interview, we will. And he comes oh. by with Alizar, who was working at Alita at the time. Um, and he was the coolest dude. He's like, yo, I'll do an interview and ch- chat whatever you want, but I can't talk yeah. about Metal Gear Solid at, at all. I'm like, that's cool, man. Just whatever you want. You, you don't even have to do an interview if you want. I just want to meet you and say, hi, what's up? If you want to shoot the shit, we can do like whatever. And he's like, he, and I, I had to leave because I had to go to a meeting. I come back an hour later. He's on the couch with our man, Joseph Decklemeyer, who does a lot of our interviews. And they're like, for lack of a better term, balls deep on Metal Gear Solid. And he's yeah. all his plans. He's showing concept art in his phone. He's and, he's like, and he's like, so we have like an hour long interview of like his whole plan for Metal Gear Solid. Like, from oh, Jesus. Year the year wow. And he was like the coolest dude. And Rosa was such a legend. So I'm, um, um, side note, I think I'll need a sequel for her because she's awesome. Um, yeah. Wow. Jordan. Absolutely. 
Can you share which um, which which <laughs> Metal Gear Solid he's gonna do? Is it like I, I haven't even seen it. There's three videos that are like an hour and a half long. But um, uh, I you know he's tight with Kojima, so whatever yeah. Kojima wants yeah. is what's gonna happen on screen essentially. Um, really? So yeah. Did so, you talk to him about uh, Godzilla or anything? I mean, not Godzilla. Uh, we talked about Kong. Yeah, yeah, we talked about Kong a lot. And like how it was made, all the things he wanted to do. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like, and, I, like I'm, like I'm not bullshitting, and I'm not, I'm not, and I'm not saying this just because, like, my daughter's. It's like one of my daughter's favorite films, and she's watched it like a hundred times. Awesome, but, dude. His film is literally one of the only films that I can go. If if Zach had to pick a director to go, hey, look, this is my idea, just run with it, like how Nolan did with yeah. with Zach. Yeah, Jordan Vaught, Jordan Vaught Roberts. I could see him do it easy. And, and he made that movie when he was thirty. So and yeah, with the cast, yeah, amazing cast too. So like, good Fucking on him. Incredible cast. Dude. Hey, and, and and speaking of thirty, we got Mr. Ben Everett's right here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ben, Mr. co-host there, Garza. You know, thirty score and eighty-seven yes. years ago. That's right. I'm 30, 33. Yeah, Thank you. Get it right. Get it right. He actually he comes from uh, when they were silent films. Actually, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, he actually he was with days. No, because we were talking about. Godzilla. I was hoping he would join so he could tell us about the original Godzilla. Yeah, going to see like theaters. theaters. What was that like? Was hoping- Did he look like Gumby? Because I think he looks a little like Gumby. You know what? Uh, last time I was here, you guys were talking about when was the last, uh, the first uh, Spider-Man movie that you guys saw, and, and I remember watching the '79 <laughs> Spider-Man, and I was, I was like, "Oh my God, please don't ask." Don't ask. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Dude, I love yeah. it. Chris. I love by the too. way, I've been waiting for you to come back on the vodka stream because I have a bel- I have belated birthday presents for you. Ooh, yeah, dude, it's been like uh, two months. So, year <laughs> oh, one. Wait, 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 just, where did you? Where did that come from? <laughs> year two. Hey. Where? You might want to sanitize that. Uh, <laughs> And shattered grid. I'm holy so, crap, I, man! I need to get your address so I can send all these to you. Can you? Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Hey, accept it, Chris. When, 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 when Scott wants to send you a book, just just yeah. do it. I'll yes. send you my address. Yes, it's always, it's always going to be something you're going. Yes, yes, just do it. But man. these are these are so deluxe. Much. These are the deluxe edition hardcovers for awesome. volumes wow. one, two, and three. And it's wow. even got um, a, a exclusive short story that's only, for Shattered Grid that's only included in the hardcover. In so, the this hardcover. Is Ky- so this is Kyle Higgins' entire run on the series. That's awesome. Oh, man. Thank you so much. I haven't man. seen him smile like that since the Snyder Cut. Scott is like Dortmund. He got oh, man. everything you, man. right next to can, can you just humor me? I want you to angle your camera down to the right side of your chair. <laughs> no, 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 no. We don't want to see. We don't want to no, see. No, 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 no. not wearing pants. Oh, no, 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 I'm wearing pants. No, don't do it. Don't do it. Okay. Well, hold on. I'll I'll do a little bit here. I'll, 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 here, the bar is right here. 
Okay, I can I can at least I can at least show you Don't the ball. Don't spill your drink. Don't spill your drink. I know. Trust me. After Callum did that, he- heavens no. So heavens no. Oh, okay. look at those chairs. Nice director chairs. Yeah, I do. Nice. Yeah. nice. And then wow. so and then if you want to look down here, <laughs> there wow. it is. Oh, and as I said, you guys, like Jay Leno, like Jay Leno, one things out like here. Yeah, oh, there's the bookcase. There's the bookcase oh, right there. Look at all that right there. Yeah. Jeez. God, good lord. <laughs> so do yeah. you prepare stuff to the side of your chair? Yes. You're like, I think I'll pull the Batmobile up tonight. Or was that? Yes. Yeah. Okay, the Batmobile was a plant. A I saw Rob's photo and I was like, okay, I have to pull the Batmobile. But no, there's it. stuff that just legit like stays here. Uh, but no, that that was a plan. That was, hey, hey, Rob, you're almost like a, you're, you're like the over here in Alabama. I'm you're like sorry. The, you're like oh, yeah. the carrot top. You're like the carrot top of the stream. You're just like you got you have props. Uh, just like Suicide uh, <laughs> Squad towel, right, Scott? Hey, yeah. hey, police yeah. blanket. Yes. Yeah, wow. Hey, Rob, do you uh? So like, if you see anything happening with the the Snyder Cut stuff, right? And uh, you know how it's been kind of like fan driven a little bit. Yeah. Like, how often are you sitting there like hitting up Steven or Dice going like? What the fuck's going on? Uh, or, or, because or, I, because wow. I want to know from my own personal. Yeah, that's a good question. I feel like most or, like the past- How often is Stephen going? Hey, uh, hey, Rob. <laughs> yeah. hey, that's what we got. <laughs> hey, listen. I need your beard. Just be prepared, bro. okay? Dude, so <laughs> before Zach, <laughs> Rob goes. Don't do this to me. God. <laughs> hey, you're on point with these. Jeez, I'm super impressed. Yeah. And these are um, these are mostly new too. Like this is yeah. yeah. Nobody's oh, yeah. got, nobody got muscle memory, but this is an entirely new stock. So you're doing. Great I didn't know about that. Oh, yeah, I'm so trying. Like, I'm trying. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Rob. Sorry for, for the question. Yes. So when Zach first announced it, before Zach announced it on that right. anniversary Man of Steel thing, uh, our man Steven Dyson, I talked about all the time too. Just like. That we talk about everything, especially the X Men animated series, which we always talk about. Oh, but so uh, Steven was that. like, if you guys read Scream Rant, and I hope you do, but uh, our man Steven was on the ball from the beginning, like day one, when this thing started happening. And he, like I talked about earlier about spoilers and leaks, Steven and all of us, like he knew everything before it was announced. And we could only run when we were allowed to run without mm-hmm. breaking relationships or breaking the, our rules, so to speak. Um, so yeah, it was a lot of Stephen coming to me and be like, "Yo, <laughs> check out these storyboards." Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I heard this, and then he yeah. also checking and trying to like really pull my memory and me pulling up transcripts and audio files of my time on set or other conversations I had with you know people I can't name involved. But hey, so Stephen was on the ball, showing me a ton of stuff, and also digging into me for information uh like he did everyone on the, on the internet so props to steven I, and Andrew yeah, for being yeah. on the ball with this from day one well, i feel like a lot of that I, wait, 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 you know, wait, wait i'm not crazy wait. like i want to make sure everybody knows i'm like <laughs> i don't know I where to... the mute is garza i listen i already i already knew that he was a snake rob you just proved it thank you man oh, <laughs> yeah, oh. Just, just proved it. i just kidding i know no, i'm just kidding dude, I, I love steven because he'll he'll like He'll like say something, but then he'll be like, "But I don't know." So let's just. Say sometimes it. now you know he does know. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I know that. So whenever I'm like, or all the time, no, anything I see of Stephen, I'm just like this. My fucker knows something, so I just, you know, <laughs> I'm gonna like I have to wait. You know what I mean? Like, 
Uh, it's well, Chris and I were the Chris and I. Were I know you guys. You guys were the like last night. You were like, "What the fuck's happening?" I was like, "Yeah, I, I know something's <laughs> happening. I don't know what." No, no and the thing is, it was like you guys last night. I had already gone to bed. I wake up this morning going, "What is? <laughs> what? The- <laughs> oh yeah, Scott. Scott was. I will fuck you up." <laughs> I'm just going. Thanks, guys. I really yeah. appreciate it. I thanks for the heads up. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was. It was. Chris, like, it was an like, It was interesting because it was like I caught wind of like yeah. something, and I'm like, all right. And then I immediately just like, hey, Stephen, hey, just let you know something's happening. And then it just started like kind of just making <laughs> its way through the whole thing. And it was like it could be. It's like me. It's like posters, release date. That's what it sounded like. I don't know if it's going to be like any kind of footage or something like that. And it just kind of like everybody started. I, the time, I was like 730. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I was oh, like, dude, okay, wait, wait, for me. I felt sorry for I Chris. literally. I was, I, was like, I was like, way to be a dick, dude, to make me have to wake up. Like, dude. If, yeah. If oh, no. I literally <laughs> pulled into the parking lot. at. I dropped Liam off at school. I went by Dunkin' and got myself a breakfast sandwich and a coffee. I pulled into the parking lot at work. 45 seconds later, I open up my phone and it's there. And my day just never. I was yeah. supposed to be teaching. I don't. <laughs> kids read To Kill a Mockingbird. You should have pulled up the, the uh, TV with the VCR, dude. Rolled it out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We all know have that. We I have like, I have a smart board. I can bring up my Amazon Prime account and bring up a movie. Wow. Like, like touch oh, screen. Yeah, the the movie. Oh, I've got, I've got oh, a go, you got to go old school and get that TV on the that VCR. And just reel it in, man. The Americans are laughing way harder at the rollout of the TV with the VCR. The Canadians <laughs> are, and now I'm wondering, did you guys not have it? You knew you had a substitute for last day before a holiday. Uh, every time, oh, yeah. every time there's a substitute, you knew you were gonna watch yeah. a movie. If it was last minute, <laughs> oh, it's so great. Oh, oh we're gonna watch. By the way, so you're like, substitute. I have my substitute for March 18th. I walked in, <laughs> clocked in. And put in for a sick day on March 18th. And that's the Thursday before we get out for spring break the next day. <laughs> Dude, hey, listen, I, I think I, I told most of you guys, but I texted Avery. I go, hey, um, you know, Avery's my daughter, for those that don't know. Texted her the photos. I go, hey, you know, hey, let's let's plan to maybe you got to call sick in for school or something on that day. She goes, eh, you know what? I'll just uh, I'll just take a school or I'll do the uh, – home learning, you know, I'll stay at home and learn and do my quote unquote class. And I was like, damn, dude, she didn't even have to work. Like she's already thinking ahead. She was like, no, I don't got a cool stick. I'll just, I'll just do uh, uh, online learning. I was like, oh, okay. she's okay. in 2025. I know, dude. I was like, all right, cool, dude. Done. <laughs> she's got the, the in front of the webcam, put the little stick with the yeah. picture of her. <laughs> oh no, they don't even have to do that. They just have they to hit the button that. on the Google yeah. Meet that just turns the camera off. It's what That's we call it. skipping in 2021. They, yeah, exactly. they mute their mics, they turn off their cameras, but they're there. Because they've logged into the Google Meet. Oh, trust me, I I don't know what these students look like. I swear. <laughs> is it, it drop in at like twelve a.m. Eastern? I don't, that's I don't know. No. That's the thing. Well, but twelve a.m. Uh, Pacific time. Do you know you know when stuff normally drops though, right? Because you're normally on top of that. Well, no, 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 no. no. So raised by wolves, like raised by wolves, would come on literally the midnight, and it would even actually come in before midnight. Raised by wolves yeah. did, and I don't know if. 
It's midnight. I don't know if it be more time, time, right? Yeah, it was like, like well, it was yeah. like because because it was like midnight on the other side of the world. You know what I mean? So that's why like Raised by Wolves all of a sudden it got released like maybe a couple of hours. I know I would be watching Raised by Wolves like at eleven. Um before like an hour before it came out. So well, eleven who like eleven for you? Oh central. Yeah, central, central. time. So, yeah. so that would be midnight eastern. I would just be I would just be watching it at that time. Like I had heard that it was already oh. it was already there. You know what I mean? So here's the thing, and I'm not and I know you guys said y'all didn't want to go conspiracy theory with the whole, you know, Warner Brothers saying, let's just put it this way, dude. Warner Brothers has been fucking radio silent, okay? I will not be surprised if that fucking thing gets leaked on that Wednesday, the 17th. Oh. I'm just going to say, like, oh, like, it's gonna, the trailer, it's like the trailer oh. at Yeah. Yes, dude. And you know what? I, look, I can say it That's because I don't, because I don't write for Screen Rant. That Warner Brothers is probably gonna sabotage you. Uh, <laughs> like well, you yeah. still write for real anarchy. <laughs> I know, yeah. I, I write for real anarchy, so I can uh, I can actually do uh, that. Take a drink. I forgot to tell Rob that anytime we promote our like sites or ourselves, we have to take a drink. Yeah. Oh, I mean easy. <laughs> yeah. No, no, you green rain. Right because right of the logo in the background. Oh yeah. Yeah, Here's the thing. So I, I, I texted my daughter again. I was like, "Hey, do you want me? You know, do you want me to to wait for you so we can watch it?" And she was like, "Yes, wait." And I was like, "God damn it!" Like I was like, you know, hopefully if it was like midnight. Reason I'm right. You shouldn't have asked. That's a permission situation. No, no, not not something like, dude. Are you kidding me? My daughter would have been mutual like, respect. He's yeah, crazy. she would have been like, she would have been like, I gotta text you spoilers. She seriously, my daughter, she probably would have been like, what the fuck is your problem? Are you? Well, Garza, you're doing this for your daughter. I actually immediately called my dad. Yeah, dad. Come on over, watch it at my watch it at my house. Of course, then I was thinking, okay, when's it dropping? I might have right. to watch it before. Right. And he'll be like my second viewing. But then, but then that was also when I'm having this text conversation where, like, I showed him like the third poster, and I go, "Dad, it's literally the Snyder cut." And he was like, "Okay, that's funny." And I posted that on Vero, and Zach was because I'm like, "Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> my dad." And, yeah. and but the way I missed out was right below it. Dad was like. Oh no! I got the death of Superman one. I was like, "I'm so <laughs> proud." Yeah, my dad. My dad looks at the, looks at the, the flag flying one. I was like, "He knows well, what that is." The death of Superman slash Seven Samurai. Yes, I yeah. love the fact that they're like, "This is what this is." We're doing Death of Superman and Seven Samurai is like nice. Yeah, like, I mean, dude, <laughs> you know, the best part about that was Dan Jurgens retweeting yeah, and going right. flattered. And I was like, oh, well, it's not even that. So if you, if you look at this photo and, and, and I truly do mean this, like, first off, this has not only the nightmare reference in it, mm-hmm. but yeah. it has it like the death of Superman. You couldn't advertise that for BBS. Right. So you you think about it right from a from a marketing standpoint. <laughs> We know Warner Brothers didn't want to have Superman in their marketing, right? Because Zach said it. He said, I don't know why they didn't want him. I figured you guys would And Henry Cavill. Well, and, you know, also, also yeah. his face well, was half CGI'd and right. all the footage that they could have used. So. Correct. So you go, so like imagine this coming, like I'm sure that Snyder was like, hey guys, I think we should really capitalize on the death of Superman arc 
from the comics. What if we did this? And marketing was like, no, dude, you don't know what you're doing. We got it. We're going to have this. A uh, You can't Super save the world film. by yourself. And mm. we're going to have an outline silhouette of Superman. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> and Zach was like, um, but we could just have the fact. No, 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 no. We're going to take a photo of all of them in their costumes. And they're going to be around Superman. Believe me, oh, it's going to yeah. be worth it. It is. Oh, hold on. Sorry. Sorry, Garza. They, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one right there. there you go. <laughs> that one right there. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. I think Scotty just fucking with Steven yeah. now. <laughs> like, and, and don't get me wrong. Like, that's a cool photo, right? Jeez. Like, that is an amazing I'm just photo. That I'm is taking cool. requests at this point. And that's, and that's a dope <laughs> photo, right? But then you go. Yeah, but that that Superman, that dead Superman one, like, dude, if I had my druthers, I'm going. Oh no, no, no! If I had my druthers, like, I want all three of these posters, and there's a spot on my. I'm looking at the spot on my wall where I, <laughs> if I could get them all like twenty twenty seven by forty, I could put all three of them like side by side. Like, I'm looking at the wall space. It's like that's where they're going. <laughs> yeah. Why not just put them next to your chair? And have it ready to pull it out. Like I thought it would be like at the DC comic store well, where you can purchase it. Well, I, I think well read that press release. The press release said, you know, we're got Water Tower Music is gonna have the junkie XL score, which better include a fucking physical release and mm-hmm. not just a digital download and then they said exclusive merchandise at the dc comic store including shirts so they were talking about the shirts that are already there which then hints that more merchandise is coming to the dc comic shop speaking yeah. of which jackson are just leave merch mates please sign up i've got like 80 more people i'm trying to set up around the world please merch uh, mates. sign up sign up on the american side you're saying yeah. yes because i need americans sign, sign up on the state yeah. side Yep. And then there was the, and then we've got the the restaurant thing from London, oh, and yeah, like, which, yeah. I, which yeah, I bought, I did, I I gave, yes, I think I'm getting like, a trip to Hawaii. Burger. I was gonna buy it. <laughs> yeah, what is, up with, what, is, what is up with the menu restaurant thing? I, I didn't really look into it because I was like scrambling with like. Oh, hold on, like, let me. I, I'll, I'll let me. Let oh me yeah, you have, you have. He has it set up um, as much as Dave has all those drops ready. While he's pulling it up, um, one thing that I thought was really interesting about the like the posters, Garza was talking about the original campaign. It's kind of crazy how the original campaign was all come together, united, yeah. all that yeah. stuff. And then this is like the first poster is like Death of Superman, Aquaman, Trident, Batman, yeah. Broken Man. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, no, the league is shattered. The league is separate. Yeah. The league is fallen. It is broken. Okay. Um, and it's black and white. <laughs> okay. I'm going to yeah. do, uh, yeah. let me see if I can do a share screen here. Let's see. Well, real quick, even on the oh, oh, like Seven tabs. Samurai, where Seven Samurai had all the swords in the ground, so it's kind of yeah, like yeah. Yeah. all the heroes yeah. out there. Yeah. No, no, I'm yeah. telling you, man. This like the to look at this and, and even looking at at what he said, right? You know, fallen, risen, and then uh, reborn. Reborn. I mean, he essentially was being meta about what happened to his film, right? Yeah. His film, his yeah. original film, the first yeah. picture. Is exactly like how he, he teased on March 25th the first Justice League poster in 2016, mm-hmm. right? With the, the league and the, the shiny, yeah. It's all colorful and all yep. clear and all that. And he went, nah, I'm going to do that same thing, but I'm just going to, yeah, it's going to be all stone cord basically out. 
and black and white. Uh-huh. And great. And he says that was falling, which means it broke. It's done. And then resin with Superman and all the, the death sure. of everybody. Yeah, and then, really you have, cool. <laughs> then you have his literal meta, metatextual fucking reels. Of, Good. It's, of a, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And, 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 and <laughs> I mean, the fact that he has that in his like signature or like is written in red letters. Listen, the fact that that's a, that a fuck you to Warner Brothers right there. poster. That is Chris Evans' big dick energy. Okay, <laughs> that is that is Chris Evans going protect the pussy. Okay, sorry, <laughs> that's what it is. No, like, but what yeah, about the uh, trailer drop? The trailer's dropping on two fourteen. Yeah, right. Well, <laughs> probably allegedly. 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 Okay, so this is that restaurant thing where it, cool. the, the meal literally comes in a mother box. Wow. Right. I mean, that's the that's the U.S. mother box though too, right? That's not aqua, that's not the Atlantean or Amazonian, right? U.S. Oh, that's the Amazonian. <laughs> that's, 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 that's ocean that's, trench right there. Oh, no, here, the min, here are the menu options. You got ocean <laughs> trench, which gets you cod <laughs> chips. You get the big belly burger, yeah. and then you have these other wow. ones. They haven't revealed it. You get resurrection, ancient Thimisteer, and fire. Wow. You get beer or jitters coffee. And what it is is that it's it's a box where they'll send you the food and then you prepare it at home. That's awesome. Oh, I think we're going to review that. Yeah, Rock, we need to review that for Screen Rant. Honestly, honestly, we can make it happen. I legitimately will. Also, random, I just emailed the lead publicist on this to find out what time this thing drops. Oh, yeah. and I'm, I'm texting oh. them too, so hopefully they respond. Oh, I know yeah. they've seen my text. Hey, he was like, I love Rob, but it's hilarious how he's always complaining about how many emails, emails he has. <laughs> hey, look, you don't even know. <laughs> it's a, it's a if you can get the exclusive, I can then share it on the DC Film Squadcast, and I can uh, send up my uh, Shot. There you go. Oh, yeah. yeah. Speaking of which, we were going to do a we were going to do a Squadcast movies episode on Warrior this weekend because there's like no news, and now Warrior's not happening because now we have news. Warrior. I was like, oh man. Gary, you have a question. Warrior, Warrior by the minute. Warriors, yeah, right. awesome dude. No, actually, I was gonna say, better get that. Um, so, if you guys did, yeah, if you could figure that out, Squadcast could talk about it, which is great. But then, sure. me and Ben on the Real Emotion be able to talk about it on Sunday. So, yeah. <laughs> cheers. <laughs> you know. And then I'll talk about it on here on Film Chat. Hey, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. uh, there we go. You almost said it. Yeah, yeah, okay. pretty much. Oh well. Hey, it doesn't matter, man. Oh, well. uh, Thank you, also, sir. Hey, you can call me Joker. Chris, was it you who mentioned the Seven Samurai? Whoever you are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So that's a good reference because Zach compared Justice League. Dude. Oh, yeah. But also, you go back years before that, like Vulture, like back in the day, the trades reported that, of course, the rumor Snyder met with Lucasfilm to do a Seven Samurai style Star Wars movie. So major inspiration. That was was rumored, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, Vulture reported it, so it's a trade. I know, I know that. I know. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm definitely uh, looking forward to the I know final things battle. about that. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm being I'm being <laughs> facetious when I say that I've heard things. <laughs> <laughs> I think but we I all have. Yeah. Rob oh. needs to stay for the after. Yeah, that was party. when we thought. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. 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 literally eyes open and I go, "Holy shit!" Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> I see. Believe me. Yeah. yeah. Be quiet. We'll, 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 listen, we'll burn that bridge when we get to it, okay? All right. <laughs> let's figure out. Let's figure out. Seriously? Uh, um, <laughs> sorry. I got it. I, just, I, love say, I love saying that fucking phrase because everybody's like, wait, what? Isn't it supposed to sound like, no. No, you exactly. know what? It's so, so my phrase is um, I only play brinksmanship. Like, I don't know what that means. If you if you attack me with just like a volley, I will just demolish you in my return. Thank you. Is that you. a volleyball? Is that a volleyball reference? No, it's it's um it actually a naval battle. Oh, oh. Master oh. commander stuff. Yeah. Oh. You're talking Rob's language now. Our <laughs> we also both love we both love the same man, so it's fine. Wait, who's oh. your man? Wait. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> Jeremy. Oh. Oh. Our husband. Oh. Last time that Jeremy. Oh man. I thought we were some pictures about... of me in costume. Don't tell Stephen though. Yeah. You know we live like. Can you send them to me. <laughs> you know we live like just south of Hawkeye's hometown, right? Like the comics, the comic hometown of. Oh. Um, oh. No, nah, real, the real Jeremy. Jeremy Renner. <laughs> no, not Jeremy uh, Renner. Hawkeye. Renner is a Reno. We do live only about two hours from Jason Momoa's mom, though. So I'm just oh, saying. Oh, that's right. I'm just saying, if there, were, if there was a Snyder stock and it was an outdoor festival, there is a small campground we could rent out. Near Mom- Jason Momoa's mom's house. I'm not Momoa spent a lot of time in Canada, I'm just saying. Both playing hockey and shooting oh. Frontier. Oh. Ooh. See, we're coming up with ideas. Here. Twenty minutes stealth. Waverly. Yeah. What? Yeah. Hawkeye was born in Waverly, Iowa. Iowa. What are we talking about here? Because I don't. I'm so confused yeah. right now. All you know is that I came to this vodka string prepared. I kind of missed the first part of the interview because I was like, I watched Wandavision and the little things. Oh, oh, I was oh, like, no, I am not getting oh, screwed over oh, tonight. What did you think of the little things? Watching it, little things was brilliant. Okay, people oh. in the chat haven't seen it, so I don't want to. We're not yeah. gonna spoil yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't spoil but, it. Don't spoil oh, oh, that was good. Oh, that was okay, good. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I had. I mean, it was a little like it was a little rough. Like the first hour, no, 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 I think the no, editing no, no, kind of bothered me a little bit. I think the editing kind of bothered me a little bit. But I don't know what you're overall, talking about. So I far, have no idea. Those spoil, I have no I'm idea. like halfway through. It's really good. Like I'm. Okay, like, oh, I, hey, I see. mean, when Leto when Leto like comes in there heavy, it's fucking fantastic dave yeah. i have no idea and and i truly mean this um you don't know what the fuck you're talking about when it comes to editing dude. i watched <laughs> and i was like this motherfucking movie like dude it i don't is, know it just seemed like it, just seemed, feel. it seemed like it when it came to some of the scenes it was like okay was there gonna be like more dialogue there or was like no, no, no. you know George? what they did you know what they did, and and I'm no, and I'm not no. bullshitting. Though. They did exactly no. what they do in uh, Martin Scorsese's films. Like you see it. No, David's like right. David's right. There's a couple of scenes Thank where you, they man. like, Thank for you. instance, you know when uh, uh, when he when uh, uh, no, don't, say it. In, uh, don't, don't even say what what's happening. Just no. Let's make it clear. Let's make it clear. There is a 
a, a, a scene where Denzel is talking to the main uh, uh, detective and he's like against the wall and you can tell that he was about to say something and all of a sudden they cut the scene. I was like, what the yes. fuck? Yes, yes. It seemed like there so, was a couple of cuts like that where I was like, yeah. "What? It, okay, it's a little, eh, it's a little jarring." Yeah. I don't know why, because I'm pretty sure it was just over dialogue that they didn't even know. Because guess what? The entire time you're watching the film, you're thinking one thing, and guess what? It then, ends up being something completely. Then different. cut the whole fucking scene off because that had conversation they, didn't they, pay off. In, in listen, I'm just saying, had they continued that conversation, it probably would have been just too much exposition. So it was like. I'll, Let's I'll keep it as a mystery. Yeah, Scott. There is such suspense in that yes. movie. Oh, there is. Big yeah. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, yeah. And Denzel, give. Oh, yes. Denzel. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Once, Denzel. Yes. Once it goes, once it goes, Leto, when it goes Jared Leto heavy, I'm like, I was in. Like, every, every scene that Leto was in, I mean, Leto, like, completely, I mean, they try to make him as ugly as possible, obviously, with the greasy hair, though, you know, he had the pot belly and his skin looked all weird. And he even like down to his walk. You see, like the way yeah. he walked, like the way he, he like transformed yeah. his walk to walk like a creepo. I mean, <laughs> it was pretty easy. Yeah, yeah. What I'll say though is would I have seen that movie in the theaters? Nope. I would not have gone and seen it in theaters. I think I would have. I, I like this I don't kind think of I, I would have been like, no, oh, I'm, like, I'm good. I would have. That's not yeah. my... I would have. Well, I think I would have. I like this kind of movies. Okay? But because you have like so, the, the whole past, so it's like, it's why wouldn't you, right? But So you didn't see Seven I, in the movie theaters? I, no, I haven't. No, what? No, you I haven't seen... You the Usual Suspect in movie theaters? No, I haven't seen the Usual Suspects. I haven't oh, seen this. What the fuck are you talking? Oh, what are you? Why are you I'm, I'm literally. <laughs> oh no! I'm literally, what did I just? What an idiot! <laughs> like what the fuck did I just say? I said, guess what? I wouldn't have seen this movie in theaters. That's like literally. Those are my words, right? Remember when I just said that? Or the hearing aid not on? Turn it on. So I can <laughs> say that. Listen. Dude, I, I wouldn't have seen right when you fucking said that, man. I know. Yeah, right. Oh, so good. Let, let's throw those seriously. Um, I would not have seen this movie in theaters. I'm so fucking glad that it came out on HBO Max. I'm like, dude, this like this is such a good film that I'm like, dude, I got to show Avery this because she loves this whole murder mystery stuff and she loved Knives Out, even though it's not the same thing, but it's still like that kind of like I want to see what her take is because I know what I was watching it. I was like, are they really going this route? And when it ended, I was like, no, they're not going that route. Never yeah, mind. yeah. I was I was the same way. I was like sitting there kind of like trying to be like, okay, is it gonna go this route? Like, I think it's gonna be this. And it didn't. Yeah. And that's what I, I appreciated about it. It was yeah. like, okay, mm. it totally did like a different the way it ended. I was like, oh shit, I need to watch it. it totally it, there is no trope in it because I was like, Oh, I didn't expect <laughs> okay, never mind. I didn't uh, no. there's no trope in this film, which I mean, uh, I think I think there was sometimes it was it was trying to capture the essence of seven a little bit. Like there was times where I was like, okay, this director's really like trying to push for that almost like a Fincher vibe when they're like in the crime scene and like Denzel's doing his thing. And you know, I mean, I I mean, if you think about it, I mean, look at the characters. You got the young hotshot, and you got the older detective type. I mean, it is seven esque, and you got the crazy. You know, this dude that here that's kind of fucking with him a little bit. There was a little bit of like seven esque, you know, a little bit in there, but uh, 
I think like sometimes I was like, man, is he going to go full force with it? Or is it just like, but, but like I said, when, when Leto is like heavy within the movie, it's all like fantastic. I mean, the interrogation scene alone, Jesus Christ. Well, and the best part about it was I was not going to be able to, I mean, the, the, the times were never going to work out for me to go see this in the theater as much as I would want to. So the fact that I was, I was, everyone got to bed tonight. I don't know what happened, but everybody got <laughs> it to all bed. lined up for you. It, 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 it all lined up. And so I watched WandaVision because I heard spoilers were already dropping. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? Maybe if I skip like the first 30 minutes of the vodka stream, I can actually like finish the movie. So I just was like, sorry, Dave, I'm watching little things. And I was like, on it. Cold blooded, man. How dare you, sir? How dare you? <laughs> yeah, okay. Like, literally, Rob is still here. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> you could have, you could have like been like, oh, well, it was on, and I was watching the movie, so I was double, you know. Hang on, there's a someone in chat told me you haven't seen Batman the animated series. Is that true? <laughs> I mean, I'm watching it. Oh my yeah, god! What is? No, this is not right. I grew up on the X Men animated series. Oh, uh, fuck off! Get up! Get fucking <laughs> up! exactly it was That's one thing song. or the other like x-men animated came out in 92 or 91 i forgot 92 they were both okay. because they both oh. came in without like two months of each other exactly but yeah. the x-men animated series came on on saturdays saturday mornings yes on, right. uh, oh yeah and that the animated series was after school it was after school yeah. Yes. 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 The week, yeah when i got out of school what was i doing I don't fucking remember, but I wasn't watching that. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, I'm like, what were you? Doing? West ending. I don't know. I don't You're fucking remember. Cars or something. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no. So every Sunday, Saturday morning, I would watch X Men animated, and then I would, and because uh, it had Wolverine, I would always watch the Wolverines on Saturday morning because they would usually play yeah. on the Big Ten. You mean the X Men? So that's, that's why I became a fan of the Wolverines, like Michigan football. So I was like. Oh, okay, cool. So, sorry. Like, I've never left Texas, and I'm like, I'm rooting, I'm rooting for fucking Michigan, which is cold as fuck. So, not where I thought this was going. <laughs> exactly. But I dig the X Men reference. Best animated show ever. Hundred percent. Listen, man. I'm telling you, man. Uh, you know, Hans Zimmer did a, a reference to the score in Dark Phoenix. That literally, that the the fact that he put that in the score. I was like, Dark Phoenix is the best X in the movie. Well, so, man, I, that I, know, I know, I know. Just, <laughs> oh, easy but, there, killer. Oh, I know. Blah, blah, blah. Fake. Fucking fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect drop. Yeah. No, 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 no. I think we can all agree that, you know, either Logan or uh, X2 is probably no, yes. yeah, the no, future past. Hey, oh yeah, he's a future pass. Oh, first class, he's a future pass, definitely. First, first, class, first class, okay, yeah, yeah. You know what's yeah. you know what's funny as hell is that I so like my daughter, she grew up on the the first class and all the other ones, and I remember I told her I was like, well, we got to watch the originals because I grew up on the originals, right? And she was like, well, I don't really want to, and and so I was like, just fucking trust me, dude. Like you're gonna like it, okay? So we watched <laughs> the first one, good. She's like, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Let's watch the second one cool good let's watch the third one i was like yeah she was like well what about the next one i was like no nah, that's it she's like what i was like i mean there's, there's wolverine's original but we ain't watching that she's like 
No, no, no. That's like the Tokyo yeah. Drift of X Men. Yeah, no. Hey, hey, don't, 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 Uh, I, like she really wanted to continue the X Men stuff. You know Watch the I mean? Ryan like, Reynolds scenes in, in Origins. Well, no, no, no. She, the no, Ryan she gets Reynolds scenes are top notch. Well, well, no, no. She's she's watched, yeah. Yeah. Well, she's watched Deadpool. Like that's not the issue. It's like I she's she's seen it already. Like she just didn't see the X Men originals. So by the right. time we got to the third one, she was like, "Oh, okay. Well, I want to keep going." And I was what? like, "No, it's." X Men, X Men Origins Wolverine. Sorry, Avery. Is like, and this doesn't get talked about often. Almost an amazing movie, I think. And I'm not saying like it was. It was. Get the fuck out! I'm not saying it was close to amazing. I'm saying it was almost. Listen, man, you sound so smart every week. Don't fucking do it, dude. Don't do it. There were some some phenomenal scenes. It's just that Ben's there were like, it some late reshoots and, a little bit of editing, and I think that movie could be like really, really smooth. But no. But like, are you sure dude, you're talking about the right movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, you talking about Origins? Yeah, which X-Men Origins? Yeah. Hey, no, 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 everyone. No, wait. The opening scene on. in that movie is amazing. Like the, the whole montage of the wars and everything. Hey, 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 let's hear from Rob. What do you got to say? <laughs> okay, got... forget the awful CGI and all the other problems with it. <laughs> They did the raging Cajun and didn't even make him Cajun or raging. This is true. <laughs> Yeah, I know. And, and, and he's a Canadian boy. <laughs> I fucking love, I w- I've so wanted a fucking Gambit film. Believe me. Yeah, everybody did. I wanted one. Yeah, I was like, I, oh, I, don't, understand. I don't understand. Yeah, it's the man. Yeah. Been. Because, well, like, growing up, I like I was all about DC, and I had a friend who was like all about X Men. He was like Gambit, Gambit, Gambit. And I was like, yes, yeah, Gambit's cool. Everybody was all about Gambit. I I still oh. don't understand how they did not go full force with. I don't Gambit. even know how, I don't how even know why I like twelve X Men movies and not a single one of them. I know when the fans actually wanted them to make. Yeah, no, no. Gambit was second to Wolverine. Gambit was second to Wolverine. I mean, playing. we got a film with Jubilee in it. Let's put that. I was like, what the fuck do we need Jubilee? We got three Jubilees. Yes. Hey, hey, so hey! Cool. She had that awesome eighties yellow jacket. Dude, Come on. I don't. Care. <laughs> I know, right? So why couldn't you just? <laughs> Why couldn't you give me Gambit? Was, I know, it, it, it always baffled me. X TV movie on Fox. If I remember that movie, which one? No, the, there was a TV movie, Generation X. It had Matt oh. Fuhrer as the bad guy. It had Jubilee. Was it Mutant X? Mutant X or something? Was it no, no, that was that was a ripoff TV show with yeah. the same guy with the oh. same guy who played Lex <laughs> Luthor and Lois and Clark. Um, um, hold on, I am going to I'm going to find this movie because it was like two he's got hour. <laughs> yeah, he's got a prop. This is from the set. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Did you grow up on the X Men animated series? Like I, I'm yeah, sure yeah. you're part of right? Spider Man yeah. and Spider Man too. Yeah. Life yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I can uh, like I can definitely yeah, say but I, hey but Garza, but Garza, I also watched Batman the animated series too. True, oh, same. I mean, yeah. And you know what? Cranking. It came out. It came out. <laughs> 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 I, like, I, no, I don't even. I don't even know what you fucking say. Dude. But I was like, I was like six, dude. I'm sorry. Like I was barely in kindergarten. Sorry. The thing yeah, with all the X Men movies, 
uh, the thing it's funny because Deadpool rectifies this, but all the X Men films like Americanized and took away the accents of all the characters. Right? Remember, like Storm had an accent and Halle Berry yeah, did uh, in the sequel. Oh god! And then like Pyro insane. had no accent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Banshee doesn't even have an accent, and it's like nope. every character, Colossus. What are yeah, they doing? He's, no, he's nope. not Russian all of a sudden. And then of course Deadpool actually makes him Russian. But yeah, yeah. why would I mean? X Men is supposed to be about diversity in, in the international aspect of the characters, and, and that's all of and it. That's what the MCU needs to do is respect that part. Because yeah, when when you, when you hear Storm, like like I think the first X Men movie, she tried to have an accent, and then the yeah, second it was rough. Swan, it was like, uh, wait, wait, wait a minute, Halle Berry. Uh, but now, dude, in the MCU, my fear is like, remember, like it, it started to happen in Civil War, but in the Avengers three and four. Wanda lost her ass. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm happy they did that lullaby sequence in the last episode. Oh yeah. Uh, in Sokovian. Yeah. And now they kind of explained it, but like they can't do that. If in they will bring in the X-Men, they have to make them the most international team ever. Yes. That's the whole point, right? Listen, so, yeah, I, remember this. I remember that. That's I remember, it. I remember that. Listen, I don't remember that shit at all. But uh, <laughs> February of 1996. <laughs> yeah, I do remember yeah. that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was, was like five sad. episodes of that. It was like an X Men ripoff. She was on Fox, right? Yeah, it was on it yeah. Fox. Fox. It was. It was shot to be a pilot. The show never got picked up, so they just aired the pilot as a standalone movie. But um. it, but it, it, but it follows the Generation X idea that Emma Frost has like her own team at a school in Massachusetts instead of up in Winchester. Okay. <laughs> Hey, but speaking of though, Emma Frost, and I only say this because Avery said that um, Dottie in WandaVision is is she thinks she's like Emma Frost. I was like, that's kind of weird. But then she goes, yeah. But then also the uh, what's it called from Annihilation? The uh, I always fucking I'm the wave, the wave, yeah, that little. Shimmer, Thank you, Amanda. She literally calls Annihilation the Shimmer because that's all she thinks about. Like she's like, oh, "Oh, it's a Shimmer." Like I fucking hate that film. She's like, "I bet that's what's happening." I was like, "Damn, dude!" Like she doesn't like she doesn't like Annihilation though. No, no, she loves Annihilation. I'm just saying. Like she was like when she saw Wandavision, she was like, "I feel like it's like the Shimmer." It's a little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, See that? Yeah. like, I didn't even. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Now, now, all we need is a lighthouse to complete the metaphor, I'm right? <laughs> <laughs> what if she makes one? I don't, we don't know, but um, I feel like with and and to go back to WandaVision and all that because that's mutant focused, and I've been saying this and I told Steven this fucking I don't know how many weeks ago because <laughs> it feels like it was weeks ago. I was like, dude, Disney Plus could easily be bringing in. X Men on a TV series or a Disney Plus series introduced that smart. way. Well, yeah. it's the reverse House of M theory. Oh, is it? That, oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a theory up there that instead of saying, instead of doing the No More Mutants line, which she did at the end of House of M and eliminated 90% of mutants out of the Marvel yeah. Universe, that instead of getting rid of mutants, the theories that maybe at the end of WandaVision should. Create, she'll unlock mutants because the uh, maybe they'll retcon it by saying her and Piotr were actually mutants, and the mind stone was what unlocked their X gene. And so the theory is that at the end of WandaVision, she will unlock the X genes in the MCU, 
and mm. thus creating the existence of mutants. Yeah, I, think, I don't want to. I don't want to point out anybody's body language. By any Rob, means. Rob, Rob, you just were moving, so let me just hear what you have to say. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I don't know if you guys back in 2015 when Age of Ultron came out. <laughs> They did like official tie-in comics back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They did a tie-in comic to explain two things: one, how the scepter got to where it was, like why Hydra had it, right? Because they didn't really explain that, like what happened to it after the event, first Avengers movie, right? They explained that part of it, but they also made a very big point of explaining why Piotr and Wanda were like the they like Hydra did experiments on tons of people in Sokovia to try to see who could gain abilities from the uh, Tesseract or whatever, the Mind Stone, whatever, yeah. And only those two succeeded. Only those two. And some people say it's all oh, they were fueled by hate and this and that, but it's like obviously not. In the comics, they keep retconning their history. They're beyonders. They're mutants. They're this. They're that. They're Cheeto children of Magneto, but they're not. Who knows? <laughs> they're so, inhumans <laughs> at one point. I yeah, think. It's, it's, yeah, it's a hybrid of all these things. So they are special. Something about them is unique. Yes. But we also know, and this has to be a fact, a baseline, in the current MCU, if we call it 99999, whatever universe it is, there are no mutants because if there were, they would have been mutants in World War II, in Vietnam, in all these battles. Who would have seen them? And they would have been recruited by S.H.I.E.L.D., right? So the only way to bring in mutants is through alternate realities, of course, right? Yeah, because you can't part. start right. the X-Men in 2025. The X-Men have existed in their universe for history. What's the point of Magneto becoming a mutant in 2025? The whole point of Magneto is he has history dealing with this awfulness of being different, right? So – Whatever, whenever they bring in whatever mutants they're going to bring in, they have to have a history in the universe they come from. So, yes, I think the only way to make sense of that is through alternate realities, which you've already introduced. And one division will obviously explode, and Doctor Strange, the sequel, and the Spider-Man, the third one, will explore as well. So, yeah, hundred percent. I think that's, and there are rumors that lead into what you're talking about. I think as well. So, god damn, can you imagine that? Like just a full-on X-Men series on Disney Plus? Like how? Like well, a yeah. It's going to happen. I mean, they're doing 10. They have 10 and I can tell you more, obviously, planned. <laughs> yeah. Wait, 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 wait. I see Dice rolling his eyes. What's up? Why, why are you rolling your eyes? Uh, yeah, man, it's like, the, the one thing I really need is to show up about like these kids and people with powers running from the government <laughs> trying to get them. Like, <laughs> I mean, that wouldn't be the show. Started. It was like enough of hey, this. Are you, are you giving us a hint? What are you saying, Dice? Are you telling <laughs> us some things? Oh no, I'm I'm saying I'll just say I'll just chime in here to say that anyone who is going without Gambit or Gambit withdrawals, listen to the Wolverine uh, audio podcasts from I believe Stitcher. They do them with the Lost Trail with the second season, and Bill Heck plays uh, Remy plays Gambit, who played he played the dad in Lock and Key. Awesome actor, perfect voice, perfect character. Richard Armitage is perfect as Wolverine. I got everything I needed from a Gambit movie with Wolverine from that one audio podcast, and that was sick. You did. That's a very small niche audience, Andrew. I I also got, like, the Wolverine series that I didn't know I wanted from those audio dramas, too. Those are awesome. Yeah. But the X-Men are coming, right, in the next couple years. Yeah. And Disney Plus will want to take advantage of that in some way. So. Uh, somebody, 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 uh, I mean, see, I can't really say that though, because I don't want to give like two spoilers away, but somebody, uh, I, I saw on my Twitter timeline that, that talked about like craziness that happened with like astronauts in this episode or something like that. Like there was like, an overheard thing and everybody was like, Hey, are they talking about astronauts? Like 
the Fantastic Four. What the heck? Yeah. I don't even pick the the How do you bring them in? You know, well, sword. based on sword, yeah. I mean, and, and that's not sword. a spoiler because that's or that was from last, yeah. Although, I love there. how they're like, What do you mean, sword? Sword has always been here. It's, it's part yeah. of the MCU, didn't you know? I, know. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, well it'll be retcon just Captain Marvel, too. Yeah, well, I was gonna say, even like the two recurring people from the other films, I was like, Who, who are they? I don't, they're new to me because I haven't watched any of the films, yeah. so I was like, Oh, okay, I you guess didn't watch Captain Marvel. I didn't, well. I didn't watch any. I basically watched Civil <laughs> War, Infinity War, and Endgame, and that's that's basically. You it. Oh, wow. I was like, you know I was watching, yeah. So I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm, I know that they're famous actors, or at least you know they've been in movies. So I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm sure they're probably important in this. Universe. I have a question for you. Does it work though? As it is. Yeah, yeah. No, it worked. I was like enjoying. I was like, dude, this this felt like the not only the intro, like dude, that fucking beginning. I was like, this felt more thematically important than Endgame. And that's that's huge because I was like I didn't feel it in Endgame like as much as much as you know Endgame is whatever. I was like that's what they should have done. They should I think more than Endgame I would say what they did in the intro of this movie was what they made a joke out of in Far From Home. Correct. Yes. Far From Home was a joke. I hated that. Series it was like like well, I, didn't, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know field. what that is because I, I haven't seen Far From Home. But I'm, all I'm saying yeah. is when I saw this intro, I was like, dude, like, here's the oh, thing man. I'm going to be expecting. When my daughter watched that, she's going to be like, holy shit. Like in her head, I don't think she's going to Well, I mean, I, I even mentioned it, and I think I'm, I mentioned it to you, Garza, too. We talked about it. Uh, yeah. Messaging was like, I would love to see a fucking full-on movie or dude, series about it, what happened at the, the beginning yeah. of this episode. Yeah, because this is, this is what it did for me. As I'm watching it, I'm going – Holy shit! What the fuck would that be? The chaos. Like, that you're, not, you're not gonna have you're not gonna have heroes just walking out of a fucking Doctor Strange circle and just walking. <laughs> out, you know what I mean? Like everybody that's returning, like no, dude, on your left, returning. on your left, yeah. yeah. Everybody's yeah. returning in the same spot that they were in. So you're going, we, yeah. It's a, it's a part of that movie. You don't see that part of it. So no, like, so I loved it. That's why I was like, dude. This but I think amazing. I think all the. It's hard because like if it was all individual character stories, you would see that obviously. But in a team up of teams upon teams upon teams of Avengers, it's like you have to get to the point. So, um, but even then though, they could have they could have at least shown. And I don't I don't mean this like in any other because I don't know, but like some of the side characters that weren't involved in that battle that were part of the the twenty one films leading up. You get what I mean? Like you know, Natalie Portman or I don't yeah, know. I think I think I you're gonna get that though. I, mean, I think you're gonna get that in Thor Four. Yeah, I know, but, but I haven't watched this film, so I don't know like who would be involved. But what do you think of Endgame, the very first scene where Hawkeye is like, dealing with his family being? Oh yeah, no, no that's what I'm yeah, saying. Was, so, like that yeah. scene, I was thinking that's how it was going to be, Best and Avenger. then we get up to yeah, and then we get to <laughs> Thanos, and then all that shit. And so I was like, holy, sh-. like in my head, I was going, this shit is fucking deep. I'm excited, and then it did not go that deep. And then we were talking. We well, had a little it. bit of Scott um, seeing his daughter all grown up. So yeah, I exactly. Know. Well, here's the thing that I thought of. I was like, okay, well, if the streets are all like, you know, looks like it hasn't been kept up in five years, how did that memorial and the grass get cut so well? You know what I mean? Because in my head, I'm going, well, obviously, if they're going to have a memorial set up. Yeah, man. I like that that came along where it was like, if half of everyone dies, society's going to fall apart. Sports (laughs) leagues will stop. Come 2020. 
as like yes. they're like you need to get people back in and watching baseball, guys. Exactly. I don't care that half these people yeah. die. We have to. Yeah. Exactly. That's they what I was like. Well, well, I mean, you know, in my head, I'm going, well, you can't show the streets just fucking littered with trash, and then just show this memorial, just like that's all clean and, and- yeah, it's like grass cut, lawns great and mowed, and I was like, I mean. I mean, I get it. Don't get me wrong, but I know if, like, if you really think about it, it's like, wait, half the people are gone. Shit! Finally, we can actually clean some shit up because there's not yeah. people. You know, I would. Like, that's what I would. Back thought. to where we were in 30 years. I think it was. I thought this will be exactly back here with the exact same population. I will say on that point, San Francisco sucks as a city. <laughs> so I totally believe that if half the people died, the other half would be like, Whatever. oh yeah, oh yeah, moving. Oh yeah, yeah. There's literally human shit like out there. I on do. The listen, I do feel bad for Scott Lang though. Like, could you imagine disappearing for like what you think are hours, and you exactly. come back and it's like your daughter is a completely different actress. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah <laughs> man. That's cold blooded, dude. Listen, all I'm saying we, is we only watched, stand the real rulers of the universe. I watched Infinity War and I remember leaving and I was like, fuck. Like that I felt that and I was like, damn, dude, that's a good that was good. Like I loved it. I was like, I didn't need to watch anything between that and Civil War, and I understood everything. I was like, dude, the fact that Vision died twice. That's why I was like, dude. That is fucking dark, dude. Like that. Don't get me wrong. Like, as anybody wants to talk shit about Marvel about being happy, popcorn bullshit. Cool. Infinity War. No, dude. You see, Infinity, you see, Vision. The fact that he dies and he tells Wanda that he's like, listen, you can't hurt me, and he allows her to kill him. And then Thanos is like, oh, fuck that. I got a time stone. So let's just go ahead. Let me just pick that out. She watches him die again. I was like. Dude, after making this, the heartfelt sacrifice, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. dude, it, it was there, and I was like, "Fuck, man!" Like that film to me, like that was that's top tier. So I was like, uh, "Okay, so like that's why I was so interested in this film or in the series because I'm like, well, if this is set afterwards, mm-hmm. like, what the fuck are we going?" And so what we see in this la- latest episode, oh man, yeah, I was just like, yeah. like even when we see, there's a there's a there's yes. a shot where I was like, yes, oh. yes. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We won't mention it, yeah, but there's yeah. a shot where you're like, whoa, shit. Whoa. <laughs> like, yeah, whoa. That, yeah, that fucked me. I was like, damn it. I have my lights off right now. Like, thanks a lot, man. You guys, think, you guys think this should have been episode three and one and two no. together? No, 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 no. Episode no. two and the first three episodes should have just been one. That should have been it. Yeah, I think that if they, they, they didn't if they weren't going to commit 100% to the sitcom bit, and instead do they did like, here's sitcom homages, mm-hmm. then they, they did three episodes of like, ah, we're going to reference some sitcoms, but also hold off all the stuff that people are interested in. Yeah. And so, which I was like, hold on, hold on. I, I'll wait for it. And this episode comes out. I'm like, okay, so why didn't you just, if you're not going to do a full, like actual sitcom episode, why didn't you just put those three episodes into one and then make this the second one? Or, the, or yeah, the, I think each is showing a bit of a different thing because because one is the intro and you're like none of this makes any sense. It's weird, and then the second one is like they're breaking it and she's controlling stuff because of what she does to yeah. Vision at the end. And yeah. the third yeah. one, you're like oh, now everyone else is trying to figure it out. You know what I mean? So yeah. each episode is thematically a different thing. And again, like I agree. Like when I was recommending it to people, I'm like, hey, it's a slow burn. I hate that we have to wait for it. 
However, so it is just two weeks, at, four episodes. Yeah, and if you look at it in the scope of a dramatic arc, if you look at the arc of the entire, what I'm assuming the season will be, as opposed to just each episode in and of itself, then the first three episodes being like rising action isn't really that slow. I mean, seriously, like you're well, gonna say that three well, three episodes are too slow for you when it's not. And it's not the episode count and save the budget for the later episodes. It's also thirty four oh, no. minutes. Like, I don't know. Like it's it's not slow when you consider, yeah, the first three episodes you can add up to basically an hour, right? So like that's what I'm saying. Like they should have done that full hour and they released those episodes, and because this literally the opening shot of of this fourth episode, I was like, oh, that's where their visual effects budget went. Like, dude. <laughs> I also wonder because I was loving because I could watch those first three episodes and I was just like, oh, OK, this is I Love Lucy and Bewitched and Dick Van Dyke. Then the yeah. second episode was like Brady, okay, I, Brady Bunch kind of Bra- thing. Well, the third episode was Brady Bunch. Like yeah, yeah. Yeah, their house in the 70s. No, that's the Brady's house. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. So I was watching it and I actually was just enjoying the quirkiness of. Damn, I watched all these shows. <laughs> exactly <laughs> what I'm referencing right now. Oh, dude, I was loving. I was I watched them when they premiered. Yeah, yeah you did, <laughs> old man. Yeah, like, well, it, but here's the thing, though. Avery was also like, after the second episode, she was like, "Well, are they going to keep doing this? Like, are they going to stay in this form or whatever?" I was like, oh, "No." no. It's like, and now yeah, no. Like Jackie Gleason while we eat. <laughs> yeah, no, but. <laughs> So, like, when she, like, I'm interested to see her thoughts on this episode because. What's the rerun? Yeah, her reaction to, like, what's happening in WandaVision, considering she's like me, like, I I take her to the movies that I, you know, I always ask her, hey, when Captain Marvel came out, I'm like, I'm showing her the trailer. Hey, do you want to go see that? Her first reaction was like, no, I'm good. I was like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I don't, I don't like, I don't influence her to anything. I try to, the reason why I like hearing her thoughts is because she doesn't have a filter. She's not on social media, so she doesn't know. She doesn't know what's Marvel, what's D. I mean, she does, but she's not going. Oh yeah, all these people are talking about DC and they're hating it, or they're loving Marvel. She's just going. I want to see a good film. So, yeah. like when she she didn't want to see Captain Marvel, so I was like, all right, cool. Uh, she she liked <laughs> Wonder you. Woman. She was like, you know, Wonder Woman eighty four. She was like, eh, it's not as good as the first one. I was like, <laughs> okay. Uh, and so with WandaVision, she was like, oh, I love it. Cool. So. Yeah, that, that's so so interesting to me because, again, she's. I've tried to get her to watch Civil War. She watched it once. All right, cool. Endgame, she loved. Or not Endgame. Infinity War, Endgame, she loved. But, I mean, the fact that she's enjoying WandaVision, it's like that's what Marvel needs to do. And I'm excited as a DC fan to watch what's going to happen because well, me, film, it looked like a film this this week. Oh, I was someone who was like, after the Infinity Saga ended, I was like, I'm really punching out of the MCU. I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm good. Thank you. Yeah. I got my story. It's wrapped up. WandaVision actually has me like, like I, like I said, I was like, yeah. I need to watch this before I come on the yeah. show tonight. Like, I need to see this. Well, it's like after having no like MCU films for in 2020 or nothing, like we haven't had anything really since Endgame. It's like, yeah. This is a good little start to, you know, whatever we're headed to in well, this. But you know what's what's embarrassing is that we've had two DC films since then, right? I mean, if yeah. we're going to say yeah, it, right? Yeah, Prey and Wonder Woman, yeah. Yeah, and it and it 
It doesn't feel. I mean, spoke. yeah, I heard you. Uh, well, no, that's not what I said. I put <laughs> words in my mouth, man. Because yeah. I love birds of prey. You know that. Can you do my drop? Oh, birds of prey. Which one? Uh... Fuck off! Get up! Fucking up! Because <laughs> I love birds of prey. Wonder Woman. Eh, I love you and McGregor and you were the first yeah, yeah, and Margot yeah. Robbie and Margot Robbie. Yeah, Birds I love Black, Black Mask in that movie. But yeah, I mean, like, you know, there's things I don't like about it. Though. Well, right. I think everyone is a little, a little like too positive. Everybody, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, every, but the whole year, it feels like everybody was kind of like, well, "What about Sex and Justice League?" You know what I mean? And so nobody was ever was like, "Well, well, what about Wandavision? Like, what's going to happen with Wandavision?" It was a complete opposite. It was like, like Wandavision. <laughs> And it, it has it ignited me to go. All right, dude, I'm I'm very interested in this. I want to see what this stuff goes because, like Rob was saying, he is if he's going to give us implications that this is going to change a lot of things, which is a direct quote from Rob. So whatever, that's what true. Not me. I did say that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm going. Funny. Yeah, it's on. It's on tape. It also came from Kevin Feige at Comic Con, but I'll, it's me. <laughs> you fucking said it, dude. You uh, but uh, yes, this is the beginning of something massive. I'll tell you that much. That's what, that's what I'm saying. And so it's like, dude, if this is the case, like when I when I watch this and when I watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be invested in it because I don't have. I don't feel like I have to watch Ant Man before. There's nothing against anybody that likes Ant Man, but <laughs> yeah. I, there's nothing wrong with the first hand, man. The second one. Oh, no, I'm yeah. Like I'm I'm as excited as anybody for Falcon and the Winter Soldier to say, you know, uh the guy with the metal arm and then the guy with the wings, you remember? Um, but about WandaVision specifically, I think the thing that has burned me is that if all of these theories were going around like she's trapped in hell and like Mephisto is here, and this is some intense like fracturing because she's gonna be in the multiverse thing. And now we have our reveal, uh, which I don't think is a spoiler. Like, I won't get into specifics, but the the way you could instantly make me go, oh, is if you say, you'll never guess this, the superhuman woman with reality-altering mind powers has lost it. And now (laughs) we're going to build up to a scene where someone is saying, Wanda, please, you have to stop being a hysterical woman. <laughs> you become not, a villain. Not in 2021. You get so many points, guys. I know you just watched a child be born into this world through a woman, so I get it. I know that you're on the vibe. But we fucking rule. I just hate hey, listen, gone from like that was. Listen, that was so long ago. That was over 13 years ago. Believe me, I've forgotten, so I don't remember anymore. The, the fact that the Wanda moment was her standing off against Thanos and everybody having this collective like inhale of breath being like, Oh right. Wanda's badass to go from that <laughs> to no, no, no. Like she made like, you know, like a happy ending where she has like a domestic yeah. life with vision is yeah. like, Oh, she's let's just turn dishes. that right back down. She's uh, literally watching. We, we don't know why this happened. Right. Or I mean, yeah. Listen, what comes of it? If if, if we get Wolverine because of because of Wanda being domesticated, am I going to complain? <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> yes. I mean, bring, listen, bring this back <laughs> to bring it full circle. If this gets us to the X Men, where they finally realize that Taylor Kitsch has been born to play Cyclops, 
then I am 100% on board. He was a great guy, but he's never he's cool. Gambit, wasn't he? <laughs> Let's wait. Not really. I mean, not really. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he well, wasn't really Gambit. He stole his identity. That, you can yeah. tell. He doesn't well, even talk the well, same. He, he, he did one of these Kato. things where, where he like did something with cards. He doesn't have a yeah, card. Yeah, he just went like this. cards. He, just, yeah. he literally just flew it, and he didn't even like do it. You know no, what I mean? Yeah, I was all CG, Yeah, he was in a He went... He, he did the whole card thing where he like he put it between you and you're like, wait, but I see a string. Well, he had a cane. Yeah, he had some kind of cane thing that right that did something. The bow he staff. And he slapped yeah. it against the ground. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like an area of effect spell. <laughs> then he said, "Oh, share," or I don't know. <laughs> that probably didn't. Yeah. yeah. No. Oh, yeah. 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 Think about Taylor Kitsch does would remind mm-hmm. me of Wolverine. You know, just. Cyclops, Cyclops has Canadian alpha energy. He's uh, a leader, <laughs> but he's not the leader of the Wolverine group. is a Canadian rugged energy. Uh, see, see, we got it. Okay, Watch okay. the deduction and then come back to me and talk about Taylor Kitsch. Do you think do you think that they will actually cast a Wolverine that's like supposed to be like five foot like two or something like three or whatever the hell he is? Like he's like Oh, I think they that standard Hollywood actor, five foot six. Yeah, yeah. they'd have to audition everybody <laughs> in Hollywood. <laughs> so Tom Cruise, you know, or you know, yeah, a little Iron Man height. Yeah, yeah. I don't I think know. a guy I'm from. Uh, I mean, they're laughing. You like Jerry Renner. You can't talk about people like you can't. He's well, not Renner's like my height. He's like five ten. Well, no, yeah. but the people in these movies are never no, the height that they're actually like. We talk about this regularly. Like, there's that shot from Fast Five where Vin Diesel is like. Up in the rock's face, he's four yeah. inches shorter than the dude. <laughs> oh, like more than that. Make the height to work out however they need to. In X Men, X Men one, six inches. Yeah, every yeah. yeah. stands yeah. on a stool to go face to face with Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Well, I want to see yeah. that behind the scenes shot of Vin Diesel standing on a fucking you know. Crazy oh yeah, you know that like you must have prohibited <laughs> cameras that like captured him Everyone on the apple crate. Turning your smartphone. <laughs> yeah, it was like a closed set of him standing on uh, an apple crate yelling at the rock, and he's like, nobody's an apple crate. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they had. <laughs> Step ladder, yeah. Oh man, that's I know. embarrassing. But I know. I just, I, I wonder if they're, if they're going to actually go that route of like legit, like because I mean, I think I mean, so. This, this is, this is the thing that I'm looking kind of forward to when it comes to uh, them doing X Men again. Is like when it comes to DC. I mean, we've heard the shit like, like that's not my Superman. I don't like you know what Zack Snyder's doing. I don't like the darkness. I don't like these, re, re, you know, ah, oh, what, what, what is, what is going on over here? Like, but Marvel never, never has had that yet because they've never had like a different Wolverine or a different Iron Man. Deal with that with X Men though. Yeah, it's like what's going to happen when you get that new Wolverine that's not Hugh Jackman? Are people going to accept it? You know, like, like what is going to happen? I, I just, I can't wait for that reaction, and that's why I wonder if they go like. Oh, we're gonna go with someone shorter, not like six foot two or three. Hugh Jackman. People be into it. Yeah, I mean, look. look, I mean, sorry, Stephen. Like Kevin Feige was working on the original X Men. He forced them and got them to actually add some color to their stupid X Men costumes. It was only because of him. Also, if you ask Hugh Jackman, and if we ever have a chance to interview him again, he will praise Kevin Feige because he was like an assistant producer working for the Donner Company in the first X Men movie. And when they brought in Hugh for his audition, because Dugan Scott couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. Because he had to do Mission Impossible too, right? Feige took him out for a night out. 
Yeah. Didn't have to do it. Just did it out of pure like fandom and caring. And it's like Hugh Jackman that, that, always that, loved that, him for that. That story always boggles my mind because you know I've uh, never heard it. Can you tell it? Because I've never heard it. Um, yeah. Okay. What, what's what's Kevin, what was the original Wolverine that got cast? What was Scott. Scott. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. he couldn't do it because he, he ever was after Mission Impossible two by, right. by like objectively the worst Mission Impossible movie of the franchise. However, yes, I have seen that probably more than any of the other ones. Yes. Why did you do that to yourself, Steve? They, they, they had it on VHS. When they, when they jump off the motorcycles know. and they collide midair. Badass. The only no, no, part no, of was... Mission Impossible two that's redeemable is it introduced the voice chip. That yeah. at least explained how they the can talk about someone else's voice. voice. But Mission Impossible 3 at least improves on it because you actually get the cool scene oh, you know what? I may have seen of them like more. recording the, the face. Yeah, where he reads the phonetic card. My, my family yeah, was like a, a regular quote. Even. And my family was the um like they had to be like hey go get my we're gonna get pizza go get my wallet <laughs> right from my coat and be like okay cool where is it it's like it's in my my coat pocket my right jacket oh yeah that was that was <laughs> I, 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 hey hey I've heard it I, this, I, this. I don't hate Mission Impossible two I don't mm. I still think it's it, it's it's a warranted you know issue in the. In the no, in the, the worst Mission Impossible movie, it's a John Woo. Like, it's a John Woo in the best franchise, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's, yeah. that's 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 a good clarification, Dave. Is it's uh, next to the other Mission Impossible movies? That's totally different, but it's a it's it is such a John Woo film of oh, like such a John. I was Tom Cruise I mean, Hopkins, climbing the the red rocks, jumping. Free fall with doves flying. Oh yeah, doves. <laughs> I was. Oh, I was. Cruise, like um. No, his I was hair literally... was another character in that movie. Yeah. Listen, his hair was. was oh, his hair was not mission wait, difficult. Wait, 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 wait. Hunt is mission impossible. I, I literally <laughs> have no idea how we got on a mission impossible. I was literally talking about. Hugh Jackman and Kevin Feige going out the fucking whatever. who was the villain in Mission yeah. Impossible 2, was originally <laughs> cast as Wolverine. He yeah. got injured and or delayed on Mission Impossible 2, so they had to recast him because Wolverine needed to start production. That's right. how Hugh Jackman, because I remember being a nerd at the time going, who the hell is Hugh Jackman? Yeah, who yeah. they casting as Wolverine? And casted? That's what you mean, right? They casted yeah, yeah. him. Casted. So, so they, they filmed you. <laughs> he was doing uh, stage shows in London at the time, and yeah. they brought him over. Okla- he was doing Oklahoma because he's saying, "Oh, what a beautiful morning on the Today Show the Monday after." And I was like, "Who the hell and is I this listen. guy?" And I only know about that. Didn't, didn't he get like? Didn't he get like the uh. phone call like a two or three weeks beforehand? And like, and even like Hugh Jackman says, like he he was like, damn, I want I wanted to get in like super shape for it, but I couldn't because oh, yeah, they, 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 dude, dude, he was cast and they were already shooting, so yeah. he was like, so yeah. Yeah. So that's why, that's why he's, like, he's not he's not you know as jacked as he is in the other movies no, because right no, yeah, no, no. Because he the didn't first they shot he's wearing a sweater to kind of cover yeah. it up. And then, then yeah. they, he worked out as he obviously did it and bulked up for the sequels. But yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. But he, he was always super uh, like Jack. Hugh was super in love with with uh, Kevin and the other guy who worked for the donors who took him out. They they they, they, they were so kind to him before he even got the role. But they, he couldn't believe it, and he, he, that kind of changed how he acted for the rest of his career. That's why he was just like a gentleman, a nice guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I do remember yeah. going to see yeah. Ever After with my mom and thinking this guy would be a kick ass Wolverine. <laughs> 
<laughs> Ever After was a pretty cool movie. I love that was a pretty variety. cool movie. Uh, and Angelica Houston, and it was Danny Houston who played oh. Striker in yeah, X Men yeah. Origins Wolverine. Who Danny played Houston? Leonardo da Vinci in that movie? I'm trying to remember. Some old guy. X two? What origin? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? No, no, yeah. I was going to say, though. We're playing Six Degrees think, or Kevin Bacon. I know. Well, here's what I was going to say. Speaking of dead franchises, I'm not talking about X-Men, though. Um, I found it odd. And, and again, this is another conspiracy, so I apologize. But why would um, HBO Max or, or Warner Media allow um, uh, some kind of legendary property to be released on Netflix, i.e., Tomb Raider and Godzilla, oh, their animated Godzilla. series. Because I, I was kind of confused about that because I went, what, "Shouldn't yeah, sorry, Skull Island? Wouldn't HBO Max want that on their series?" Why that was the thing they talked about before, and it, it's weird because it was before Ke- um, Kylar came on because Kylar is very much more siloed. He's way more Walt Disney, like literally, he idolizes Walt Disney, right? Um, uh, like openly, like he will he will say, "I model my life after Walt Disney." Um, but he, um, okay. Um, the, they, when HBO Max originally came out, they were like, look, we're not going to have exclusives to everything because sometimes we'll get a better deal licensing something out to another streaming service. So we're not going to take a wash on potential profits simply to have everything on board. Now I think they're moving away from that because Kylar is like, no, we're going to silo. We're going to have everything and it's going to be global, which they should. that's a transition that they are in right now and they're not there yet and so i i my assumption is the is the tomb raider and in kong stuff is 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 like the holdover from like if that had started negotiations later probably it would it would be hbo max do you think it but do you think it would have been because it's animated right i mean i don't i don't feel like that would have been that would have been like long negotiations actually that's a really interesting point because i don't know what hbo max has a really good animated catalog i don't know if they have an original animated um production arm whereas netflix actually has an established yeah. animation division well, so. they use they use like powerhouse studios which is based here in austin that's who's going to be doing the gut the skull skull oh, they do that and then they do the montreal Stars find a date from um the right. um the uh, believe me the, I tried. the mortal combat guys um are oh, yeah, doing no, no. Like, the um army of the dead las vegas and all that right that's what i'm saying so it's like to me i'm kind of going was this a was this part of the a legendary? We're going to be releasing things on HBO Max. I guess you know we can't do your animated, so you can go ahead and you know give that to anybody else that wants to offer. Because you remember, Godzilla got offered from from Netflix two hundred fifty million, right? Yeah. So, hmm. is it like, are these behind the scenes things that we're seeing coming out to you know in the day of light? Rob, would you happen to know any kind of? Inside information. Well, what's the What's the question? Are there are more? I mean, like, okay, so so with HBO Max releasing Godzilla vs Kong, right? You yeah. had mentioned they Legendary was not happy about that. They did not no, want to do they're, that. They're formulating a lawsuit. But, they made a deal. But yeah. guess what, though? But guess what? They were still listening to inquiries of 250, 250 million from Netflix. Well, they couldn't really do that because HBO HBO Max wanted to do it. So were they kind of like, hey, listen? Um, Netflix, we don't, you know, we're not going to be able to do this deal, but we have a couple of deals, i.e., Skull Island and um, Tomb Raider. I don't know if they the animated series, yeah, that's a separate yeah, thing. Um, 
for reference, for context, the Skull Island is based on the continuity of the films. The Tomb Raider thing is not at all based on the films. It's based on the games. Okay. Uh, so That's it's okay. a separate new continuity sort of thing. Um, fine. In terms of the deal, it's it's a weird... I don't know all the details on that one, but usually if it's a distributor change, the distributor must be involved, right? So hmm. uh, either way, there's a problem. If the deal was for back in on theatrical cut and you that's part of the promise or the contract and they all of a sudden are going to remove that or also splice it with a release on a streaming platform like they're doing. They have the production company who may have deals in place. I don't know what the deals are for back end on theatrical release has every right and must to set a precedent sue to protect their investment. Right. Uh, that's why all this problem happened. Obviously Warner brothers, Warner's media sweetened the pot with Warner brothers part of it, uh, to make them happy enough to do the HBO max theatrical split. Um, it's entirely separate from the Netflix deal, though. Um, hmm. But in terms of deal, I think Warner Brothers are probably shopping all these things around, just seeing what kind of money they can get, to yeah. even just for Intel to measure it against their own internal investment into doing the platform for subscribers and stuff. So, uh, Do you think that's the same situation that happened with, like, Dune? Like, because all of a sudden we see Dune in the, uh, the little trailer that they had this. I don't even know if Dune is locked in. That could, That is a separate well, they- could even be but they but they they had them in the trailer this time like they didn't have them in the last but one. they also announced it before making a deal which yeah, led to a oh, shit. so like that could be <laughs> still in the process in the works this happens all the time by the way like so they, yeah. they, they going to marvel again they were shooting scenes with spider-man on set before they legally were allowed to you know what oh, what I mean? the deal wasn't even happening and they were shooting stunt doubles doing stuff in costumes they even told us accidentally on set that and they would never let us run it so um <laughs> Like actually, this costume designer said straight up, the most difficult costume I've worked on was Spider-Man. We're all like, who? What? The, everyone else said, like, well, we'd love to work with Spider-Man, but we can right now. Yeah. But they already were for like two weeks. Um, so this happens all the time. Stuff's, there's like, you know, gentleman's agreements, so to speak, and, and stuff happening yeah. in the works. It's just speed takes precedence with these big budget mm-hmm. things. So, um, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with Doom. Cause the, so I did this like private sort of like one hour conference thing before they released a shorter version online and, and and the whole cast was there oh yeah, yeah. Oh, on twitter and stuff they showed it on twitter but we saw the original yeah. version which oh, was, okay, okay. trust me they will never release that because there's some <laughs> well, I, well shit happens. can i ask can i ask you this though did, yeah. did uh um oscar isaac talk more shit about star wars <laughs> not so much about star wars but he, he oh, okay. at every opportunity he talks shit about josh brolin like those two guys, like, like oh, nonstop. Half of it was that. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson that. wasn't even there, that. but in the public version, Jeez. they cut her in after the fact. Yeah, um, yeah. But for Denis, can, he's I, like, I that. Yeah. Denis took a lot of time, rightfully so, but he yeah. was really big on the business side of it. And he says, I did this for two reasons. One, I get to shoot on location wherever I want. And two, I'm making minimum two movies. So when they said, they said, this is going to go to streaming, he's like, it's going to bomb the movie. I'm not going to be able to make a sequel. So right away, he's like, F all of this. Like, if you uh, guarantee me a sequel right now, you know what I mean? Because that's the yeah. plan. It's minimum two, maybe three. So, and he uh, shut the fuck up after that one, didn't he? He was yeah. like, no, oh, no, I can't do this. But literally, like, no, no, every filmmaker's upset with yeah. this deal until no. they get a 10, 15, 20 million paycheck. Exactly. Like, that's yeah, my point. That's though. I was like, dude, imagine getting, imagine like causing an uproar going, well, dude, you, you're not even let, giving me an opportunity to like release my movie. And they're like, yeah, but we're gonna pay you like it was a hit. They're going shut up. Here's twenty mil. Oh, okay, that, that's what's so oh. interesting about all this. The fact, I mean, like the Patty Jenkins thing. Like all of a sudden, like she went from saying, "Hey, I don't want to," no, no, this is coming out on theaters, and all of a sudden it was all like, theaters. "Yeah," and then all of a sudden she was like, "Hey, yeah, you I can love- watch it on HBO Max." It's the best like, way to see what? it. 
And she's yeah, like, exactly. oh, no, I don't want this. <laughs> and then, and then right after the opening weekend, I get Wonder Woman 3. Look at that. Uh, yeah. That's why, that's why she went Denny. back and forth the whole time. Well, no, no. Denny, that's why he, he did that one uproar. And the whole reason why Nolan's pissed off is because guess what? He doesn't have a film working right now. Like, he doesn't have any leverage <laughs> except for him going, well, no, I, I wanted to release my movie during the pandemic. And uh, spoiler alert, Tenet was not fucking worth it. Believe me. I, not, I should not have risked my life to go see that shit of a fucking film. I am sorry. <laughs> Don't go chasing waterfalls. Hey, listen, Amanda, what's that? Is that Amanda? <laughs> hey, listen. Oh, hey, some... Fuck you up! Ten, that's what mind. I should have said to, to, to fucking Nolan for him telling me that I should risk my life. Some movie, hey, <laughs> not everyone's going to get some movies. Not everyone's going to get them. That's why I just... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Listen. Listen, Who dude, Garza my, have me on listen, so we can have this out finally. My, my, my daughter, called, my daughter called the fucking film in the middle. She was like, "Hey, I think this is gonna happen." I was like, "Really?" She was like, "Yeah, no, no, this is gonna happen." Watch. And I was like, oh, "Okay." The only thing I'll concede is happening. The only thing I'll concede about Tenet means your daughter's fucking genius. I, I loved it. And I thought it was brilliantly <laughs> constructed, and I enjoyed the plot and, and all that. I will say, and I, she I, got it, and you didn't. That's I, what it means. <laughs> I understand why I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not trying to defend uh, is, Garza right now, but that movie no. is, is just structurally fucking. No, Dave, Dave, can you like eject those two? It, it, right it, it does have a like decent plot in the bottom somewhere, but it's just. It's just convoluted. Tenet has a bad first hour and bad marketing, but the bad half does pay off a lot of it, but still there's bad dialogue and some bad characterization and really questionable motivation. I don't know what anybody is shooting at. That's a filmmaking criticism. I understand the story, but because they can't the complexity of actually doing a shootout in that third battle is is beyond like he did a really good yeah. job, but that is like yes. a, a step too far. Even no, I, just, man, I did. It. Yep. And this I is took a thing. calculus like, class I, in university, yeah. and I was like, I don't get this at all. I need yeah. to drop this class. Like, <laughs> if I had said this is bad math. I don't think this is like, math. This doesn't yeah, make sense. At the end of the at the end of the day, like I was watching it and I was like, comparing calculus to tenant. The fact that he was able to shoot this the way he did, I was impressed. I was like, dude, this is fucking yeah. amazing. But I was yeah. going, I don't fucking complex. need to see this. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I don't fucking need Like, this isn't making me engage in this film for the two hours that I literally just spent. I was like, dude, the, like, I'm sorry, spoiler alert, the guy has fucking yeah. cancer. Fuck him, dude. What, what Listen, the, the protagonist was bland. The fuck relationship him. he had with... Uh, with uh, that female yeah. actress, yeah. I forgot her name, Rebecca. was bland. The the yeah. villain was bland. Yep. The whole plot about the whole world and then was absolutely bland. It is just it was so simple. It was so Dave, simple that he needed that uh, his 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 hair whack his shoes <laughs> whack <laughs> the, way, the, way that, the way he talks whack the way yeah. that he doesn't even. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm but I'm dead serious though. So, like, oh, listen. If you get that in your drop. Listen, listen. That's the thing though. It was so simple that you're going, I don't like why are you telling me all so of this? Simple? Shit? 
it was so simple, but then you're like, but I feel like you're trying to confuse me because of all this shit that we're no. going back. And I mean, forth. I get, I get, I get what Ben is saying. I watched the movie with my dad and he had a really tough time with it too. Oh. Andrew dies. Will you marry me? I was debating. Leave me as by the minute. I was debating who I like best. No, no, Stephen. <laughs> Listen, oh. I de- by default, I don't like Stephen. So Dice is there. Like, <laughs> I can't go against that. But all I'll say this is that Dune, when it comes out. It is going to benefit from HBO Max. There is not a fucking chance that that film is going to be a success, quote unquote, because guess what, dude? As much as I love, like, I'm excited for Dune. I want to go see it. (laughs) You're not going to see this big franchise pop out of it unless people are talking about it like they will be with HBO Max. Sorry. I, I, yeah, I do. Th- I do think the best the best format for Dune would be like a a streaming streaming series. Yes, like. But but if you're going to do the movie, then the ideal scenario would be a like several hundred million dollar movie that is going to be on streaming and everybody. Here's the thing, though. I I don't know if you guys have have heard this. Jason Kylar, he is on record for literally saying, hey, guys, you know what, though? I'm not going to be surprised when uh, we have series and films coming out that have a budget of a billion dollars or more. He is on record for saying that. And you know why he's saying that? He's going, if we have enough subscribers, they're going to be paying for it. Okay? That's all that matters. If he's thinking in his head already, this is a year ago, before he was the CEO of Warner Media, of coming out and saying, I can see that a budget would be a billion dollars. Imagine that kind of precedent, right? Imagine being that kind of filmmaker to go, hey, listen, I have an idea, but it's <laughs> – I mean, it's crazy as it's going to sound. It's going to cost me five hundred million to make it, and he's going. James Cameron, by the way. Yeah, I know, and and, and him and well, yeah. Jason Cowher going. Sure, absolutely, dude. I that's five hundred million less than I thought I was going to have to spend. Here, here's five hundred million. Make whatever you want to make. Like that's yeah. the kind of thought process that he has. That depends what it is. So it has to be something that has theme parks, right? Well, it's oh, merchandise yes. licensing, right? That, that, Avatar. That, that, that's an Avatar Warner Brothers superhero bet. Yep. Yeah. Uh, also multi-part, two movies minimum, maybe a spin-off series. <laughs> you, <think? laughs> you know, yeah, but well, yeah, but then they also have these wrong, stuff. Like yeah. Avatar two and three, and plus you add four and five, and now you're hitting a billion, no problem. But yeah, that's on them. Doesn't matter. It's already paid itself off. They already built theme parks. Um, yeah. and then yeah. Yeah. Avengers three and four were half a billion. Amazon spending half a billion on Lord of the Rings. You know, yeah. so that's yeah, a prequel. That's not even like. Hey, look, we're gonna redo everything. It's like, no, this is before. Yeah, yeah. Though. but it's years of stuff and, and licensing. So, and it's also Jeff Bezos' money. He made that money last week, I'm sure. So, <laughs> no problem. <laughs> he makes like he likes up. He makes him. I, I I think I read something like he makes like a hundred grand. Like if he were to drop like a hundred grand by the time he like bends down pick to pick up. it up, he makes it back up. It's like <laughs> positive ROI. Yeah, positive. yeah. yeah. Like goddamn, dude. But I mean, but you can imagine that with like DC and, and why, why I'm so confused about Warner brothers being so against HBO max. And like, because here's the thing <laughs> I'm not, again, it's still conspiracy, but the fact that they decided to announce 
Godzilla vs. Kong to be on the 26th when they already known the 25th was Zack's day. It's just kind of like in my head, I'm going, what the fuck are you guys doing at Warner Brothers? Like, how hey, can that be? You want to know why? Go to Twitter, yeah. uh, Warner Brothers Pictures, and look at how many tweets they have about Justice League today. Oh, I know. Rhymes no, with zero. zero. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a reason that is, right? It's, it's an HBO Max Warner so Media. Rhymes with zero. <laughs> no, no, yeah, you're right. No. But actually, they, they, there's a reason that is, you know, we all yeah. know it. There's people. Yeah, involved right. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that's, that's why like that, that, I mean, <laughs> the reason why Zach saved that, you know, that third poster for last was, because <laughs> right. it was like, Hey, fuck you. Look at the, look at the name in, in red right there. Just like on well, the, the real fact that he, that he, he secured the rights to use that name is so, <laughs> I, I got a, a thing from Groucho Marx I need to tweet out that about him trying to secure a name that is surprisingly similar. I know that might sound weird without context, but I'll tweet it out and read it. It's awesome. Um, but getting the rights to that name is like Zach is like busting a Hollywood monopoly that's basically like run by the MPAA to get the right to use that title. And not just having the, that be the title period is is such a huge win on its own because his name is on the movie like that doesn't happen for directors like that doesn't happen for they don't put people's names on these things and, and part of the concern is that it, it it expresses an ownership of the property but also um because there there there's such like a stranglehold on it so not only is he like getting his name on it but he's kind of busting that that decade well, just like, Two two directors, Christopher Nolan and Quentin Tarantino. What film have they directed where it's like Quentin Tarantino's film or whatever it is? Christopher Nolan's film. And, and that's it's literally properties. their it, film. It, 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 I know. Could, that's what I'm saying. Not Quentin Tarantino's Kill Bill, but like exactly. what's stopping him from doing that. It's his. He made it from scratch. This is the Justice exactly. League. Right? It's one of the I biggest. Mean, well, the thing is that is, uh, those directors didn't have to deal with another director trying to uh, direct their movie at one point. Well, I get so he that. had well, to I get that, differentiate but... himself from that piece of okay, shit that was here, on 2017. But, but here's another thing. I was sharing with you guys all day today, looking at all the articles that the trades oh, were writing today, oh, yeah. I wanted to I wanted to, to, to like – bash my head i want to do a your your door drop day well it, wait, wait hold on hold on real quick though uh-huh. screen, rant, screen rant fucking did the same thing and i called steven out because he's the one that fucking did it <laughs> oh yeah you're yeah, right yeah well it doesn't matter if rob's here shout out to my student who is watching right now god hi student yeah, hi, student. Scott, let's bring it up because screen Tell was me. part of it. Part well, of the trade that we're doing it. Tell well, but so. okay. So I had, okay, I'm going to bring up the whole collection that I got because I was literally <laughs> sharing them with guys with my commentary of why they sucked. And <laughs> so it was like, Is okay. No, oh, no. no. <laughs> yeah, so variety is doing a decent story and then throws the Ray Fisher situation at the end for no apparent reason. Uh, uh, Entertainment Weekly has to go all DC versus Marvel in theirs. Uh, Deadline? You gotta gotta throw the titles out there. That's the the thing. Deadline was strictly like just objectively wrong. It was, I mean, there was just 
factually well, incorrect information. But I mean, that's kind of hard. Wait, wait, wait. Deadline. Tell me what. Yeah. I need context. Well, okay. Uh, so, I'll, give, I'll give you context. Here, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Even, uh, here, no, I, oh, I, Garza, you've been talking enough. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh, you haven't said it. Down. Say it. Get a dick. <laughs> okay, Rob. Rob, yeah. what would you what would you like to know, sir? Please, I, I don't know what you're talking about. You say all these de- trades in SR were wrong about. Okay, okay. So the Variety article that is entitled uh, "Justice League Snyder Cut to Premiere in March on HBO Max." Okay, it tells the story and then randomly throws in about a paragraph of two about Ray Fisher situation at the end. Uh. Okay, so that was Variety. Uh, Entertainment Weekly is telling the story and then dives into this whole uh, DC versus Marvel thing because they have to bring up the fact that it premieres two days before uh, or the day before Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Gotcha. And then you go to Deadline, and Deadline's just factually incorrect. I mean, you you know, they're they're just... (laughs) Uh, let's see. Uh, said allegedly new footage or something. No, no, that was New York Post. The oh, New York no. Post was the one. Oh, allegedly new, new footage. It's like, come on. Wrong! Yeah. Oh, oh, here's the beauty. Uh, Deadline's gone back and rewritten the article. Um, <laughs> cool. And the, the only one that actually, like, when I read it, like got like the details right and was actually kind of semi-objective was Empire Magazine. That was the one article that I read going, hmm. okay, you actually, okay. You, well, you, well, what did that, that factually what did, correct with very minimal commentary. Okay, cool. Well, hang on. So I'll back up there. Two things. What, what did Deadline get wrong? They were still calling it a series, even though the press release had had confirmed. Like, yeah, we can understand you not knowing it's a film if you're not fans and not following what Zach's saying on his Vero. But sure. the press release actually even came out and confirmed gotcha. feature, feature film, and they still said it's a uh, it's a series. And other things, I'm going to be honest, I'm not really sure because once again, I've gone back and checked the article, and they've up, they've updated the article. You know, which can be difficult when you're like trying to like hold people to the fire, and they can just go back and hit the edit button, and you know, and change things well, without I'll, the little I'll, thing that I'll says edited, without the little date that says edited, you know, right. or like newspaper articles that say in a previous version of the story it sure. said this. Uh, okay, I, I'll just say what I was talking shit about, and I'm giving. Well, let, let Rob talk. Well, no, no, because I was giving Steven shit because y'all screen rant Steven, quote unquote, because that's what I, that's how I see it. OK, sorry. Steven is screen. Rant. Uh, he wrote out an article that said uh, the Snyder cut. Oh, the, the director's cut of Justice League. And that was the title. And that pissed me off. I was like, Steven, you're an asshole. You should fucking know that it's called Zack Snyder's Justice League. I'm sorry. And that, you know what? That's that's Steven's fault. So, Rob, you're off the hook. It's not you. And Dice, it's not even you, dude, because guess what? You We're run one nice. of the best podcasts I've ever heard in my life. I, I continuously, right. <laughs> I, as a fan, I wait for it. But you know what, Steven? Steven, of all people, I mean, I'm just, it's a fucking shame. I don't even know how. 
<laughs> including even, this, uh, your rebuttal the DC Squadcast. Yeah. Please include yeah. him there because yeah. so, right. he's been on that show before. So, But you know what, Rob? That's what I was talking about. I don't know. I don't know this Stephen Colbert. Your issues but, with this type, Stephen Colbert's, not Colbert's yes. title? Okay. Correct. <laughs> Stephen, do you want to defend Colbert. yourself here? Uh, I didn't write it, and I'm not a news editor. I don't Bullshit. Know. I didn't even read it, so I don't know what you're talking about. Lies. Garza, Lies. drop a link Fiction. in chat. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong. I was, uh, I was looking at yeah. Wrong. Okay, so I'm very interested. Rob, Rob looks like he's burning to say things. I'm very interested. To hear oh no, Rob no, nothing major. Say. But also, deadline. Who gives a fuck about them? They don't source people, probably. So uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you this straight up. They don't. They they've stolen just like several trades. But deadline's the worst for it. In fact, writers from deadline have straight up told us they have deadlines not source people. So even yeah. if a smaller site or or like oh. an other media network oh. reports something, they will just ignore it. And everybody yeah. wrote their own thing. Oh, Most times, depending on the writer. Times. And they're Which writing is- regularly. Okay. If a, a, a big story will drop. And if I read, like, if Deadline's like the first one to it, I'll read theirs and I'll be like, I got to wait for the Hollywood Reporter to know what the fuck they're even talking about. If, if Deadline says <laughs> anything, I text the publicist. I'm like, is anything they're saying true? I'm not going to source them. because, Or, or we, if they do have a legit exclusive, we source yeah. them. But I'll try not to link them because oh, they have stolen information from me personally uh, and not sourced weird. them. And I it's do weird not because, like, forget, yeah. Well, um, because like Variety, Variety sourced us back when we were we were literally DC Films up. Like we were just such a small unit, yep. and this is 2018, okay. Sure. And they sort Variety sourced us, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like you gotta watch out the trades. So I'm, I, I don't want to get into the gossipy part of it. But if there's four trades, uh, one of them is right. Three of them, right? Questionable, and unethical at times. Uh, also, some of them maybe bought off sometimes. Who knows? They yeah. definitely do some things for some agents they shouldn't do. Um, I, well, but, get, get, hey, Stephen Colbert. Exactly. That's what I'm saying, yeah. dude. Okay. Who the fuck is the money? Okay. Man, if we're what? making money from, like, where? Listen, where is you're, not, you're, not, you're not making money. It's all about them clicks, dude. What are you talking oh, about? Bro? That's all that matters. I love dressing myself that's, in clicks. Yeah. I love baking clicks and feeding exactly. clicks. Exactly. Oh, I eat clicks I love breakfast. eating clicks yeah. for fun. Clicks are well, not. It's a good diet. That's, that's what I know of. Like I don't, For I don't know of any money passing. All I know is that clicks are what matter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I'm about that's to what sign matters. my rent check with yeah. views too. <laughs> <laughs> but, is that like is that like Bitcoin? I, I'm, yes. I'm sorry. It's I'm all digital. So cool. <laughs> Literally, it's all digital, it's so cloud, it doesn't even matter. The cloud money. That's <laughs> a big. That's a big time. <laughs> Your cloud bucks, Chris. But Scott, that's why I'm so, why I'm so I'm envious so, of Steven. Yes, Rob. On your point about commentary, uh, some sites do and do not add the commentary or the editorial part of it. I'm sure you know this already, but I'll say it because like I've been with Screaming forever. <laughs> but whole, Screaming's whole thing is not to just share a piece of information. You can get that off fucking Twitter. What we right. do is we break it down and we add the editorial, the analysis, the insight, the speculation right. even if we're a fan. That's why we have so many features on that kind of stuff. That's what makes SR different and that's why you'll never, you're, you'll, you will fucking never see an article in SR that's less than 500 words. Well, we, we well I, I've, also, I've also noticed it because I've also noticed that what you will do is uh, because I have been doing this for five and a half years now is, you, you know, you'll get the first paragraph, you get the lead, yeah. then you get like two to three paragraphs of context slash history and then usually a fifth paragraph. I appreciate if I cut you off here for a second, you'll, you'll appreciate this. Um, 
the, their <laughs> podcast has a show notes document, Rob, that I I have been given access to as a as a prestigious guest in the past. Um, oh yeah, the show notes are. Scott, and, Scott and his co-host have the most intricately detailed. Oh, you don't even know how interesting for the past ten years. Why is that, Steve? How could that be? <laughs> and so, oh, so, so when he talks about when he compares different sites and the information they provide, I, I would like to vouch for the fact that like he's talking from a place of having done his homework. Oh, yeah, one hundred. Well, and I was going to say, Rob. Uh, like, in, all, in all seriousness, no, no bullshit. Like. 2016, BVS came out, and I remember watching it, and I thought it was amazing. Well, and I remember sorry, going I, online. No, no, no. no. I, I, let me just finish up, Stephen. Let me finish up. I'm going to keep talking, and I'm going to keep saying it until you guys stop talking. Do your thing, Garza. Exactly <laughs> my point. <laughs> so, blah blah blah. Fake fucking fucks. Well, until I get stopped by that, but sorry, hey, <laughs> I don't know. So, so like seriously, Rob. Like no bullshit. Like. 2016 comes out, BVS comes out. I don't know. Like, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck is is up with everybody like hating on on BVS. I couldn't understand it for me personally because I was like, I love this film. Like me and my daughter, we loved it. I, I couldn't understand it, and so it got to a point that every time that I would see a positive article, it was from Screen Rant, and you know who who had written it? It was to the point that in the comment section, I wouldn't read the article. I would read the comments first, like to find out if it was a good one or if it was a positive one. And you know how I knew it was a good one? It's because all the comments were negative about, oh, this must be an Andrew Dice fucking article, or this must be a Stephen Colbert fucking article about BVS because they're praising it. And I was like, huh. And so then I would read the article and I would read it and I and I would read it and read it. And every time I saw the lines at the top. Right. (laughs) Every time, every time I would see an article from them. Yeah. Yeah. I I saw spoiler like it was like in uh bold alveca uh text and that was it and it was like okay cool but um we're good about that because yeah. you know right after that i would see in the comments like thanks for not putting spoiler tag bigger and i'm like guys you don't fucking read the fucking paragraph Anyways, oh dude so, <laughs> welcome to my life it's, hey, exactly and so so like i knew that those two names were associated with anybody that i could relate to when it came to bbs so it was because of screen rant because i didn't i didn't know any other blog other than screener and other that was like giving me positive shit. So the fact that they've turned and, and then they now like talk shit about BVS every minute to go. It's, it's incredible. You know, it's awesome. So, yeah. So Dyson and, and Steven are, are two of the sort of like leads on that beat yeah. for lack of a better word. But yeah, I mean, that, that's what's special about screen. People, people rage all the time. Like someone writes an article saying something is positive or negative or breaking down an element or, or explaining something. People freak out saying, Oh my God, screen it says this. I'm like, Motherfucker, Screen Rant has 300 writers. We publish yeah. 300 articles per day. It's not it's, the same writer. It's, yeah. it's TV, movies, yeah. news, features, right? That's cool. Everyone knows Screen Rant for that. We have games, news, features, guides, previews, reviews, interviews. Oh, wait, what about tech? Reality TV? You don't even see that yeah. shit in the homepage. We have 40, yeah. 50 articles per day. What about comics? Yeah. Dice leads a whole fucking team. You may not even see it on Facebook. But people don't even know. There are so many diverse perspectives and and deep dives into this stuff with people who have read more comics, have seen more of this content, have talked to more of these creators than anyone you'll ever meet. You know what I mean? So that's what's so special. And Dice and Steven are well, the into that. So it always happens. And that's worthy and of like a funny because like I'm going to take that yeah, audio. Uh, a, like, a buddy of ours, yeah, a buddy of ours is always like, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, a, buddy, a buddy of ours is always like, oh yeah, Screen Rant's gonna write like 10 to 15 fucking articles based Who's on Screen Rant. I'm like, name oh, them, right. cool. No, no. Yeah. 
it's not even that. It's like, well, yeah. And then Steven will come back and he'll be like, yeah, motherfucker, because guess what? Y'all aren't going to read the whole fucking article. You're going to read a piece of it. And that's it. So we got to break it down. So it's y'all's fucking fault. I just, I just want to say, um, I realize that I'm two beers in, but my student that I was referring to earlier is here because of Screen Rant. I have multiple students who are between the ages of 18 and 22 who read Screen Rant and they find out that Steve, my husband, because I'm their coach, so I'm the big deal oh, in their world. And then they find right. out my husband writes for Screen Rant and they're like, he's Stephen Colbert? Like, they, <laughs> That's a real Stephen Colbert? It's the, it's the one that I care about. I'm Beard like, and all. What? You are. Beard and all. Oh, this don't lie. They, they, they always say Colbert, right? They always say Colbert. I was checking into a hotel for a set visit in Atlantic City. I'm not supposed to say which set visit it was. But oh, Jesus. I walked yeah. into the, the hotel and, uh, well, no, I didn't, I didn't say anything I'm not supposed to say. Um, <laughs> Good boy, Stephen. And far back. <laughs> and the reservation was through, I'll say, the production company um, at, at the hotel. And and they were like, oh, so the reservation was made for whatever. And I was like, yeah. And they're like, oh, you know, they're doing a movie in town. And I was like, yeah, I do. And they're like, oh, well, we thought we saw your name and we knew that there's a movie in town and we knew that it was reserved. Oh. We were wondering. We were all taught. We were all taking bets. And I was like, yeah, sorry to disappoint. <laughs> And then I ended up getting a, I got a, a top, uh, a, uh, like a six floor suite. And I, and, and, they did that. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I was like, you did not tell me any of that. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's one of those. It's just gone. <laughs> in the suites for this one. I see. So we went for, we went to dinner the the after the the set visit the next day, and then we get on the elevator and we didn't see each other. None of none of us that were there saw each other beforehand, and so um and so afterwards we're all back in the hotel. Now we're all together in the elevator for the first time, and we start going up, and everyone's like, "Oh, this is my floor. This is my floor." And then we get up, and then the last person is like, "Oh, this is my floor." And they get off, and I was like, "Oh." <laughs> I got the sweet because they thought it was legitimately Stephen Colbert. I've gotten, oh, I've gotten, awesome. gotten notes attached to the dry cleaning before. Oh. I have gotten the pizza boy, like the pizza delivery guy. So <laughs> it's so bad. Wow. I bet they were like, they were like, we sent you entertainment. Did you not get it? And they're like, the comedy club. And Rob, and I'm just saying that Stephen has access to something, and and Dave, I think I'm sharing it with you so you can show him. If you ever want some a history lesson, um, yeah, oh, this geez. is oh, wow. this is our um, thank you, Scott, bringing it full circle. Yeah, <laughs> this is our show notes. We um, this is five and a half years of podcasting. So if you Jeez. ever need to find an article, I'm just saying we probably um, yeah, we probably have it. I love I've, it. I've hit Can up click on one of those. Like, hey, you want to? Oh, you want me to click on one? Okay, sure. Um, any, any do the, do the 2017 Justice League? Yeah, when you first oh, watch it. Okay. 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 So what, what I need to find? I need to find the uh, you want to do Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It would be right? yeah, JL review. Uh, oh, not, <laughs> we don't have notes on reviews. Hey, we what, just well, we, the seven is going to be If he did that, oh, well, yeah. the only reason why I remember that is because 
I remember listening to this to the Squadcast for the first time, and I remember hearing Scott talking about I couldn't sleep that night. Like I, and he was like explaining, and I was like, dude. I know exactly what the fuck you were talking. I could not sleep that night when I watched Justice League. I was like, oh, I relate to this so much. And I was like, okay, yeah, this is my, my podcast. For Nightmares of Henry Cavill's mouth. <laughs> no, I think it's a intro scene, man. Hold on, let me see. I'm, I'm hey, trying to find. Hey, hey, uh, to find Rob, did you get a reply on your email or text? Oh. You never thought that no, nothing, but yeah, you know, I don't know. It's, it's you know, you I understand. Yeah, you call him. Okay. We'll just call no. him right now. You know what? If you have the number, well, I, I hate that guy. It's Friday night. It's a little late. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But uh, well, I'm a friendly uh, Canadian. I don't do that. If um, if they need to get a hold of you, would they call you on a Friday night, though? Right. Oh, it depends. Yeah, I mean, so, some studios, 100%. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, if it was important, right? Actually, exactly. I got a text an hour ago saying, well, I'm not going to say it here, but. To not do oh, well, something from a certain studio. You know what? We'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll leave that for after the show because we're going to tell you something, so you're going to have to tell us that now. Sure, so, sure, sure. You know, there's, yeah. there's the equal, you know. We'll Junkie equal it after out. I work. Yeah, a little. Uh, yeah. Hey, oh, sorry. Complete tangent. Dave, have you had Junkie XL on the on this, on this show? I have not. I have not. Where just his music. You want me to text him for you and say, come on? No, I'm just kidding. But yes, honestly, I, I, we, we've talked to him four what? times in the last couple of years. Steven. He's, he just oh, straight up dude. gave us the cell number. He's like, yo, just call me anytime. What? I'm like, no, Steven. I'm talking to the wrong screen guy. No, 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 it hasn't been Steven. First it's been off, a, me and I Zach. Know, I know, but guess what? Steven? Rob, have you seen the Junkie oh. XL like, drop that I have? Like, about no. yeah, the, the Zack Snyder oh, drop? Dave, hey, this is worth you pulling up your video. And then we got to yeah, go back to Scott's show notes. Yeah. But hold <laughs> on. Steven, Steven, hold on. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Steven, um, you're a fucking asshole, okay? I said for you, Garza. I published Thanks, and I appreciate it. Yeah, you know how much I don't what, like Steven? to agree with Garza, but I, I exactly. agree with it. Steven, <laughs> I cannot fucking believe you, dude. Rob, thank you for telling I, us the truth. Oh, unbelievable. My God. I can't, dude, believe me. Just if I ever fucking see you in person. We're like yeah. a caterpillar cock. He's yeah. an yeah, asshole. Dice is definitely my favorite. Asshole. So we're like a caterpillar couple. All right. I I, I, fucking, I fucking love Steven. Like I hate him so much because like there's so much animosity towards him. And when I find more shit out, like the fact that Rob has a direct contact with him. And when I ask Steven that he's like, no, I don't, I don't know. I don't think I never had Steven's never interviewed him. It's been me. I know. Zach. I know. Yeah, I yeah. know it hasn't, but I'm oh, you're like, part of screen rant, which means you're Steven. Okay, that's oh, what I see. Everything at SR down to down. Uh, I apparently I'm your boss, Rob. Just to let you know, according to Garth. Oh, okay, Steven. Well, actually, actually, I'm actually, the money. Saturday. Hey, hey, hey. No, I don't. Actually, I don't. Steven. Steven <laughs> is uh, Frosty's boss now. Oh, that was so, so if we're oh, if we're gonna get there, let's not. Let's right, not mention quieter insider info here. Not mention that name. Yeah. What I was saying. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Scott. So I found it. Here's the uh, here's the set visit, by the way. Um, so this is our episode 47. By the way, we're about to record wow. episode 293. 
Uh, but yeah, this is what our show notes look like. Here's our uh, everything you want to know about Justice League, but was afraid to ask. Oh, wow. yeah, this is what our show notes look like. Jesus. I know it's very, yeah, it's very detailed. It looks very like detailed. a college report. And there's Vulture sourcing <laughs> Cinema Blend and Collide. I don't see screen. Yeah, fuck those guys, dude. <laughs> Total Geek All Nowhere to Vulture. Be found. Let's see what else. I is Batman's development. I'll be honest. This one was the one where like you were all saying the same thing. So yeah. it was. Bro. So it was. It was about like trimming it down, like flash yeah, costume. Yeah, yeah. That was total like, geek. All I give the most transparent recap and insider information on how that went down. The new I role. There's Cinema. There's Sean O'Connell. Sean uh, O'Connell. Yeah. Funny mm. enough. Eisenberg. Short list. And then we're right back into like oh, yeah. hey, fun fact. Going back to last week, Brandon Davis was on this set visit. It was his very first ever set visit. Wow, really? I don't know if he talked about it last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, was he, he, he did. He did say that. He did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What what a way to start, right? <laughs> Just, no, yeah, no. Wow. But uh, people like wanted me to show like like we going back to Junkie XL. It's like when Snyder was on. Like we did a special like Sunday um, like Christmas thing. Try to raise money. He just randomly dropped like a you know Junkie XL clip from Justice League, and I made right. like a little video about it. So I was gonna drop it right now. Just I know, just bring the camera. <laughs> yeah, take us with you. <laughs> take us with you. If you want to do that? I mean, we'll, we'll just sit here quietly if you want. Oh my God! Yeah, that was a little XL right there. Wow! Wow! wow. Hey, did you hear that, guys? Exclusivo! Yeah, Dude, good editing. Well done. Yeah, he just—I mean, that's what, that's what that guy does. He just one movie's not contagious. Like that smile he's got in that video yeah. is like. Dude, well, it's just funny when like, when you see him looking down at his phone, you like you start getting nervous because it's like. Okay, what is he is doing? He be dick pics? He's he's either. What's he gonna show? Yeah. No, no, he's either gonna like. He's either like, I gotta go, or I got something I'm gonna fucking show you right now. And yeah. I, I kept seeing him like, because he kept getting like, remember Chris? He kept getting like, like text messages, notifications. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Ding, he kept hearing, ding, ding. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, fuck, because I wanted to bring in Scott and you know Tim, and I'm like, oh damn, not this time, because like the last time I couldn't bring you guys in. And I was like nervous, like he was going to be too busy. And but then all of a sudden he's just looking at his phone, and then he just pulls that fucking like like a clip out of Junkie XL, and it's awesome. So yeah, yeah. it was our interview with him. He so we did Mortal Engines, he did Terminator, all these movies we yeah. interviewed him for because his publicist just always emails us. But he, we, you know, we dropped the thing where it says Justice League, uh, Snyder Scott uh, scores conf- done confirmed yeah, by him. So that was us. From you, yeah. Messaged me one day and he's like, hey, do you want to write... Or write Steven, write this. <laughs> I was like, let me know what it is. You told me what it is. I was like, yes, I want to write that. Up. Yeah, 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 I know, I know. Yeah, that's good. But um, let's, uh, let's get to the uh, some fan questions here. We got a new person here that hasn't uh, submitted a video question. His name is uh, Jaspreet who uh, has a question for the panel here. Here we go. Uh, this is a question for you and the panel. Um, it's more of a theory, really. Uh, it has to do with Batman v Superman, the nightmare scene, anti-life equation, 
and how that carries over into Justice League. So obviously in the Nightmare scene, we know that, that Superman has to come to the anti-life equation. Um, what if our League in Zack Snyder's Justice League finds out that Clark wasn't the first Kryptonian to succumb to the anti-life equation? Interesting theory. Maybe it's Kara. Maybe it's the Kryptonian that wasn't found in the pod that uh, Clark found in Man of Steel. Your thoughts? Thanks, guys. Huh. So, not the first Kryptonian to give in to the anti-life equation. What do you think, Chris? Anything? Actually, I couldn't hear the whole question. <laughs> yeah, what's he basing that? I was choppy. With a primary... Well, I yeah, think, I think well, he was just saying, like, okay, so Superman gives into the anti-life equation, right? Like in the nightmare timeline. But what if he's like, like, like the, the theory about the fact that he's not the first Kryptonian to do that? Like, is it like maybe Kara? Because we, there's always that theory that Kara maybe has given into that, or even another Kryptonian that might have been in that pod in Man of Steel. Like, yeah. do you think like Superman was like the first one, or do you think Kara? Yeah. I did a uh, Supergirl theory on the Ping Pong Flick Show. But yeah, about uh, Kara in the history lesson and possibly, and I think it was actually a fan theory from Sudipto. I don't know if he's in there, but uh, that Kara uh, was taken by Darkseid and she becomes like his grail. So it's kind of a, it's almost like Thanos in a way. Yeah. Well, no, uh, it, it plays but... into it plays into the Jeff Loeb story from mm-hmm. the Superman Batman series because that's what happens to Kara in that arc, which yeah. got turned into the animated movie uh, Superman Batman Apocalypse. So it's not a unheard of theory. Mm-hmm. Okay, there you go. Anybody else got anything like mm, dice? Oh, uh, any time that. The anti life equation comes up. Steven starts saying what it is, and I want to smash my face into my desk. So <laughs> that's been tainted what from idiot. <laughs> yeah, that's been tainted so far. Sorry, I like the, um, I like he's the on idea. right now, but <laughs> uh, I like the idea of bringing in, like, I don't know, in the comics, it's always seemed a little weird that a type of a person from one planet can become a superhuman, like in just a different solar system. So if somebody was going to actually use that to tell a kind of unexpected story that was like metal, um, it would definitely be Zack Snyder. (laughs) So I could see that uh, being not surprising, but I would think it would be most likely for him to include a character in a movie that was a badass. And then later he personally says, that is the reason for it. That's the reason behind it. Because if you start trying to put that into the movie and make people understand it, I think it gets really tricky. Like Steven gets excited, but I just tune out and I like drown him out and edit him over with music. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's a, it's an interesting theory of like, you know, yeah, he's the Superman wouldn't be the first Kryptonian to, you know, come to the, anti-life equation if it's the horse if it's comet i'm a hundred percent or the the super chimp um or not crypto any of the other super no no guys it has to be streaky (laughs) 
like the it. true villain. Yeah. True it, like the, the question is specific to like the film universe, obviously, right? Like what if there's another villainous yeah. Kryptonian, like we haven't met another Kryptonian beforehand who would yeah. succumb to this. So I, I don't want to see the reverse. You know what I mean? I want to see yeah. a build a build up to that as opposed to like, here's another Here's Supergirl. She's bad. Didn't you know? I was like, no, we never met her. What are you talking about? You know what I mean? Agreed, mm-hmm. Rob. Theories aside, like, develop your story. Stop working in reverse. That's the yeah. moral mm-hmm. here, especially for a villain. We need to back it up and develop this a little bit. <laughs> to so, be fair, I think the instinct with comic book movies is to work in reverse because you are working from a like a, a source text. You sure. Know I mean? So I get that. A little bit. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I do agree with you. But like yeah. Dice and I had this age old nemesis style disagreement. Like I always thought for me to build up the Justice League, for me personally, at the time, <laughs> I would love to see heroes overcome their own situation, have their own origin story of sorts, not necessarily a traditional origin story, but overcome something to define them as some sort of person who beat the odds to save the day, whatever respect that is. And then you put them together to take over something else, as opposed to here's a team of people. After the fact, we'll learn their stories. I'm like, no, no, no. I want to know why they got there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And why it matters, wh- what the stakes are, what they lost to get here, and what's in the line now versus what came before. I don't want the backwards. I don't. I don't care about that. Well, you know I mean? if you, if you, because that's been the standard all along that you want to build every single character and then build up to that point where they all get together and and get into this big fight. So, and reverse engineering that whole, um, uh, uh, that process to me is more interesting because, okay, we get all these guys, but we don't know the story. I want to know the story. That to me feels more interesting. And so I'm glad that you say to me, it it makes more sense or it's more interesting to get everybody, uh, get everybody's story first. And then get the the, um, the whole team up. So. There doesn't have to be everybody. But, there's also yeah. a fundamental kind of difference in approach between like Marvel and I should not maybe not between Marvel and DC, but between Marvel and Zack Snyder, where um, Snyder's not interested in like Marvel needs to tell you who Iron Man is, right? Marvel needs yeah. to tell you who Hawkeye is. They need to tell you who. Well, Ooh, one second, Stephen. It's it depends on the story. It's it's purely story driven. Justice League is different than X Men. X Men is a team based thing. And people in comments saying, "What about X Men? X Men did it." It's like X Men was not a Cyclops story that became the X Men. That's not right, what right. it was. That's it was true. regular people who had things, and someone brought them together. The story begins there. It's right. very different than Superman. Well, cinematic, well, cinematically speaking, of- everything that we've seen is what you just uh, went over. Whereas but- every character has to have a story, and then we build to the uh, end games. The uh, 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 what is the other one? Uh, Infinity Wars. All those movies had to build up. They had to have those character stories, and then they build up to that. And, and it pays off. Yes, we've had. Uh, and- um, multiple Superman movies and TV shows. We've had multiple Batman movies and TV shows as, as totally. a in pop culture, they're more established than Iron Man or Captain America or, or Thor. Right. Not that I'm saying that that dismisses the need for, but once again, the what question, about Wonder Woman and Flash? What's that work? Right. But so the question to me is what is the story that is being told? Can I get through a sentence? No. They were clauses. Or maybe three max, but there are 18 clauses. So, no, you can't get through a sentence. That's oh, yeah. I, th- I, think I think we're going to find out. You say, I do. Is just smiling. <laughs> just smiling. Listen, for the record, listen, but, 
what I was for the record, say. Rob. I just want to. I just want to make sure that you understand that I do love Steven. Like I don't. <laughs> have any yeah, I yeah do I'm fifty-fifty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I just I think I want to. Oh man, I want to to hear to give you say that, that, Rob, because yeah. like. We were talking about that when BVS was coming out, and we are going to see what Zack Snyder's version of how he would do that is like two months from now. Like yeah. that's yeah, how long I, I hope so. see how he actually does it. Here's the thing: like, it's exciting. That's all. the best part of it. It's like yeah, it's his vision, but there's also more of it to see the bigger, more fleshed yeah. out. Which is the that's the real juice of it. But Four in the hours. end. Four right, hours. those four hours, even with additional footage, even if he added more, it's still not the full story, right? Right. So my question, my, my when I came into this, my question for all of you, I'll ask it later. But like, when I was on set, like, if, remember when they first announced it, it was part one, part two. Mm-hmm. When we were on set, given all the circumstances at the time, you could tell. I don't know how much I should get into this, but like, there was a get into it. there was a tone on set where when they invited us and called us on the side almost behind the back of Warner Brothers, from my perspective. Right. Mm-hmm. They were trying to prove something and get something done. They were trying to save themselves. It was it, it, it no, felt like Chuck, Deborah, and Zach were on their last legs. If they didn't get this right, they were gone. And Ch- it especially came out with Deborah and Chuck. Deborah was tearing up explaining to like why they weren't going to do a deconstruction thing. They were going to do something Absolutely. different with this one. And, and, and we, we asked Zach straight up, hey, what, what happens with part two? He's like, man, I hope I get to do part two. And it's like, what? They announced part two. Aren't you... What is all this for if we're not building to the, the end of the story? You know what I mean? And, and all the other, you know, at the time they talked about Cyborg 2020s, Green Lantern Corps, all this kind of stuff. Um, it was very weird. So even so, my question to you, Oscar, now since we're on it, I'll answer first. This comes out in six weeks. Mm-hmm. Do we get Justice Part Two and other? Here, here's what I'm going to tell you. Other stories here. So you know what Zach was doing when he was talking to you guys. Hey, John, let him finish the literally, question. I, I, I already I knew the question he was going to answer, or the question he was going to ask. What he was doing with you guys, because I've been saying it since day fucking one. What he was doing was he was going, I'm going to tell you guys what I need to tell you, what I think the, the studio, Warner Brothers, needs to hear that I'm telling you guys, that I'm doing this a certain way. <laughs> but what you guys don't fucking know is that I'm going to do it my fucking way. But you guys aren't going to know. You're not going to be aware of Because guess what? If I tell you that I'm doing something a certain way, you're going to spread it all out there so that when everybody is, is talking, the lead up to this film is it's a changed film. It's colorful. It's humorous. It's all of this. He was doing the reverse of what Warner Brothers thought they can do to his film, which was it's colorful. It's, it's, it's all these things that, that's going to make you want to go see Showing the film. That, yeah. Correct. So when you went to go see it, you went, Oh, this isn't like, oh, okay. This is like Zach's film. All right, cool. It's still Zach's film. That's why he did certain things the way he did. He filmed certain things the way he did. The shit he showed you, the jokes with uh, Flash and Gordon and Cyborg showing up on the roof. Guess whose rewrites those were? Those are Jeff Johns. (laughs) He did that purposely. He went, yeah, here, this is what I'm going to show you guys because – Hey, guess what? I already know that you guys are going to sell this as in this is the new Marvel. This is Justice League in the Marvel formula. Guess what? Here, spread all that if you want. That that means that I'm going to get more people to buy my tickets. Cool. I'm still going to shoot it the way I want to shoot it. I'm going to show you guys that I'm shooting it a certain way. But hey, guess what? Here, I have this different version that I'm going to use. So this is what I'm going to do. And that's what he did. And he came out. And I've been saying this since day one. He came out and he fucking mentioned that on the Faruqi brothers where he said, yeah, you know what? 
they wanted me to do that that way, but I shot it my way. And that's what I truly believe he was always intending. Whether he was in a, and and like you said, he felt like he was on his his last out. If I was on my last out, I'd fucking do exactly what I'd fucking want to do. I don't give a fuck if there's going to be another film, right? I'm going to make sure that my film is the best fucking film that I can make. And that's it. So basically go down in flames if you're exactly. going. Exactly. I'm going to burn the fucking building down, oh, dude. Yes, Garza. There's probably a bit of that. Yeah, yeah. But, but now, given what's happening in six weeks, are, is there more? Are we going to get a part two? What do you guys think? Tell me. Let us know. Uh, I want somebody else to answer because my partner already answered and then I want to answer last. <laughs> uh, I could answer now. Like I, f- this it. is something Go that I discussed with Steven and I and and I wholeheartedly agree. I'm not throwing you under under the bus, but I, I this is something that I agree with uh, with him. It, like if you if you put out this movie and do not put out a sequel, it shows bad faith. Like uh, okay, you give you gave us what you uh, what we wanted, but now you're not gonna continue. It's just like here it is, be gone. Um, shit, I'm fucking drunk. I can't fucking remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody take one. You almost had Jesus. it. Yeah, no, hold on. Uh, it'll get back to me. Um, we'll figure it out. <laughs> Chris Wong, it'll get back to me. Chris <laughs> so, Wong, no, no, you're, you're on the right track though. You're saying if they if they don't do it, what does it mean for Warner Brothers and HBO Max? If it, is it a, is it an example of bad faith? Or the bigger question is, do they even care? You know what I mean? Warner Brothers. Well, it, it, thank you. You jog my memory. Uh, one thing is that the aesthetics is very different from what we've seen so far, and I'm in and, and I want this movie to be like grim as fuck. Not not just for the sake of it, because I want him to tell his story and say, listen, you can tell these stories in a different way and still gain a huge following that are going to clamor for a sequel. Because look what happened with uh, with Joker. Joker was grim, grim as, as it can be. And he made a billion dollars. Thank you. And now they're trying to figure out how can we replicate this that success. So uh, I want him to go just like ape to the walls, crazy, dark, gritty as fuck with his movie and become a massive success. So it, he can make the argument, listen, we don't have to be like like Marvel, which is not a bad thing, but we don't have to be like them. We can let directors do what the fuck yeah. they want to do. Do let them create their own fucking vision in this universe. I want to do just two more and let them expand in, into all these other characters and go crazy with it. Yeah, let them That's, fucking do it, and you will be better for it. That's I look, all. I look at Logan like that, like Logan. Yes, they 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 took a character who was in a bunch of PG thirteen movies, and it was like cool. But then it was like, all right, this is his last fucking movie. We're gonna go balls to the balls fucking to the, wall, and fuck we're gonna, yeah. We're going to make it gritty. We're going to make it R-rated. And it was a huge success. Really, I was really hoping that there was like, okay, let's have a little paradigm shift where, yeah, okay, okay, I I, I can enjoy the the Marvel, the MCU. I can enjoy the popcorn. I do too. Yes, I can go to the theater and cheer with everybody and cool. But I also want something different as well with some of these characters. And I I was really hoping like with Logan, it was like, okay, there's going to be a shift here where people want to have this like adult oriented, you know, 
yes. these characters that they grew up with. Like, because let's face it, I mean, these characters have been around for 80 years. Some of them, some of them, you know, 50, you know, to 60, 70, 80 years. And it's like, hey, now we're all adults. We kind of want to see something a little bit differently. Take some liberties. Yeah. yeah. And it's going to get to the point. We're going to get to the point where we're going to get like a Logan style fucking Captain America one of these days. I mean, like it might be 15 years from now, but we're going to get it. It will happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. And that's the thing is that about us as consumers is that we don't know what the fuck we want until you give it to us. So we don't, the majority of people don't know if they're going to love this shit until you give it to them. At least give it to them so they know, okay, we don't like this shit. Okay, let's move on to something else. But at least give it to them. Like Ben's just Superman it, Returns, right? That was their whole, oh, yeah. we think we people want to have the nostalgia, right? They oh, gave yeah. them Superman yeah. Returns. And what? then it was Heavy. trash. Heavy. It was trash. Trying to, try, trying to replicate heads, this, yeah. this thing this about this Superman uh, is supposed to have the fucking undies over the. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> Stop it! Yeah. Let the fucking directors do yeah. take liberties with these uh, characters. That's the yeah. whole fucking point. Put your chunk. Everybody's gonna do this cookie cutter fucking movie uh, one after the other. You can't. Yeah. That's a hey, nice. What do you think? Okay. I think you you hit it there, Ben, when you said like. The people see this, even if they hate it or love it, if people feel compelled that they need to see it, then that is that's like the bread and butter of streaming and making content is it doesn't matter if you love it. It doesn't matter if you hate it. Uh, If you need to see it and then need to go talk about it incessantly on social media and in person, then that is the kind of shit that we want on our streamers. Like it's 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 kind of a it's kind of a new model because. Warner Brothers Pictures is still having to deal with studios and studios do not function on controversial figures in the way that uh, maybe they used to now. Like, but with, uh, with Warner media, when you set up the same way Netflix does, Netflix doesn't make those shows, right? Like Netflix looks for projects that people are pitching that will be of interest to people, or most importantly, will be shows that people will talk about. Because Queens that's man. how we get new people subscribing yeah. to our service. Even movies too. I mean, look at look at look at how much they invested in Adam Sandler and his movies. They're fucking. I mean, like you watch them and you're like, this is garbage. But you know what? You know, and, new people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, new people are going to subscribe. It's not going to be the same people. When you have yeah. Zack Snyder movies, it's it's kind of like an interesting handoff where it was Man of Steel. There were people that hated it and people that liked it. Batman v Superman. People hated it and loved it but more people that. went to see it so then mm-hmm. it's then it's like okay if if warner brothers pictures is going to turn around and say we are not going to invest in that kind of thing if you're running a streaming service where all you need is people to sit down and watch the thing you're talking about then you're looking at those numbers and saying oh well we just got to put that movie on here yep. because that's probably people who are going to subscribe it's probably a, like a younger demographic uh, it would be a different demographic that you want to keep and service. But uh, that's the thing that kind of blows my mind is there are very few directors given the budgets that Zack Snyder is. And people just have to talk about his, they talk about his movies with more passion for and against. So if you are a streaming service, that's trying to make some kind of competition uh, with Netflix or get a foot in the door, 
I think those are the kind of people like we were talking about the movies that are all going streaming on HBO max. Those are wicked. I don't know anybody who is going to be excited about those movies coming out. They're big movies, but Dune, I don't know. I don't know that many people who, yeah. who would yes, be that excited right. about Dune. Right. Same thing with Netflix and army of the dead, right? What movie yep. is coming out? That's like that level of army of the dead, yeah. right? Yeah. It's I mean, the matrix is really the one that would be, that has nostalgia for it, but with, or, with, uh, with Zack Snyder, they, and uh, an army of the dead, they're completely original properties mm-hmm. that are banking on the person making them. That's the kind of thing where, thank God he's a guy with a production company that can make insane stuff for ridiculously small budgets, that that's just like a, a you know, a content streaming networks dream. <laughs> that's what, the, that's what I don't think that HBO max is realizing. Like, uh, imagine you go, hey Zach, listen, dude. As long as people Not are guard, but if you liked what Dice just said, you should listen to BBS by the minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good thing I don't I just took that I don't, drink right now. Damn. Was that is that what they talk about on BBS by the minute? Because uh, I wouldn't know. <laughs> I haven't heard a show in like two weeks, so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, but but seriously though, Army of the Dead. When it comes to that kind of shit, like imagine talking to Snyder and going, hey. Listen, your your nightmare version, your night your nightmare world. That's it. What other DC characters would be involved? Like you don't even have to have big fucking Superman and Batman and all. You can literally go to the fucking the the second and third tier heroes of the nightmare world and go, what would you do with those characters? And that's a yeah. series. You know what I mean? So yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. It it could be. It's a qu- I say I say a direct sequel. I'm not expecting. I don't uh, think so yeah. either. I think like if there's there's only so much budget, right? Like, yeah. right. And three of a thing is not going to get you more than two of that same thing is already going to get you get right. And here's I, the I thing. Do, yeah, yeah. And this is such a weird. It's such a unique situation for so many reasons. Forget the Zack Snyder element and this being like a rebirth of this I, I, this, this brand that should have happened a while ago. Properly, how Warner Brothers handles the DC. IP is so strange because it's if you think of it as a singular movie franchise, forget the TV shit. What other IP has multiple production companies vying for IP like that? You mean they have seven bucks productions doing the Shazam Black Adam universe? You have Bad Robot doing Screen Lantern stuff. You have Berlanti Productions and they're doing whatever the fuck. And you got Snyder's, I guess, Stone Quarry redoing this. It's like that's four. And I'm sure there's more as well. It's like what yeah, um, and they're all Reeves, isolated in a way. You can say Matt the Reeves. multi. This is why they're creating this multiverse where well, everything it, can, that's sure. Every this comic is the has way to notes. create their, their uh, ecosystem where uh, this the Berlanti universe uh, exists in this in this area. The Snyderverse exists in this area, and the, whatever is in the cinemas is going to exist in this area. So those, I, I believe, that's the reason. More than the whole, okay, we're going to separate this universe. It's because all these production houses are holding on to this uh, uh, group of characters. I think well, they're, they're pitching for them. And so are independent directors and producers, which is very strange. But the, the, the thing with the multiverse, that's like a blanket you throw over it all to say, hey, it's all going to make sense because, you know, we have a plan. And it's like, that's not <laughs> that's I, I, yeah. that's like the retcon of all retcons to Our say everything works no kind plan. of. You just say it's a different thing, <laughs> Elseworlds, yeah. you know? And it's like overlooked with, with a lot of this. It's like all roads lead back to Snyder. 
because that's where that like split or schism happened, right? Everything they've been doing the past five years has been their reaction to the Snyder era in one way or another. For sure. It's all his foundation, hundred percent. And well, but, but not just, not just his foundation, but it's either undoing it or returning to, to it. Yeah. Is, is, yeah. And that's been like every DC movie has been, has been in, in reaction to that in some way. It's a domino domino effect. And, Go back to 2010 or whenever it was, and you have Rob just fucking leave. <laughs> going back to 2010. He's hurt enough. Boring. That was fucked up. <laughs> I don't even know the reference, but I can I could take it from there. <laughs> Jesus, I'm just gonna I'm tell him that you said that dice. I'm going to tell him that you said that, dude. When he gets back, just wait. I confidently continue talking. Um, but you go back to 20, 2011 or 12, whenever it was that, that I guess, Snyder took over. So Nolan had like just finished or was in the process of finishing the Dark Knight trilogy. And he was like, this is my contained approach to my interpretation of the Batman mythos. And he says, I've got a Superman idea. Zack Snyder, do you want to do what I did with the Dark Knight, but with Superman? And Zack is like, oh, yeah, I'll totally do what you did with the Dark Knight with Superman. And so he comes in and starts developing the story. And then Warner Brothers, meanwhile, is like, we want Avengers. We want to, or we want Avengers. We want Avengers. And he's like, okay, cool. Well, I'll, I'll parlay this into an Avengers franchise. Here's my, I have this five part <laughs> that we can do. And, and then they're like, okay, cool. Let's do that. And so he makes, he makes Man of Steel, and then he makes um, the five-part arc develops during Man of Steel. So then he goes and he makes BVS, and BVS doesn't get the reaction they want. And so then they're like, well, forget all of that. And he's like, well, no, let's just, let's just stay the course. Like, yeah. I mean, look at, like, look at any other franchise. I mean, look at Marvel. Like, look, like imagine if Marvel quit after Iron Man 2. Oh, imagine no. if, if, imagine quit if Marvel after quit after the second oh. movie in every single one of their franchises was worse than the first one. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> Or Pirates of the Caribbean, or like look at or Transformers. Look at any of these franchises that have made like money hand over fist. If they were like, oh, that wasn't as good as we wanted, let's blow the entire thing up. Yeah. And so, but and and so anyway, the 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 point is that he had this like contained story that he inherited from like the spirit of Nolan. I'm going to do that same thing. And then DC is like, well, no, now we've got to have this and we've got to have that and we got. And he's like, okay, cool. I'll allow you to. I'll, I'll give you the opportunity to tack these spinoffs on. We can do Wonder Woman. We can do Batman. We can do Suicide Squad. And then they're like, well, no, now that we need all these solo character franchises. And it turns into this thing where on the back of what Snyder envisioned as this contained story about Superman into which he brings the Justice League. And the Justice League ultimately is a commentary on Superman. And in his description, during Man of Steel, when they asked him about Justice League, he said, you have to get the Superman house in order in order to bring the Justice League. And ultimately, the Justice League exists to glorify Superman because he is the OG. Right. And so so his plan is to develop it in that way. You establish Superman, you bring you you kill him, you bring him back. They will stumble, they will they will run behind you, they will fall, they will join you in the sun. Like that is his arc. He explains it in Batman v Superman. And then they keep on being like, Okay, well, let's do this. We need to build on these additional franchises. And they're trying to chase that 20 film Marvel arc on the back of a franchise that was designed to be a self-contained five film arc. 
and it just doesn't work. It, it falls apart. And then they blame it on him. They, he's the scapegoat. They throw him under the bus. Like he was the problem. Now we're free to do all our right. own. Meanwhile, it's 2021. We don't know what the fuck Warner Brothers is yeah. trying to do. Like this, <laughs> this, this was all the chase the 20 film plan for this 20 film arc that Marvel did. They're nowhere near even building the beginning of the building blocks of something so comprehensive. Meanwhile, if they had just st- stayed the course, Justice League 3, the fifth film in Zack Snyder's five film arc, it would be done. And you just start scratch in 2023 mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, they could have. And- yeah. yeah. Now, Rob, I just want to I just want to say something. Uh, did you leave Screen Rant in 2010? Did I leave Screen Rant in 2010? Yeah, or did something happen in 2010 with Screen Rant? Uh, no, 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 no. In, 2019, in 2009, I launched Game Rant, but I was still with Screen Rant the whole time. Oh, no, I never left. I, I feel like DICE threw you under the bus. Uh, in <laughs> That's what, uh, 2010 is when oh. DICE probably started with Game Rant. Yeah, he, yeah. He, the DICE made a joke when you... When he you was, he was talking shit about 2010. <laughs> you piece so you know what? No, I DICE said- is an enemy... And you should replace him with me. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, yeah, you want a job? I'm hiring him. I am. By the way, anyone out there wondering, I am aggressively hiring experienced editors and writers on almost every team. Well, it's listen, a nightmare to find I've, people. <laughs> I've told Stephen for the for literally since Dice had his baby <laughs> that Congrats, I should be able to replace him. I can't. I can't keep going, Dice. I love you, dude. I'm sorry. Oh, I got, Garza, I how old is your daughter? My daughter? Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's uh, 13. Okay, awesome. Good age for movies. Then, like, like, like yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, oh, dude, she's a Tarantino fan. She she watched Kill Bill when she was eight. Okay, I like her already. It's good. Yeah, yeah. like I Miyagi'd her. I Miyagi'd her into film and uh, nice. she's like, she's like, oh yeah, she like gets all the shit, the references and all that, but. Mine's three and a half. She's seen one movie, Curious George, oh. the animated one. Five hundred. <laughs> she loves it. <laughs> and I told, I told this. Uh, I I don't know if it was last week or two weeks ago, but like it, my daughter, she was into Disney, and 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 four years old, four and a half years old is when she was like really into Disney, and we were watching all those movies. And then right around seven or eight, she was like, "Dad, what are you watching?" And I was like, "Well, I can't really, you know, you wouldn't be interested." She's like, "No, no, no, I want to watch what you're watching." I was like, oh, "Okay." And we watched Kill Bill, and she's like, yeah, "Yeah, it's cool." And then we got into Game of Thrones, and then we get—I mean, fucking BBS and Good all this shit. I'm like, okay, that's Ooh, cool. How, I, I don't mean to derail us, but how's she handling? She's doing school from home and stuff. Well, yeah, she does school. Well, that's what I was saying. So she goes to school, and oh, then okay. when I told her about the Snyder Cut, she was like, "Yeah, well, I'll, on that day, I'll just do school from home, quote unquote." Yeah, like, awesome. Oh, okay, cool, dude. Yeah. Like, you know, she's she's good, man. But that's what I was saying. So she loves Wandavision and all that, but. Like, like no bullshit. Like I, I've told Andrew Dice, like I'll replace Steven. And I've also told Steven that I'll replace Andrew Dice. So I'm, I'm a whole, I'm whoring myself out either way. It doesn't matter. So yeah, I, I don't replace. I add. Oh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about growth, man. <laughs> yeah. He wants to replace. That's what it is. All right. All right. So, uh, let's do another question. Um, yeah. I mean, it's good old, a regular Neil. We know Neil. He's, uh, yes. he's always, He's, he keeps up in his uh, production value, so here we go. I mean, it's like a he got this week. This is great. Vodka stream. Dave. I mean, me? Well, you know. Earth-38U has returned. And what happened to your devil's broom? It seems to be gone. Grow it back. So, I come back to your Earth tonight 
to talk about Zack Snyder's Justice League. And what I want to know is what is your most anticipated Batman scene in the upcoming cut for Zack Snyder's Justice League. I want to know what you guys think and what is your thoughts. <laughs> Cheers. recording this video. Good old Neil. I mean, it's good for him. He mentions like, because uh, like, if you look at my vodka stream, like, you know, little guy right there. I, I had hair and a goatee. It's like, yeah, it's caught quite oh. right now. So yeah, yeah, that's what he's talking about. <laughs> but you uh, not said bedtimes and shit or what? No. Yeah, no. Hey. 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 Man, he gave you the cock out. Damn, dude. They know a lot about transformers. Do you want to tell him who your favorite is? Um, is it? Bumblebee? Yeah, go to bed. That's what your answer is. It's a Devastator. Devastator. Yes. Yes. Nick. That is the right answer. Constructicon, miners. Yeah. Yes. Scorpionock. Like right? Good pick. You love <clears throat> Cheetar. Cheetor. Cheetor. Oh, I didn't know if it was like a Kara Kara thing. Cheetor, buddy. He needs to learn how to go to sleep because it's fucking late, dude. Tell me. I'm telling you. Cheetor transforms into a cheetah. Your language is offensive. <laughs> no. He needs to go to sleep, man. As a parent. Rat, I know. It's a, Listen, it's a kid, I know. I have the oldest kid in all of us, okay? Hey, I have the no, oldest I kid. Do. I have, oh, I've been there. I do have the oldest kid. Wait. I'm a 24-year-old son. Shit, I that, apologize. It's a floating island. I apologize. Ben has an older kid than I am. So never mind. Yeah. How could it be my grandfather? <laughs> His kid is older than I am. What is it? You look like you're 29. What is everyone talking about? Are you like 60? No, ben, no, ben is 63. No, I'm, I'm, I'm 47. You look like you're 29. Yeah, no, no. Hey, see, there you go. See, Ben, Ben. Yeah, Ben looks good for his age. Come on. Yeah, I do. Yeah, of course. Yes, I do. Lighting. Yeah, I mean, I mean, right now, right now, he's sitting on a on a donut because of you know whatever. That's fine. You know, working his 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 core. Yeah, exactly. I have to change my defense twice <laughs> in the street. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I, every time I see kids up past like midnight, I'm like, what the fuck are those parents doing? You're in charge. Every night at like, his bedtime is like between seven and eight. And I'll go to put him to bed. He's like, I don't want to go to bed. I'm like, no, it's time to go to bed. And he's like, well, I'm not tired. I'm like, you will fall asleep if you lay in bed and just close your eyes for a second. Believe me, I know how this works. And I'll be like, okay, but I'm going to wake up in the middle of the night and come get in bed with you and mom. <laughs> and I'm like, That's what? And he's like, yeah, I'm going to wake up and you guys are going to be asleep and you're not going to be able to stop me from getting in bed with you. <laughs> you know what I do? I'd be like this. Oh yeah. Have you ever heard of a lock? 
Try it, bro. See what happens. <laughs> no, they bang on the door and start crying. Then that's worse. Uh, you know what I feel like this? I'm like, I either wake up with a toddler in the bed, or I, I wake up and have to go unlock the door in order to make them stop screaming. Dude, all <laughs> I'm saying is, give your children choices. It is the best fucking thing. Like, sure, you know what? Absolutely, come in and knock on the door if you want. Guess what we're gonna do in the next morning? This is what we're gonna do, and just name something horrible, right? So here, here's your options. You want to come knock on my door and wake me up? Guys, do don't listen to this. Thing? That's it. And what do they say? At the end of the day, they'll go, oh, no, I don't want to do that horrible thing. You're like, exactly. I want to, I want to get, have you babysit Shep for a day and have Dude, someone on video. I, It'll be great. Listen, I, mean, promise, I fucking promise you, like I do with my nieces, because they're so fucking spoiled, I don't get it. I'm like, why don't you guys just give them options? Like, that's the best thing you could do to keep oh, children. See, th- you're talking to you're talking. You don't to, understand. He's an engineer. You're talking to my kid here. He hey. learned to negotiate. He's a dude. Wait, <laughs> hey, you kidding me? Whoa, 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 wait, bullshit! You're talking to me, whose fucking literal whole career is negotiating. I taught my daughter how to fucking negotiate. Okay, when she would say, "Hey, I want this," I'd be like, "No." She she would literally think of another way to ask it because that was what I was instilling in her. I'd, I'd be like, don't don't just take no for an answer. Figure out a way to get it what you want, but tell me why you want it. Like, don't just uh, if I say no, don't just accept no. Yep. But then I'm, hey, why do you want it? What's the purpose? You know what she did one time, and I'll tell you this real quick. Barnes and Noble. We were in there. I was buying a book. She sees this fucking book for like this, ten minutes. I'll tell you this. Like five. Listen, no, I'm not answering a fan question. That was a Batman question. This is how <laughs> fucking random. Fan question. I know. This is how random this shit is. Okay, we're at Barnes and Noble. She pulls up this dinosaur fucking um, uh, thing to hold um, those little like smaller uh, whatever they're called sticky notes. I was like, I'm not gonna buy you that. She was like, Why not? I was like, I'm not going to. She was like. She literally looked down. She went, but uh, when I need to write notes, I could put them there. And so that way I could just pull them out. And I was like, because she was at that point in time, she was writing notes all the time. So I was like, I mean, dude, what am I going to say? Like, no, you, you don't write notes. So I'm just saying, dude, you give them options and you, you let them understand why they're doing something. That's all that matters, man. Okay. I'm telling you, you'd be like, hey, everybody got that? By all Yo, means, how do you, have you can wake me up. Listen, you can wake me up kids, all you want. Three, I have three Absolutely. kids, and I don't know what Here. the fuck is he talking about. No, listen, dude. Well, first off, <laughs> hey, 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 listen. Is your, are your children calling out shit that you don't even know? No, they are well disciplined. You want to know why? Because Ben doesn't rule his kids by fear. Oh, hey, here's the thing. <laughs> That's how you do it. Okay? Ben just I'm talks the boss. about like you do it. I'm the I boss. I just told him go to fucking sleep. Hey, I'll you fuck you up. Hey, hey, listen, hey, I really have a question if you were. I want yeah, to I was going to say, I, my, daughter, my daughter is like the chillest person like ever. Like I'm like, in my head, I'm going, God damn, I wish I could be just fucking chill. Like, you, like if you knew the shit that I'm dealing Guys, with. you'll get here. Oh, you'll God, get here, it, man. But anyways. Right. No, I missed the end of it. Did Neil have a question? Yes, yes that's did. what I'm trying to get back to. Yeah, that man's yeah, I was about to. Jesus. Yeah. Yes, yes. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Uh, but for real, though, I forgot the question. So. No, the question was, I mean, okay, we're Neil. 
who like gave us a nice little video, whatever they like that. <laughs> yeah. Looking forward to Batman. Oh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Literally, Chris. Chris, you've been quiet. Yeah. But what is That's your? What, what are you looking forward to? What are you looking forward to? <laughs> Nightmare Batman. Batman. That. Nightmare okay. Batman. Nightmare Batman. Okay, yeah. Scott, are you awake? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> am i am i still on this stream i know it's got got to keep it warm hey can you finish Woo! can you finish telling us about your show notes now <laughs> no. no scott okay when it, files batman, show us? when it comes to batman what are you looking forward <laughs> to seeing batman do in Zack snyder's justice league I am looking forward to the true version of how he kicks some parademon ass in Act Three. Yes! I, I want to see the bat. I want to see with those fifty cal guns tearing up some parademon meat. And then swinging around, flinging grenade batarangs, and getting the big fucking parademon gun. You know, I, I I want I want to see him get to Batman up that fight without the stupid grin or the I didn't not not like you or any of that shit. No, I want Batman charging in. I also want to know like what mentality is he going into that battle with? Because there was some inclination early on that he's almost on this like so, suicide mission yeah. because he's just so just like, I've got to go down with the ship because of yep. everything that's going on. I want to see how that plays out for his character arc because I wanted to mean something when Superman actually like comes back. Yeah. I dig it. Dice. I want to see Batman. Fuck. I don't care who. We got a tease of it in, in BBS. Like we got like we saw post. Um oh, yes. And I right. don't I don't like if you tease that in the second, I feel like you need to deliver it in the fall. Yeah. Hallelujah scene. Yes. Yes. Wonder Woman. We uh, gal. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, Mr. Keys. Uh two things. What I just thought of, but any scene with Cyborg because man, that character needs all the screen time. Oh yeah, he's the heart of the film. He'll be good. Hundred percent. That yeah. was my, when we did a review of that. I was like, I want to see, the, you know, Ray shine. Give him the story he's supposed to have. Obviously, and we're gonna get that finally. The other thing is more Alfred because uh, when mm. we were on set, we saw two things. One beautiful concept art that was more nightmare in tone than the final act, which was very dark and red and the weird theatrical cut and scott it was a lot of what you're saying it was really cool batman combat and crazy shit with the batmobile like that thing is a war machine that you don't even know you don't even know like uh crazy shit with that and then uh the flying fox like alfred was supposed to be in that battle and there's a sequence with him on a gun turret like just i remember that from the from the set visit reports dude that was yeah he was in it he he was the operator he was like he was running the command like the command and conquer style while gunning stuff in, in, in a nightmare style sequence, like in lighter in tone, more desert combat, not this dark red, weird tentacle shit. So uh, all of that, but more cyber. Right. So that makes me wonder about the, um, when Superman shows up and I hope you're not too late. 
that goes mm. up before the final battle. I, S- Superman was the big secret on set, so hard to say. Mm. Steven? Wow. I want to see the real um, okay, ben. Uh, Superman. <laughs> yeah, sure. Nobody, <laughs> nobody was thinking it. <laughs> Steven was shutting the fuck up, so yeah. Go for it, Ben. Oh, go for it, Ben. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now you may you see. Now you make me look. God damn it, dude! <laughs> dude, I'm deep in in, in it. Um, yeah, I want to see the real um, the real resurrection of Superman and his motivation to join the league. Oh, We're talking about Batman scenes. Fuck the Batman scenes. <laughs> Did you just say that? Get the fuck out. <laughs> That's the question. That's the main question. No, it's not good. Where are you? Where are your ratings? Are you serious? <sighs> no, Ben, you're good. Yeah. I thought he asked. Why uh the Justice League movie? I didn't think it was a Batman. All right. Someone I want to see on the warehouse fight. He was even wearing that same okay, hoodie, okay. hoodie that I own. I mean, not, God, not only was he dressed as Batman, he literally had the fucking Batman fucking shot of him on the gargoyle on the TV. Listen, I started drinking at nine. I drank a whole bottle of wine. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. No, 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 I drank man. two of this full of honey and coke. No, Shit. No. No, no. Fuck up. Ben. Let's continue. Ben, Ben, no, no, I, I, I appreciate that. No, I love the fact that you. No, I'm, I'm looking forward to that too. I look forward to that too. But I'm just. Yeah. Yo, no, dude, I, I, my I, favorite Batman scenes are also Dave. Superman scenes. Yes. You know, I'm, to be a good host. I'm catering. Listen, I know we have Chris here. I'm catering to the Superman fans. Oh. <laughs> All right, Steven. I forgive you. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'd probably say nightmare, but for the sake of like saying something different than somebody else. Um, I'm really excited to see that opening scene um, of him based on the way the trailer is edited and like what we see of him, like in the Arctic, I feel like, like we know it opens with the, the Superman doomsday Batman battle. And there's an, and, and Zach teased an alternate view of that where like it replicates yeah, the, but- opening, the, the, the black zero where he sees Superman as evil and then it, it it flips that where he sees Superman sacrificing himself but it's the same like perspective shot um but then following that I kind of feel like based on the way that the, the some of the shots are in the trailer that maybe that is presented as like a, a dream or a, a memory that he has that's haunting him as he wakes up and he's in this quest to find Aquaman um and I think hmm. I get the impression that there's a lot more time spent with him like on the horse in the ice trekking and seeking like answers and people and bearing the burden of knowing that like it's basically his fault that superman is dead uh-huh. um yeah. and support, support. Oh, small getting to know the locals finding comfort like, where he can <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure and uh, and uh you know as um I think especially just the more I, we dice and I've been digging into BVS, I feel like that's like very much the conclusion of that. Like men are still good. We need to find the others. Like I want to see that. That really wasn't the, the closest they got to that in the, in the theatrical cut was, Oh, I exploded a parademon and it splattered 
a mother box design. <laughs> um, it's science. No, it was it was like something from Zelda. It was like fucking the tri. Yeah. The no, fuck. it's from Annihilation. Yeah. Or that, whatever. Sure. I mean, we, we can make so many different comparisons. It's so stupid. Yeah. Here's, yeah. here's what I want to. Here's because I'm the last one to answer it. All I want to see is the tunnel battle. No, hey, wait head. a minute, Garza. Amanda still hasn't answered it. Jeez. Oh, just saying. No, 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 no. She could be the last one to answer it. Go ahead. No, no, you know what? I'm not, I'm not allowed to counter um, any of the males on the stream. So what they all. <laughs> I mean, I want to hear your your answer is the only one that matters to me, though. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I was just busting your balls, guys. Yeah, no, 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 no. Let's let's hear Amanda's thoughts. I'm I'm, no, I'm dying to no. hear Amanda. I want to hear. Them. Thoughts are like I'm. She was like, yeah, I like what Dice said. I know you second mind, but aside from that, <laughs> there, we go. there we go. Yeah, I yeah. said I like what Dice said. I like what Dice said. What about the bullshit? Come on now. I don't feel um, here. I'm not allowed listen, to have real opinions. If so. you if you see me talking shit to you and I can't even say the full fucking sentence and I'm laughing, just know that I'm I can't even keep it up. Okay, so I apologize. <laughs> but here's the thing I want to see is I want to see Batman in the tunnel fight or tunnel fight Fiddle. where he is he is like in, engaged in these you know because in that fight scene he's wearing his normal like quote unquote BBS suit. So I want to see what the fuck happens where he's like, oh, this is going to work. Yeah. Uh, I need to yeah. figure out. <laughs> I need to get my tactical suit on because uh, totally. I got fucked up. That was a you know big I mean? thing on set. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their costumes, yeah. Yeah, because in, in, the, in the movie, okay, we see him in the tunnel battle, but you know he, he handles technically his own in the tunnel battle. And then it's his turn. Right. And it's like, yeah, exactly. And it's like, Okay, well, why did you? Why were you like? Oh, you know what though? I need a suit. I need a new suit though, right? <laughs> that is I, his I need, turn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which that's Jeff Johns. I'm telling you guys all um, right now. That's Jeff Johns writing. But he didn't have a sword. Yeah. <laughs> and then he went. He doubled he down. And he was like, "Hey, you know what though? Instead of it's it's my turn. How about we? How about we just throw a joke in there with Wonder Woman? I didn't bring a sword. Oh man." <laughs> Okay, all the fucking audience. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't bring a sword. Let's just hey Ben, Ben. But you know people ben, did laugh ben, at that. Though, right? Ben, like, Ben. Oh yeah, people did laugh at that. I just want to say that they have to print it at an eighth grade level because that's what they can guarantee that fifty one percent of the population can understand. And Epstein so that's didn't all. kill himself. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I just went. <laughs> All right, Amanda, what's your favorite Batman or what you're looking forward to most from, from, uh, do you know who Batman is, Amanda? I Amanda, mean, do you know who Batman is? Wait, sorry, is this specific to Batman or yes. 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 No, The question was about Batman's <laughs> scene. Was what Batman scene are you most, or what, what, what do you want from Batman in the Snyder Cut? Um, I want Batman to. <sighs> I want to see his internal reckoning. To me, the character, um, the character arc is what's most interesting to me mm-hmm. because I think of. So, this is just me. This isn't anyone else. I'm not speaking for anyone else. Um, for Zack Snyder, Zack Snyder's trilogy is a Superman trilogy that also happens to include members of the Justice League, Batman, etc. Right. So. 
Um, I look at it in the context of like a power dynamic in their relationship. And that power dynamic has shifted in a way that we've never seen before. So it's really cool because both Superman and Batman are going to be able to do things in terms of their character growth that are different than we've ever seen because the conflict that like the catalyst there is different. Um, So I'm really excited to see Batman have a moment of like uh, swallowing his pride, I guess a little bit. And also like, coming back in touch with humanity because in a weird way, even though he's the human and Superman is the alien, um, Batman has been more divorced from his humanity than Superman has for a long time. Yeah. Yep. So we'll talk about that on, I feel like that was a screen article. I get it all for osmosis people. It's just the pillowcase. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> Can someone put a WandaVision laugh track in, please? When she falls, I know, I'm telling you, right? When she falls asleep at night, I'm just like, Batman in BVS is a fallen hero who has Batman lost his way. What? He has! So I have no independent thought, and those are just what I got recycled. She's actually reading a script right now that Stephen oh, wrote out. Yeah. Right here. <laughs> Yeah. But, I mean, I will say that, that that's a good point. At the conference that I was allowed to do, like, that was what Ben spoke to. My question was about how does this version of Bruce Wayne reconcile the fact that he hates this god, but now he has to team up with gods to fight a greater villain. And his point was about what exactly you're saying. So it, it's very much the case. And so I think hey, we'll get more well, of that. Hey, Rob, I'm actually interested. Rob? Have you um, – I don't know if you're aware of it, but um, you know Sean O'Connell from Cinema Blend. He wrote a book. Have you had a, had a chance to read it? Or Sean O'Connor wrote a book? Tell me more. <laughs> he did. I know. Was <laughs> Ask that as Justice League? Yes. Yeah. You know what it's called? You know what's funny about this question? is I'm a big fan of Sean. Dave just went like, oh, fuck. No, yeah. no, no, well, I, I didn't get the answer. I didn't get the answer. That's all. Man. Oh, sorry, Dave. Garza, what's your question about Sean's book? Uh, I was just going to ask you what you thought of it. I haven't read it yet, but I did get a copy oh. from our man Steven over here. Yes. Oh, who's read it? I knew he's stay with me. Stay with me. I'm going to be reading it, Steven. I'm going to. I haven't read it yet. Sean's good people, though. I've known him yeah. for over a decade. He's. Uh, if I had a round, like no pandemic, we're all lotto winners. We get do whatever mm-hmm. we want, and I have my round table. Sean's at the fucking table. That guy is good people. His wife's good people. Yeah. Genuine, good human yeah. being. Uh, I haven't read his book, but the guy cares and puts his heart in everything. So I'm sure mm-hmm. it's cool. I mean. I think Steven's pulled some quotes from it from some articles already. Am I right, Steven? Already? Is that exclusive? Uh, That's exclusive. Yeah, well, he, we've covered what no, he, well, he published. John published ex- I know, quotes I know. from it that we're allowed to cover. So, um, okay. yeah. Steven should. But the, there are things that are in it that I, I need to talk to him to find out if the uh, blog inside baseball stuff. Um, <laughs> I need to sure. figure out what we got to publish from that, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff in it worth talking about. Sean was on set with me, I can say that. And then yeah. Sean's, you know, his next book is about Spider Man, and I also he was on set for Homecoming with me, and I I had to get him the photo where Tom Holland took with all of us and stuff like that. So he, I'm sure his next book will be similar uh to, to this one, but I've I've not read it yet, Garza, so I can't really speak <laughs> to it. So there well, of it, bless you, Scott. Um, I can tell you that it's it's amazing, and it it's for somebody that has not been in the trenches like us, like all of us other than dice and you and Steven. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just fucking. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to, I wanted to name everybody that was a screenwriter. <laughs> um, 
But for real though, like if you were to read it, like not knowing about anything that has happened in the last three years, this book yeah. is like, I'm oh, pointing. this is what happened. Cool. This is how it happened. That's good. And it's spectacular. Um, awesome. That's so, good to hear, man. Yeah. I'm going to read, I'm going to read it this weekend and do a review on uh, uh, live yeah. on Monday. Yeah. So do it. Yeah. I'll come watch. It's a very breezy read. I read it in an afternoon. Yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah. I know I can read it in probably a day or like half a day or partial a yeah. day. So I plan on doing that tomorrow. So, but all this feedback is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'll, I'll, I think this is a good way to end it, you know, with me answering the Batman <laughs> questions, given that I'm a Batman <laughs> fan. You know, what do I want to see? What do I want to see most from Batman and Zack Snyder's Justice League? I mean, we all know that Zack Snyder said that, hey, he's going to be um, dropping a certain bomb. Fuck! Uh, um, yeah. Well, I mean, I am looking forward to hearing Batman drop an F-bomb, and, you know, it's going to be awesome. But going, uh, go, <laughs> going back to, like, some of the things that some of you guys are saying, it's like, one of the things, uh, even what Snyder has said, is uh, obviously in BBS, he was losing his way. I mean, it, it, it's right at, right when Alfred drops that newspaper and says new rules. I mean, that that just those two rules or those two words. Sorry, the vodka is really kicking in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, those two words. Those two words say so much. They pretty much explain the entirety of BBS and where Batman is new rules. And then, you know, Bruce just going like, we've always been criminals. What are you talking about? You know, he's, it's almost like Bruce is always coming up with an excuse. Every time Alfred is like, what are you doing? Bruce just comes up with an excuse, you know, he's lost his way. And he, he literally got to the point where he had Superman underneath his boot, and a, and a fucking spear ready to just fucking just jab into his head. He was going, going to kill him, and then he realized, what the fuck am I doing? And then what happens? Superman sacrifices himself for the good of, like, humanity, and now he has to live with that. I want to see... I'm looking forward to seeing how Bruce is dealing with that in, in Zack Snyder's Justice League. Like, the fact that, you know, he's trying to put this team together that have abilities that he does not have. I mean, everything that Batman has is up here and it's, you know, it's here too, muscles, whatever the hell. And it's, it's brain and brawn. That's all he has. And I just want to, that's what I'm looking forward to seeing is the fact that he's put, he's, he's the Nick Fury. I mean, I mean, I hate to make that correlation, but still it's like, he is the Nick Fury, like putting this team together, but he's, you know, exactly, you know, he's part of that team, but he's like the human part of that team. And I just want to, I'm just looking forward to seeing like uh, him dealing with the Superman's death and the fact that it's like, Hey, you know, and you know, just a little bit ago, I mean, look at the end of BBS when he said, I failed him and you know, I failed him in life. I won't fail him in death. I mean, he just, the the guilt that he holds, that's what I'm kind of looking forward to, I guess you could say. So there you go. But also the F-bomb. Yeah. So guilt and death. Is it going to be, do you think it's going to be in a, (laughs) And like an action set piece, or do you think he's gonna be like talking? He's like, "Fuck!" Like, <laughs> no, no, no. He's gonna I, be like, you know what? I have a pretty good idea. I mean, I, I even I tweeted it out where I think he's gonna drop that f bomb, and it just it it just feels like it's right, you know, where he's gonna drop that f bomb. It's gonna be in that nightmare scene. 
Come I think on. We should have a wager on when he's going to drop the F bomb. Come on. I and mean, he's he's going to be like working with the Joker in the Nightmare scene. You don't think he's going to drop an F bomb at the Joker? I mean, I feel <laughs> like he, he would drop the F bomb like seeing I'm Seth still... Wolf the first time. He'd be like, no, I wouldn't. No, he's not going to be like, oh, fuck. You know, it's not going to be a wasted F bomb. I mean, I think it's when he gets his his ass handed by Steppenwolf the the very first time. Yeah. Uh, Definitely fucking bleeding. No. (laughs) No. I do like BVS. He goes, he says, oh shit. Yeah, exactly. So he goes, oh fuck. And then Superman had the best F bomb. Like when she said, fuck your mercy, I went, yes, Queen. I fucking felt that, dude. I was like, so imagine that being like with Batman, like, Oh fuck you, dude! Steppenwolf, like fuck off. Nah, it's I, 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 I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna hold like my tweet that I had when I was like, I bet you, I bet he says it to Joker. I bet he says it to Joker. What if it's if it's the dark side? Uh, we're coming from you. I'm coming for you. We'll go. Fuck like, we'll be here. <laughs> and it's just like, like, like fuck you ready. Dark side. Fuck. <laughs> nah, nah. nah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold my yeah stance on the hold that he says it's a Joker. That's what I'm saying. Are, they are you using, holding that for other reasons other than inside, or what? What are you trying to tell us, Dave? No, 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 no. I, I oh, tweeted okay. that out. Oh, I wanted to make sure. I wanted to, I wanted to broach that subject. I just no, wanted no. to make sure that people knew you weren't talking out of your ass. You were just no. guessing. That's all. I was guessing. Like when I tweeted that out. I was like, I tweeted out like uh, uh, some fan made like image of like. Batfleck and in, in uh, Leto Joker face to face, and I was like, and I just said like, like yeah, I'll. I think I said something about like I'll help. Uh, we're gonna kill him, but after this, I'm going to fucking kill you or something like that. Like he's, I, I just think he he would say that to Joker because of how Joker has just been just this fucking you know thorn in his side, you know. I think I like that, that comment last the- battle. Like where he's swinging around and kicking guys, he's gonna be fighting, and then they'll win, and then Aquaman will be like, "I didn't know you fly," and he'll be like, "That's not all I do." <laughs> I hope, fuck, fuck. You know, I hope so, Dice. I've ever seen i really don't think it's gonna be like a significant other i don't see a significant other motivating the f-bomb i, know. I don't see a i don't see a friendship or i i'm sorry i don't see a a villain even motivating the f-bomb personally to me it's friendship or it's his mom those are the two well, things no, it, i just Someone feel like he's gonna go mom. So basically oh. Fuck. Okay, I mean, it's it's like, dude, how many times do we all do that? Like, we're just like, is be a verb? Is it an adjective? Like, how is he using? True. How is he using it? He could maybe, say like, "Are you guys fucking?" Or maybe he's referring to. Maybe he's calling Steppenwolf a fucker. Maybe he calls Steppenwolf a spiky fucker. Maybe that's a what. Spiky he's talking about Wonder Woman. He's like, "Yeah, we fucked." Sorry. Right. No, exactly. he's calling Alfred an old fuck. Yeah, there exactly. you do. <laughs> Here you go. So many ways. Like, like we're fucking like it an up. old, like a yeah, like the beginning like, of the movie. It's like this is all a dream sequence, and he just goes fuck it into the camera. <laughs> right Superman inspired the world. Da-da-da! And then I fuck it. 
Okay, All so of the positions will fucking be mine. That's what Jesus. it is. It's just, are you guys says one F bomb? Are you guys down? Well, it's certainly it certainly illustrates the diversity of the word. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's why you have a question. You guys watch the uh, history of swear words. It's a good, uh, yeah. it's a good episode when he talks about you know fuck. But we have one more question. I don't, are you guys down? Okay, or yes. lightning okay. round? <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. All right, we have one more from William. One more from William. Here we go. Hey, uh, this question is directed primarily towards Colbert, but everybody can answer it, I guess. What kind of metrics, meaning numbers, do does Zack Snyder's Justice League have to do to give the overall franchise the kind of leverage it would need to continue? Thanks. Bye. So now we got oh, analytics. Listen, we listen. I had a perfect me, answer so to I that. Mr. Colbert. I, I Mr. had Colbert. a perfect answer to that, and I actually had the numbers to back it up, but now I'm going to let fucking Steven answer that fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know what, Ben? You go ahead. No. <laughs> hey, represent us. Represent real anarchy. <laughs> Fuck screen no. Um Well, I mean, I I'm think hurt. everyone looks at the, the one woman numbers that were published and touted today. I mean, they were talking about minutes watched. I think that was a really big deal. Uh, Kilar said that he would consider Wonder Woman a success if it had 4 million viewers, I think. Um, I think that the numbers that they're really going to look at, like on the back end, which they're never going to be honest with the public about, um, the the two biggest factors are going to just be obviously number of watches is is always a big deal just how many minutes of this movie are watched period mm -hmm. but the thing that they ultimately care about more is how many people subscribed to watch this movie and stayed Stay subscribed for more than like six months um those are the things that they care about the most like if you so you know, ideally it's going to get a lot of subscribers and they're going to stay subscribed for a long time. And that is, that is how they're going to define success. People subscribe and they watch half of it and then they cancel. That's, you know, that's bad. If they subscribe and they watch the whole thing and then they stay subscribed to watch other stuff, that's good. Mm -hmm. Hey, real quick. Can I just ask Rob, is it 321 over there where you're at? It's 3 a.m. here. 3.20. I literally... I saw I, I like I Googled right now. I was like, what where's because you said you were around Toronto? So I was like, what's Toronto's time zone? It was like, yeah, it's Eastern time. Well, we're not fulfilled geography. It's always uh <laughs> we're always uh closing up the uh the bar here in the vodka stream, that's for sure. <laughs> Rob, I mean, uh, I don't know. Is anybody else? I mean, Make obviously, sure you prep the coffee because your wife's going to be awake in an hour and a half. Oh <laughs> uh, well, yeah, she's yeah, she's already yeah, she fell asleep earlier. But no, my my sleep schedule was after anyone who knows me knows how much like I, I how little I sleep needs of life in the business. I guess you know that's pretty much what it is, man. I mean, anybody else got a response? I know that was a question really directed to Cole Bear. Um, you know, you mean screen rant. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, but I mean, like, I mean. Uh, like like uh, they they said they they actually released uh, wasn't there like a Nielsen um, demographic or like something yeah, uh, they included them yeah that showed like the minutes watched or whatever the hell or like the hours watched or whatever the hell it was and uh, well, I don't I, know I, it, it's kind of unfair like it, if let's say they're comparing it to like Captain Sol or <laughs> Captain Soldier Winter Soldier and, and uh, <laughs> yeah no. I don't Captain even know what I'm talking about when it comes to Marvel. I'm sorry. Captain Winters. Uh, <laughs> there's some some guy with a shield. Captain Winters. <laughs> <laughs> bird. Uh, whatever. Uh, 
Yeah. Um, guy with the wings and the guy with the metal yeah. arm. Whatever. They they fly, or one of them does. <laughs> so, uh, I'm just kidding. But so if, if those shows are like 45 minutes, you have Zack Snyder's Justice League being an hour, I mean, four hours. If anybody's watching over an hour and there's multiple people watching, that that's going to add up more to minutes, quote unquote, watched. So it's kind of like, well, I can see that the plus and minuses of it, but at the end of the day, you still have to watch an hour's worth of Zack Snyder Justice League to get to that mark. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah but there's, there's parity, though, I think is the point, that you're comparing a consistent metric across platforms. The fact of the matter is that they're spending that number of minutes on HBO Max instead of on Disney+. Plus. Right. It is actually a zero-sum game in this case. Yes. You can't be watching both of them at the same time. So I think... Well, you could. Weird metric. I mean, Yeah, unless you're me, I'll find a way. But it's consistent. You're just watching your phone. Whatever. One thing I'll add, there has to be a success rate. Percentage completion. I imagine you have X amount of viewers, right? I imagine most of them start a project like this. This is a little weird because it's a four-hour thing. Most people start a movie, will finish it, right? Otherwise, yeah, right. start it. You kind of know what you're getting into with this, especially more than any other project yeah. on HBO Max. So, if there's a bunch of people not finishing it after a week, that would be a huge negative signal. Or, or after an hour, if it just drops totally. Yes. Which the Tenet example is a good one because I know I know anecdotally a lot of people watch the first hour and they're like, "Nope, it's too long and it's dumb." But <laughs> you watch the back hour and a half and they're like, "Oh wait, it's kind of cool," you know. But yeah, my wife, but- for example. <laughs> we, we watched the first hour and we both clocked out. I came. She's like, "You can finish it by yourself," and I did. And I was like, "You missed out on something kind of neat." But she's like, "I don't give a fuck." So, um, right. but you know what? No. The streaming service that you watched on, if you if that's what you did, doesn't know that she dipped out and you stayed. On. It's true. And also, <laughs> and Ben and Garza were Ooh, not. Wait. You <laughs> like? I don't know if she prepared a lecture with slides after the viewing of the film, like I or did. Made it you sure. should have done that for her because that's what I did for Steve. Wow, impressive. Okay. I did. I have a question for Wait. Steven because uh, uh <laughs> we're not a fan. Are we gonna for wrap spirit. up or, or should I wait? No, for no, that? no, 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 no. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. We, well, we're gonna wrap the thing up. Is, uh, uh, he he answered he um chimed in on during the uh, live stream and the real emotion podcast every Wednesday. Wow. Uh <laughs> drink water. Water. Yeah. I love how Ben is drinking with water. We called up a water bottle. I need to doodle. I'm gonna be a mess in the morning. But um, no, um, because we were um, John and I were making the argument that if they release uh, Godzilla versus uh, King Kong and Justice League around the same time, there's no way it would dilute the information. So we wouldn't know uh, how successful was uh, Zack Snyder Justice League. Mm. Now, Mm. and Steven said, no, they would know. I wouldn't know. I want to know personally how they would how they would know that. Um, well, because they can track on a per user basis. I mean, not only per IP, but also per, per login account. So if somebody creates an account and they log in and then that account, the first thing they watch is justice league, or if they watch Justice League, you know, multiple times and they don't watch Kong or they watch Justice League first and then Kong second, you know, they're going to attribute that to the, they're going to be able to tell the difference between like, and that's all the types of reports they're going to run. I don't know what streaming services do, but it's based on other businesses I've been involved in that I know they pull metrics to review how things perform. They're going to look at, okay, this user entered our ecosystem here. They behaved this way. 
and then they left. And so, like, everyone... I convinced one of Steven's coworkers to get HBO Max just for Wonder Woman eighty four to watch with her niece on Christmas. See, see. So, um, and they can tell who who's turning. Also, no, but, the, but, but so I mean, if you think about it, like any, like think about like from a networking perspective, you know, um. Somebody enters, they they engage, and then they and then they leave. And you see, look at like what did they do and what order did they do it, and what percentage of time was spent where. They'll know that on a per user basis. And so, like, right. sure, between this date and this date, both Justice League and Congress to Godzilla released, and then if maybe publicly all the releases like total subs, but it's not like that's a it's not like they're internally saying we don't know who subbed for what. They'll know. Oh, this half of users watched Justice League first this half of users watch Godzilla versus Kong first. Right. And so they'll be able to parse it based on that. I mean, if you look at like the, the Nielsen report that came out recently and talked about minutes viewed per show or, right. or movie. Um, so you apply that same metric to, to, to this. Same thing we do on YouTube. Okay. Well, yeah. th- th- then th- 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 that shows the important, that show the, that shows the importance of anybody that's uh that's signing onto the service to watch that that movie to stay on the service because yeah. then they will know if you're churning after that after that movie is over oh, because, yeah. well, that's thing. because if you if you if you belong to that that group that is gonna jump in watch the movie and then take off then that's gonna reflect bad on the movie and it's gonna give the movie a harder time to get a sequel or get some continuation on the platform. And I, and I stole that theory from Chris Wong, his video, when he talked about YouTube. Like, if you were to make a video and all of a sudden he sees his subscriber count just drop, he'd be like, yeah. oh, fuck, I'm not going to make that video anymore. I mean, <laughs> right. perfect. Right, Chris? You don't own YouTube, and so you don't have access to the same metrics. Like, YouTube could tell you which video they watched before they dropped. You don't right. know. That. Um, the other thing... I think there's an interesting point from what Ben talked about. It's like churn, which is the percentage of customers that are, are leaving within a certain time frame. That's like the biggest thing with streaming services right now. They want to minimize churn, AKA like the, they want to make sure that people who are signing up are staying with the service long term. Um, and so for, so when they run a report to say like who let's identify what customers are churning and they say, okay, someone signed up, they watched justice league and then they cancel the day. Fuck them. We don't want right. to make any more stuff That's for them. That's a horrible customer. Right? We don't, we're not yep. going to cater to them versus right. like... We don't you know, want to be in if, that if, category. If, if in a year they pull a report and they're like, oh, damn. Every single person who signed up for Justice League, they stayed it's on it for a, a full year. That's like right. our highest value, the highest return on our investment yes. on people who care about Justice League. There it is. Right there. Scott, did, you, uh, did we get your opinion on what you want to see in Batman in Justice League? Yes, yeah. we did. Okay, yes, did. just making sure. I'm uh, the vodka is really kicking in. I just wanted to make sure, <laughs> you know, because yeah, I'm a film junkie. Okay. <laughs> I'm just making sure. I was like, wait, did we get Scott's? Yeah, yeah, we did. Okay, all right. I think that's a good way to end right there. Um, like I said, oof, the vodka is really kicking in right there. Yeah, See, Amanda's laughing so hard at that right now, but it's okay. We're we're four and a half hours into this fucking thing. Of course. Oh, just wait till it ends, man. Oh, holy shit! <laughs> That's the way it is. All right, we're gonna go around the horn and uh, and uh, basically just uh, promote ourselves. And uh, Mr. Uh, Rob Keys, you're first. Go ahead and uh, plug yourself. 
Yeah, you can follow me and some of the guys here on ScreenRant.com, bookmark it. But you can follow me on Twitter at Rob underscore keys. And I uh, stream games and talk stuff like this every night. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Failcube. There it is. All right. The Colberts. Uh, Stephen Colbert, you can find me at ScreenRant. You can also find me and Andrew Dice at BVS by the minute. Um, We're talking Granny's Peach Tea in the very near future. Thank you for the visual aid, Dice. Yes. Um, and, uh, you can, I want to know what Catherine had to say, by the way. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at SM Colbert. And uh, BBS by the minute, you can find that at SnyderMinute.com. Dice has that more practiced. Even though I wrote it, but he's practiced it more. All right. Miss Amanda? Um, I have no original thoughts and you can find me at pie sugar pie with each E is like a three instead of an E because that was cute when I made that. So <laughs> thanks. I love it. There it is. All right. Garza with the, uh, your pug. pug. Your pug. pug. Ralph, you? Yeah. Look, you're just chilling. Look at Ralphie. Yeah. Just chilling. <laughs> you don't give a fuck. Uh, you can find me I not know, writing. You're awful parenting, Garza. You need to put that dog to bed. <laughs> Dude, he's been asleep. He literally has been asleep. You tell the dog he doesn't climb on you, you're going to kill him. Yeah. Watch <laughs> me. <laughs> I give him that option. I'm like, hey, which one do you want to do? You want to die? Or you want to eat? Which one is it? I'll go ahead and eat and I'll just chill. Uh, <laughs> you can find me not writing for Screen Rant because I'm not a status. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, I actually off the rails. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love. Screen Where do we find you on Twitter again, guys? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can find me right there on my screen. My 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 handles right there. Sir John Aaron. And, I, and you know what's funny is I follow all of you guys, and I literally wait by the religious date of BVS by the Men. That's how much I love Screen Rant and BVS by the Men. I just fucking wait. Like I, I love it so much that I want to be a part of it and replace the host. That's how much I love it. You know what I mean? So um, if, if that means anything, but if you didn't want to hear me. Same, Garza. Same. We can do it. I'll be dice. Exactly. See, I have a, I have a code. We can do it. And we'll just fast forward to the minute that they're on, and then we'll just continue like after it. Fuck it. But uh, if I didn't join BVS by the moment, I would just be on Real Anarchy or uh, – Real emotion, but of course you can follow me on my um, screen name right there <laughs> on Twitter. Sorry, Chris, Mr. Chris wants uh, happy belated birthday. By the way, oh thank you, yeah. appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> Almost forty. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good uh, name. You don't look a day over twenty six. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yes, there you uh, go. <laughs> uh, Chris Wong at Ping Pong Flicks. Yeah, it's just the shortest. Chris, Chris, what, what's yep. with the the neon sign? Uh, what, why is it a hot dog? You got to find the hot dog, huh? Ooh, that's, that's a long story. Oh, oh okay. it's a, <laughs> yeah, I compared eating, I compared consuming Justice League as this was like the hot dog. I don't know. I just blurted it out. <laughs> and one well, of the real talking. emotion guys, Krypton Cage, made a music video out of me saying I would eat a fucking hot dog. You know, <laughs> give me that fucking hot dog. Why do you have that hot dog? What are you gonna, what are you gonna do with that hot dog? I'm gonna eat it, motherfucker. And so it caught on, and my wife like, you gotta eat the hot dog. So she went to Etsy and got that. Link. Good, I so, love it. 
All right, cool. Hey, you got to lean into the brand, man. All right, Mr. Andrew Dice. Um, I have to start by saying, I mentioned Rob was at my wedding, and my <laughs> my dad spoke, and the entire time my dad spoke, my mom was looking at him, like waiting to see what he was going to say, and it's a look I've only associated with her until I look at Ben when when Gars is talking. <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> right exactly he's just looking, he's looking at me like what the fuck are you gonna say dude what are you gonna say <laughs> i understand this reference guys yes um but aside from that uh yeah you can find me on right here and um the podcast as steven pitched he pitched it so instead i will pitch uh and i will plug the grand seduction a movie starring Taylor Kitsch oh. that is as Canadian AF as Canadian movies get. Really? It is awesome. <laughs> and if you watch it and aren't already in love with Taylor Kitsch or want him to play Cyclops, then you can come at me. What about <laughs> SnyderCut.com or SnyderCut? What the minute by the minute? What is it? SnyderMinute.com. SnyderMinute. That's it. SnyderMinute. What is that? We're talking piss. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's in the jar for real, though? Oh, this is just water. And <laughs> Actually, that is that is a question. That is a question. Is I don't there, think yeah. it's actual piss. Piss would have we, more bubbles. We um, uh, <laughs> do we tell them what we're doing? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, so Taste we're test. we're gonna record a Patreon only, um, explicit. Is is got to sleep? Um, <laughs> we're gonna no, I'm just fun. waiting for you amateurs to finish plugging your stuff at this point. I know. We're trying only episode of, of BVS by the minute where we will discuss at is that actually Lex Luthor's pit in the jar and how did he get it in there if it is. Yep. So uh, stay tuned. There it is. <laughs> All right, Mr. Ben Everts. Um, you can find me on Twitter, Mr. Underscore Everts, and you can find me every Wednesday at 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time and every Sunday at 6.30 Eastern Standard Time listening to this guy right here talk for an hour and a half roughly on the Real Emotion podcast on YouTube. You search for The Real Emotion. All right. Bring oh, us home, Scott. For a drunk one out of the bunch. Look at that. Do it. Of course, you can find me on Twitter, ScottDC27. You can find my podcast, the DC Film Squadcast, wherever your podcast can be found. We're on Vero, Facebook, YouTube. You can find the entire network of shows at SquadcastMedia.com. There it is, man. Always bringing it home. And you guys know where to find me, obviously, right here. Make sure you hit that uh, like, thumbs up button. If you want to join a Film Junkie member, do that. Hit the join button, too. And, uh, of course, subscribe. Hit that notification bell. Follow me on the Suck Meds also. Do all that stuff, and cheers, guys. Been a lot of fun, as per usual. Love talking to you guys. You guys are awesome. Cheers. My last little drink of vodka. Thanks for having me on, Dave. Uh, And as per usual, I know people hate the guy, but it's always a funny video to go out on. And also, I'm excited to watch the Snyder Cut, because Joss Whedon sucks. Everybody got that? (laughs) All right, guys. Talk to you later.